Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing is on the air. It's coming at you. On a Monday night, February 8th, 2016. Hooray! Good stuff from Matt Good. Lots to talk about. Glendale Supercross just wrapping up. Lots to talk about. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Seriously, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Kenny Roxon will be on the night. Andrew Short will be on the night. Jason Thomas, of course, will be on at some point to check in and tell us what's going on. We'll take your calls at 702-586-7857. We are going to give away a Fly Racing red, white, and blue F2 carbon helmet. Red, white, and blue because it is Military Appreciation Week this not this weekend in San Diego, too. We're giving away a set of para tickets to San Diego, too, courtesy of Tom. How's this? Hey, Steve, wondering if you would like two free San Diego Supercross tickets to give away to your listeners. $200 total, uh, section 211, row 8, uh, two pit passes, a, a garage stall included. You guys going to email you directly. Uh, great listening to the show, and fantastic how you have helped many of these in the sport. Tom Bax. Thanks, Tom. Nice guy. Real good. With me in studio, he's from Dirt Rider Magazine, dirtrider.com, kieferinc.com. He just got back from a week of testing niche up in Northern California. He's the master of all trades, the Chris Kiefer. What's hey, up? Hey, everybody. How you doing, oh, Steve? I really like that Kiefer guy. Going down. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for coming in, bro. Yeah, thank you for having us. Dirt Always Rider, good to be back. DirtRider.com? KieferInc.com doesn't exist, but oh, thank okay. you anyway. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you gave out your email last year. I figured you might have built a website. Um, you, uh, congratulations, by the way, uh, 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 your wife, Heather Kiefer. Yes. Uh, she loves the Denver Broncos probably more than she loves you. Yeah, damn near, yes. Yep. yep. And she won. And she they did. won. The Broncos won. Which means I won. Which means you won, which means you were saved uh, from everything. Heather, congratulations. Thank you. As much as it pains me to tell you that because I'm a Raider fan and I hate the Broncos, it must be really cool to have your sports team win something. I've, I've, I've been alive for over 40 years. My teams have never won anything, ever. Yeah, you like that? Oh, I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So congratulations if, on, on your dumb Broncos winning. If hey. I'm happy for you. I'm real happy for Don't you. Don't call them dumb. If they didn't win, I was going home with someone else, dude. Yeah. Because it was, it was, gonna it was not going to be pretty. It was dirty. Confirm or deny. There were tears shed after the win. Confirm. Because just I'm looking so at her and happy. I'm like, are you fucking really crying right now? And she's like, I'm just so happy. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, That's right. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope I can attain uh, that level of happiness with the Oakland Raiders or the Toronto Maple Leafs one day. Las Vegas really Raiders. Know. Or the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Ew. Right. Um, so congratulations, Heather. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, I'm real, real happy for you. Real great. What the fuck are you doing? Um, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider, like I said, coming in. LeBig from LeBig USA. He will be in here in a second in the studio. And, uh, hey, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there. He's still new in the job, but he's uh, – He's on the track. He's he's feeling it out, and he's looking good. He's pump. He's not pumping up or anything, and uh, he's got a nice lead on the competition. What's up, Travis? What's going on? 
Did you just? Are you saying I got the whole shot? I'm saying you're looking good. Sweet. Like the race ends in December for you. Yeah. But right now, you're looking good. All right, I'll take that. So uh, you'll take you'll take um, the call seven zero two five eight six seven five seven. We're gonna give away some tickets. Let's do that right now. First caller who wants to Paris San Diego. Yeah. First caller who wants Paris San Diego tickets. All shot. Uh, Travis, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get your email and we'll send those on. Thanks to Tom. Listen All to Tom. right. Because I'll probably end up forgetting. That's why we'll <laughs> That's do it right now. One. So, Nitro Circus. Nitro Circus is coming on tour. They're in Europe right now. They get back. They're going to be in April. In April, they're touring North America again, featuring Travis Pastrana and 40 of the world's best extreme athletes in freestyle motocross, BMX, and skate. Stout guys are gnarly. Pastrana, Josh Sheehan, Adam Jones, Bilko, Cam Sinclair. We'll probably give away some tickets when they come back in town. NitroCircus.com. And uh, we thank those guys. Please check out that show if it's coming to your area. Go on NitroCircus.com and, and get some tickets. Find out where they are because uh, they're coming to a town near Nitro you probably. Circus Uncut in Europe. That's what I'd call it. All right. Yeah, I guess that's probably a good point. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have the BTOsports.com uh, tweet at Travis. We're going to have the NFAB question of the day and the NFAB JGR check-in. We will have your race tech emails. We will have your X-Brand goggle uh, tear-offs also all coming on board. And we are Gear Alloy Cold Call. So, and thanks to the folks at BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Star Cross 5. See those tweets we got about the Dude, Michelin a lot Star? of people buying them. That's great. It's like really working. Yeah, some guy was at Apollo and said there was best tire he's ever had in his life. And he was, Come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's wow. like, it's like man, we, I could imagine it, what, what a factory tire feels like, a spec tire, but man, this is this is damn hold near. Hold on. Did we give them to him or he just bought them? No, he went and bought them because, wow. you know, we've been mm-hmm. we've been talking about them so much. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool. Oh, that's good because then that means, yeah, they actually made money off the guy. Right. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. Chris Kiefer had a big hand. You had a big hand on that too. Yeah. It makes you feel good. They know if they right. work. So yeah, yeah. Atlas Neck Brace, of course. Uh, check them out. Atlas Neck Brace, uh, atlasbrace.com. FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing. Uh, Guts Racing right now because Kenny Roxon won. $94 off their Phantom Seat Foam. GutsRacing.com. Use the code RCH94. Uh, this is the lightweight seat foam that most of the teams in the pits are running. Uh, they have a lot of cool stuff when it comes to seats. and uh, Carbon bases, and, and, yeah. Yeah, these guys have it going on. So not, I, the, the pulp code isn't as good as RCH94 right now for $94 off Phantom Seat Foam. KTMPartsExpress.com. Roost Graphics. Ride Engineering. All on board with us tonight. Like I said, we're going to talk some Glendale. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, niche testing. You were up in up in Northern California, yep. working on sort of the, I guess the final version of this thing, right? The, yep. The final, version that, final version. I got to test it for uh, three days. So yeah. Yeah. We're going to we'll talk a little bit about that, and uh, like I said, uh, Rocks and, and Shorty coming up. Andrew Short's final year too. Dude, I'm so happy. What What do you mean you're happy? I'm just happy he's back. We can oh. talk about third gear starts again. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder how that's going to go. Hey, n- not to get off subject, but. I was watching the start, and I was, they had a close-up on Porcel, and he shifted twice on the starting line before the gate fell. So he starts in third gear. It's so, not helping. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. But I noticed him shift up well, two times before uh, the gate dropped. Long-ass start, so maybe just for that one he was doing better. Yeah, maybe so. You're maybe you right. Know, seven seconds I timed them from to go all the way down in that start. Massive long start. Yeah, it was cool. Um, KTMPartsExpress.com. You got a KTM? Kiefer once did. The number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. A warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, as well as a selection of KTM power parts and power accessories. Pulpamex 15 saves you, or just to code Pulpamex, I should say, saves you 15% at uh, those guys. They've been in business for over 35 years, and they've got it. Anything you need for your bike on a KTM, KTMPartsExpress.com. And as always, check out sponsor deals on PulpamexShow.com to, to see all the codes that all of our partners have. And, of course, don't forget, you can go out to get the Pulpamex app. Uh, you can listen to uh, 
this show live, and you can also listen to the Moto, Fly Race and Moto 60 show on Thursday live, or you can uh, also listen on the TuneIn app. And Amazon, if you're going to make an Amazon purchase, certainly many of you people have. Go to pulpmex.com, click on the Amazon banner, takes you to Amazon, and then we get a small slice of that, and we can afford to have the Kiefer's keep coming up here and providing us with quality internet radio entertainment. Uh, Raining Yellow, welcome back to the show. What's happening? What's going on, bud? Man, uh, see, I needed to be on the show last week because I needed to be talked down off the ledge. I, I know. You're upset. You were on hold for a long time. We never got to you. You know what? Blame Travis. <laughs> Absolutely. Blame Travis. He's a new guy. I can't. Yeah, blame him. Um, well, look, things will... Look, a dick. Hey, uh, dude, Randy Yellow, it will get better. Yes. It, this is the lowest point for you. It's only going to get better. <laughs> yeah, the, the, sun, the sun rises at the darkest point. Whatever that, whatever that saying is. Yeah. What do you think uh, the timetable is on his return? Mm. Well, how about this? I know someone that they've talked to about filling in over there, and they thought that it, would, it could happen until they found out that James wants to be back at Dallas. Really? Yeah. So I think All that's right. too, I still two think, weeks away. Dude, I still think that's too early. Really? I do. Head injuries, man. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah. he didn't race last week, so that was three weeks from the time he raced, right? That's not enough, bro. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, nobody really knows. Shit. But total yeah. time would what? Would have been six weeks then? When time for Dallas? The well, time he from, had the injury? From the injury from A1? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If, if anything, just do the practice at Dallas and then make a call. Yeah, but know? dude, you can't keep doing that. It's a lot of money for Yosh to send the team and the truck and don't race until you're 100% sure. Now, look, I know, I know James isn't. You know, he's just trying things out or whatever. But eventually, if you're Mike Webb and the Yosh guys, you're saying, like, come on, man. Here's here's what I don't get. Like, okay. can you do a high-level 20 laps at your house and then kind of get a gauge from there? Like, if if you feel, you know, pretty good, like, I'm not getting foggy and, and dizzy, uh-huh. you should be good to go to race. I mean. Well, you would think so, but you would think that's what he did before um, Oakland. That's what know? I would think. So, I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> and then, uh, aside from James, uh Man, what's up, uh, Cooper Webb? Like the thing with Aldridge, like I feel like he's kind of falling apart. Like e- even his demeanor on the podiums well, seems a little well, more. He's not falling he's apart. He's not falling he, apart. He would have won the main had well, he not he, washed out, most likely. Um, here's his deal, I think. But that was that's a dick move when he did Aldridge. It's a dick move. I like yeah. Cooper Webb. Yeah, I want to like Cooper Webb. I think those dudes got some beef, like history. I mean, they what kind of history? That uh, goes back to amateurs, I think. They kind of were similar or close to amateurs. Let it go, bro. Amateur, yeah. amateur beef. Like, let it go. But there's probably things that we don't know about off the track. That sounds like... like that, uh, in the 951 that am- we don't know about. Amateur beef sounds like something like, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, let it go, man. Look, uh, Kiefer, you've raced uh, uh, Supercross. I don't know. I guess they didn't have qualifying times back then, but... No. People get in the way. It happens. Yep. And whatever you got in amateurs, let it go. Well, you know, pro racing is a lot of dick measuring too, right? Well, so yeah, but whatever, man. And you got, and you probably didn't expect that to go down, so it went for the worse. But well, he ended up on the concrete. So good luck, good job by him. Right. You know. But going I back, did, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think he just needs to settle down. You know, he's getting getting excited, and don't worry. You know, don't, it reminds don't. it reminds me of Justin Barsha and Josh Grant when they rode. Right. I'm the best in this class. I'm a badass. I'm too good for this guy, for this class. Beat it, everybody. Get out of my way. Yeah. And I love Cooper yeah. Webb, and I love his attitude, and I hopefully he's not too pissed if he hears something like this, but he's got to knock that off. Because, you know what? He's going to need friends at some point, like friends when he's coming through the pack. 
And I've talked to a lot of guys, uh, and they don't they don't really like him right now. So his bad starts, he's ripping through the pack. Aldridge sees him. Hey, eat a dick, uh, 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 Webb. Hey, uh, Christian Craig sees him. Hey, eat a dick, Osborne. Eat a dick, and he's eating a bunch of dicks. Next thing you know, right. he's on the ground. Right. So don't you know? Well, I, don't eat dicks. I also think too, like when he's behind Christian. I think Christian's in his head a little bit because he knows he's tough to get around, and he's one of the few guys that actually put up a fight for Cooper. I don't know. Well, think about okay. it. Anaheim, it started, right? They had a good battle. It was starting to form, yeah. you know, yeah, again. Yeah. Right. And he's like, here we go again. I really got to find a way around this guy. He was going to F with me, and then I'm going to be third. Was starting to catch up again. So I think he's he's thinking a lot about Christian, how to get around him, and he's making mistakes because he wants to hurry up and get around him quick. Well, whatever, man. Just I, I don't care about any of that. I think he stayed clean with Craig a few weeks ago when they had that great race. Yeah, they had a good race. He's right. the best rider in the class. He's going to need friends. Stop fucking around with guys in practice. He also flipped another dude off in practice. Oh, yeah, I saw that in uh, Anaheim, right? No, 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 in Glendale. Oh, he did? Yeah, another team told me they got him on film flipping another rider off oh, for somebody who got in his way. Like, back it down, bro. You're fast. F you, dude. You're going to win the title, and you're good. So, right. yeah, that's it. Yeah, Before I hang up, I just want to say, though, his racing, the 250, that's been some of the – some of the best racing in a while, watching those guys battle. So yeah, right on. Yeah. That's good. Thanks for running, Al. Appreciate it. All right, let's welcome to the studio. He is uh, the premier French journalist in the sport, LeBigUSA.com. Also uh, does a lot of work down at Exotics Speedway in LA and here in Vegas. LeBig, Stefan, uh, hey, hey. Legrand, how are you? What's up, guys? Sorry I'm late. Uh, no problem. Bonjour, comment ça va? Bonjour, comment ça va et vous? Thanks for coming in. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Hey, I the mean... last time you were here, I think the air conditioning broke. Yes. And you and Berluti were dying. <laughs> it was, that was miserable. I was sweating your balls off. <laughs> Dude, and that guy didn't get that air conditioning done until like 2 in the morning. I remember he was up in our attic. But anyways, thanks for coming by. No problem, guys. Appreciate it. How's, it, how's everything at LeBigUSA.com? Uh, it's getting pretty good. I mean, everything is, is fine. I mean, uh, like you guys, I mean, we like full... Full ahead. I mean, busy every week doing yeah. uh, two races. So yeah. that's exciting. That's, yeah. That's um, cool. And you and your buddy Fred. Uh, yeah. You're gonna. Fred's your guy. You're gonna go to most of the races, and you're gonna. You kind of man things back here. So. Yeah. Exactly. Fred is um, is working with me this year. Yeah. I mean, he's doing a lot of videos and helping. Um, a little bit of his photos as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good guy. He's easy to you know to talk. Um, you know to talk to and stuff. He's, yeah. He's a good good. Um. If your your website's mostly just French, though, right? For, for, for subscribers in France, really, it's, are French people over here, right? Yeah, we can say that ninety nine point nine percent is French. Okay, so we can so, say it's a right. French website. Yeah, well, I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm just trying to say people can go there, but you know, if you're, yeah, you yeah. still can go there, no sure. problem. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm okay with that. Um, and everything's going well. It's a subscription site, so it's all good. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being. Well. Uh, I mean, I get uh, look at the numbers. I mean, with twenty percent. Uh, I mean, um, imp- I mean yeah. more than last year. Yeah, yeah. So you know, good. people are. I mean, it was a good. Se- it's a good season. So yeah. you know, yeah. there's a lot of people behind the the green, and they wanna. Uh, they want to make. I mean, these French guys. They want to make sure that they yeah. know what's going on. Well, that gets me right into our first thing. Let's let's do the NFAP question of the day because I I, I can't hold off anymore. I got to ask you about it. So. Okay. Can't hold on. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com. Thomas and the boys down there at NFAB. Anything you need for your Jeep, truck, your SUV. Uh, get some wheels, some gear alloy, and get Jeep, truck, and SUV parts from uh, the folks at, uh, at NFAB. N-Fab.com. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Huge supporter of the JGR team with uh, Pike and Nicoletti right now. And, of course, a big part of Barsha's MXDN effort, too. So N-Fab.com. Email the show if you want a discount on your Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. Um, it's really simple because um, you're French. Yes. And you talk to Christophe Purcell every weekend. Yes, I do. Kiefer doesn't know him. I don't know him. JT barely knows him. No one can really talk to this guy. 
My in-fact question today is, what in the hell is going on with him? What in the hell? He's We've seen him lay down some laps. <laughs> we've seen him ride amazing. It honestly looks in the main events, and you know, he, the, only, the only good start he got was in Oakland or A2? I don't remember. I think Oakland. Oakland. He yeah, got a Oakland. good start yeah. in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, it honestly looks like he has no intention of racing with anyone. What is going on with him? You talk to the guy all the time. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I th- I think uh, you know there's always a mystery be- behind Christophe Poussel. Uh-huh. And uh, basically, uh, what he's, he said, I mean, so far he said, you know what, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on my, I'm gonna be good at the sixth, or seventh round. Yep. And uh, so far, that's where we got we're here. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. here. But uh, he's, he said, okay, I want a, a Supercross title on the East Coast. Yeah, two of them. And two yeah. of them. Yeah. And uh, like Marvin. And this is where European, we're we good at. So he said, oh, let me go to the East round and you see what I'm really capable of. So saying okay. that, I mean, it's kind of weird. You see, like, um, like like you said, I mean, it's kind of okay. It seems like he doesn't want to do anything until we're getting there. He looks around a lot too when he's out there. Like he doesn't want anybody like kind of like ah, you know, like I understand he's been hurt before. He doesn't want to get hurt again. This is just for, and I'm going to give him a bit of a grace period because he hasn't raced Supercross for a number of years. Five years. Still, you still. can't go out and set a top five time or, or better and just do that. I feel like so he's never rode West Coast tracks before. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. I mean, is it an excuse? Is it is it something we can consider that the fact right. that he's not riding as good as we thought he would? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I remember when he was at outdoor, he, he said the same thing. You know, uh, I'm give me a, a few races. Yeah, and last I'm gonna year. Get last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get better. And at the fifth round, I don't remember exactly. How he's just he just killed it. I mean, he didn't last. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, usually, when he says says something, I mean, he's. he's wouldn't it just it. be like that guy to come out at round six or seven? Dude, and it wouldn't surprise <laughs> you, right? I mean, no. would it surprise you if he podiumed no. the next round? Uh, yeah, podium. Yeah. I, honestly, yeah, it wouldn't podium, surprise yeah. me. Like um, this is a running joke in our family. Like we won't be around to see who got qualifying. Yeah. So me and my kid will be like, who who got the fastest qualifier? First thing out of my kid's mouth, yeah. Porcel. Yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. shit. There he well, is. I mean, if he, he can do it during practice, right. you know, getting like, uh, I mean, you, you've seen practice like me. I no, mean, he's, yeah, no, he's, he's going so. around for, you know, five minutes and suddenly, boom, right. he's the, the fastest but qualifier. But here's the thing, when you what watch him. What about he does it during the race? You know, he's, he's running around right, right now. Right. Well, he mean, races, is he good heat races? Yeah. Sometimes, yep, yep, yep. Lately, not so much. But when you watch him in practice, like he only literally, uh, Anaheim 2, out of 11 laps, 13 laps, Two laps, he put in hard. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't help him when he gets to a race. Yeah, you can do one lap really super fast, but I'd like to see more intensity from him. Instead of like, he kind of waits, 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 waits. Okay, I'm going to go one lap, balls out, he, and he's fast as shit, and then, you know. But in meantime, what's his attitude I mean, like after what's, the race? What's, what's his, the qualifying time he's all about? Is it about being the fastest guy on one lap? Well, you certainly want to see dudes just lay down laps. Like, hey, I'm, I'm here, to, I mean business, I'm going to lay down three or four heaters. Hopefully one of them is the best one. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, so. you want to be the fastest. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if you yeah. do 15 or two laps, right? No, but I'm saying that doesn't prepare him for a race situation. I agree with you. Yeah. And that's something right. I talk about with David. He say, hey, I mean, he's, he's the fastest guy, okay, but, I mean, it doesn't help him at all. Yeah. I mean, you need to do as many laps as you can mm-hmm. so to be ready for the main. And I think, he, I mean, David has a good point. Um, what's his attitude like after the race? Is is he depressed? Is he happy? What's his What's he like after the races? No, he's not. He's not depressed at all. Okay. He say He say my uh, my progression. I mean, is I have a gap, and I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. I mean, this is, what what do you want me to say about yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I mean, you cannot be worse than that. So all you can is go up and, mm-hmm. and be better. Right. So, but uh, I'm like you guys. I'm I'm getting impatient. I want to see what's what's right. he's all about. You're, you're this, re- your readers want to see him. This is the whole reason why I like the guy because he's intriguing to me. Because mm-hmm. you you think you have him pegged and then you don't, mm-hmm. and then you watch him ride. It's it's amazing to watch him ride for one. And yeah, absolutely. he just will, like you said, he'll come out and it won't surprise me this you know, this year he'll podium. Do you know what he's phenomenal at? And talking about these qualifying laps, well, I've watched him. I watch him now and I've been watching him. He shortens the track up like no other, man. His pivot points, his acceleration yeah. points are different from everybody else to shorten the track up. Yeah. To, well, kind of like when Marvin passed Chad. Same thing. He just rolled the inside, kind of yeah, just yeah. slowly pushed right. him out, and then right. that was it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But to answer your question, maybe more details. I mean, when I talk to him at the race, he's not—he's not like super happy. He's oh, ooh, I did great, mm-hmm. and ooh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, he's, he's about frustrating about knowing that he has the speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can do the distance, but he didn't—he didn't put everything together yet. Right. And right. I think the fact that uh, going to the East Coast with the, those tracks he loved the most is going to help him a lot. Yeah, when it gets ready and soft where you have to slow down and it's not so fast, it's a little bit more tech, yeah. that's where he's going to kill it. Um, when you try to get him on the show tonight, did he tell you to F off? No. Uh, he, he doesn't he, like me. No, he told me to F, F you. Oh. Not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a fan. No, he's I not told, a fan. No, I, I mean, you. we, we exchanged some, some, some <laughs> texts and I said, what's going on with, you know, with Steve? He said, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. When I was writing good, he, you know, he was not doing, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. one time his agent accused me of being anti, anti Frenchman, anti foreigners. <laughs> and I was like. I'm from Canada. Yeah. Like, I don't care who wins the Doesn't title. Doesn't count. There's no Canadian racing against the, like, <laughs> the, when Canard was dicing. Does with Marvin him. like you? Marvin Marv, likes you. Yeah. Marvin's, yeah. Who, right. who doesn't Marvin love? Yeah, actually, yeah. Marvin wanted to be on the show, but yeah, uh, it was too late. I, yeah, it was too late. But yeah. um, we'll get Marvin on. I yeah. love Marvin. Oh, that would have been, been, well, been good for me. Yeah, we, do we need to get Marvin on? With Is that okay if he's there? Uh, we, yeah. had, we had Anaheim Crying Gate with Marvin and Kiefer. Okay, what's, so, what's it all about? Well, you you heard the question and yeah, everything. Yeah. So, Mar- yeah, yeah. you think Marvin would be cool with him? Yeah. Yeah, I think so because I apologize. I went up to he knows the drill. So. Yeah, but Marvin's wife didn't really accept the apology that well, much. Well, I understand it. Right. It's all yeah. good. Uh-huh. I think it's in the past now. Like they kind of know so. where I'm coming from. All right. Were, yeah, you, uh, were you mad at Kiefer for asking that question? Uh, no, I, I was mad about it was about the timing not being right. Yeah, but, that's fine. I mean, it could be it could be you or anything anybody else. Right. I mean, I think the timing was not right, but. I mean, I've been a journalist for like all my life, and mm-hmm. I, I think I could have been me as well with somebody else. Right. I mean, yeah, see, it's fine. I mean, I mean, right, it's difficult get... for me. I'm, right. I'm close to Mika. I'm close right. to Marvin. Right. right. And uh, you know, when I was in the nation, I was supposed to go to the nation, and I didn't go because I, I, I've been to the hospital the day before. Yeah, yeah. And that that um, that couple of hours I spent with Mika in the hospital just moved me so so bad that yeah. I say, you know what? You don't go. Fuck it. I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see all those people smiling and I, I miss something I am I'm sure. I mean that was a great right. victory over there, but I, I mean you see somebody, you know You see some yeah, you know. face to face that impacts you differently. Yeah. Um yeah. all right, let's get into Tyson wants to talk about Purcell. Tyson, what's going on? What's your comment about Christoph? Hey uh hey guys, uh big always good to hear you on the Thank you. Show, but and I'd love to hear you, but I gotta call you out on something. All right, Purcell okay. raced 
Purcell raced the West Coast. He raced it back in 2007, and I believe what? won two races. Yeah, two races. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix yeah. So, and I mean, uh, Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did pretty well. Yeah, he won. I mean, I, I, I you're right. It, it was, but it was eight, eight years ago, and I mean, was it eight? Wait, I'm not doing the math. Six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it was no, eight years ago. Oh, seven. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. You know, um, yeah, he has a bit, but that's a long time ago. So. It is. It is. Hey, uh, another quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Reed posted a couple of, of his helmets that he was wanting to wear. And I guess my question is, looking back, like during the McGrath days, there'd be a lot of custom helmets. And these days, you don't really see that. Is it because the manufacturers push so hard that they want to have? That's exactly like, it. Yep. They have their own paint schemes. They don't really want to the ride. They want to sell that, you know, paint scheme. They allow the yeah. riders to touch it up a little bit. But really, yeah, you're right. The days of cool custom helmets are... Are long gone now. Well, they customize like they put football helmets and stuff together. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, as far yeah. as every, you know, as long as like you know that red dot right. up there or that reed over there, you know, they just don't do it anymore. So, kind of unfortunate. But uh, all right, thanks, Tyson. Appreciate it. Hey, have a great night, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it, uh, Matt. You want to talk about Craig and Webb again, huh? Matt. Hi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's uh, up? What do you want to talk about? Uh, quick question. So now I know that kind of running into this before Webb was obviously a lot faster than Craig and all that stuff, but uh, I'm a huge Craig fan. I was stoked to see him get the win. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering, do you think now that he got the win, do you think that gives him enough like extra confidence to actually be able to beat Webb straight up at all? Maybe. These racers are, are whack jobs and weirdos, <laughs> and Kiefer, right? I mean, yeah. that's a huge thing. No, once you win one, deal. then you're, I mean, no matter if, no matter what the lap times say, you believe it. So, you actually, in your mind, be like, well, Webb's human, so I can beat him, you know? And and like I said, he's already battling with Webb anyway, so he already knows he can ride that speed. So I, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if he he won another one. But I, mean, I think Cooper's going to be fired up enough to to handle his business. The previous caller, yeah. had, the previous caller had a point. Look, Webb's bike is broke when he's had the lead. He's ended up on the ground in practice right. with Aldridge due to his own deal. He ate shit in the whoops. Right. Now he washed his front end out in the main event while he was going for the lead. Yeah. Like all that stuff does kind of if you have a shield around Cooper Webb of his invincibility, it. It, it has some chinks in it. Yeah, but I don't like these questions that they ask him at the end. Like, what you know, what happened out there, you know, or what's wrong? And, and the kid's winning, right? He just crashed. Shit happens. He right, crashed. It's right, dirt bikes. Right. Yeah. It's like he's still a badass dude. He's still the top guy in the class. So mm-hmm. it, he'll he'll pull through. He'll be fine. He's he actually made up points this week, so he's tied. So that's not yeah, a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, tied with Joey Savachi. Yeah. So, so. all right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. 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 Okay. Uh, I got uh, one more quick question. If that's cool. Mm, okay. Sure. All right. Um. I don't know if there's any talk about him Webb racing 450 East at all, but do you think it would be a good move if he did just kind of stay mm. in the in the loop of Supercross? Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fine. You can get hurt practicing just like you can get hurt at the races. I don't think it'll happen, though, to be honest. I haven't heard anything. I think yeah. that, that'd be fine with me. Like, um, you know, Will Hahn did it when he was leading the series, right, or real close to it. He, he rode a Geico or a Honda bike on the on the other coast. I think he would. I think he would have went 450 East if he was winning out right now and he had a lead. I nice think lead, he probably yeah. would have did it, but yeah. now he's kind of effed and tied and close. I don't think they'll put him over there. Yeah, well, it'd be yeah. interesting though. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thank you. Awesome, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Great, no problem. Thank you. Lots to come up here on the uh, Pulpamex Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Use the code uh, Pulpamex10. Change people. Pulpamex10 when you're checking out at um, BTOSports.com. LeBig yes. from LeBigUSA.com and Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider Magazine in studio with us here. And uh, by, by the way, the, uh, the Porcel question that uh, LeBig has answered, that is the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. 
proud, proud sponsor of uh, JGR team. Anything you need for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, they got it. Kenny Roxon's coming up, coming off his first win. He's coming up right away on the yep. show. So looking forward to talking to him. That was an interesting main event. Like Roxon got out front. Tomac was coming, got it to within two seconds, under two seconds. Then Kenny pulled back out, and then Dunge came in, and Dunge got it. I mean, a little bit of that last lap cruising mentality, but still, Dunge made us some time on him too. So if you're Kenny, like you never really got to relax, because you, you know how these guys are. They're all marking each other. Right. So I uh, race and yeah, I could tell. There was a 180 from the the where there was like the we were coming out of the stadium, and they came back. You could always see him looking over and see yeah. where Dungey was. Do you think this? Um, Again, talking about the confidence thing, would you be would you should be surprised if Web or Roxon grabs another win this weekend or No. I, I mean, mean here's the deal. Dungey gets a mid pack start, you get that four or five second gap, you get to go. Mm-hmm. That's the key thing right there. Roxon got to go. And Dungey was trying to pick his way through and the track was good, but there was still not a whole lot of passing opportunities, you know. There was a couple of spots, obviously the whoops yeah. and that one eighty after that after the whoops after the rhythm Mm -hmm. and then uh otherwise it was kind of hard to pass i like the track though going outside the stadium yeah that was cool i made it lap times it was cool that was pretty cool and anaheim too i love that track i've gone on about that track i think it's been it's been a good year so far for these guys in the tracks right and i like it it's longer lap times it makes longer mains yeah shit the heat races felt long so i was surprised that the the dudes didn't come in and uh coming out coming back into the stadium that they weren't kind of, I don't know, maybe even quadding that coming in. Dude, it was a couple a steep, guys almost did. <laughs> it was a steep kicker. Yeah. But still, like, I'm like, ah, they're hauling ass. Stu would have did it. Ah, oh, Stu would have did it. <laughs> Stu would have aired it Hey, out. what was up with Chad? What his bike um, situation? How happened? Was he, his bike effed up in the heat? Yeah, he said, uh, he told me, he didn't tell me what. He said they're not exactly sure, but they're working on it. And then he had a small, like, clutch problem in the main. Okay. I kind of held him back. He wasn't making excuses. It wasn't like he was like, oh, God, I would have won. He's never that good at Phoenix. I mean, he's got podiums there, but he's never won. 14 years now yeah, or something. Old, yeah. yeah, 14 years. So, a little problem with the, with the Yamaha. I know that hurts you, Kiefer, personally. A little really bit, yeah, you, but He stings. <laughs> but he had a little bit of an issue with the Yamaha, uh, with the clutch, and I think they're working on that. Speaking of clutches, too, like, Roxon got some crappy starts to start the year. They played with his uh, clutch arm ratio, release point, and it uh, looks like he's on point now, speaking of points. So, his starts have been better the last two weeks. It looks like he's running a stock lever looking like team. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Um, all right, coming up with uh, with Kenny Roxon on the show here. More Christian Craig. Um, I was thinking Craig could be our gear alloy cold call. We just cold call somebody every week. Okay. I was thinking Craig would be a good one, right? Yeah. Let's do and it. he won and Let's everything. Let's do it. We can call Jagger. See if Jagger's around. He's too busy, dude. He's probably too busy. Yeah, he's slammed. He's got more followers than me. He Kid probably does. He oh, probably yeah. does. Yeah, it's retarded. Does Crazy. he? Does yeah. he? Have you looked? No, but I, I'm probably 99% sure that I'm sure he does. Instagram or Twitter? Uh, let's do Instagram. All right, hold on. This is depressing if it's true. No, it is because... Okay, 23,000. Are you kidding me? No, that's more than me, too. Are you... Is that serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, man. A baby's got 23,000 followers. Wow. I'm going to start with... We got to step our game up. I've got... Oh, how many do I have? I've got 20.8. How many little big USA have? I have 14. Well, we're all getting killed by a baby. Yeah, baby's beating all the media. I can't it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where we're at right now. Um, let's get uh, let's get Roxon on the show, Trav, if you can. And uh, hey, Han did good too. Just a shout out, top ten again. That's nice. He seems like he's riding better too. Got the hump on. Yeah, RV hump. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's pretty good for him. Right? Yeah. Um, 
You heard, that, like, you heard the show last week? RV, yeah, I was listening to it. RV is so insistent on that. Um, he sent a text uh, during the – during the I think the – maybe the heat race? I don't know. Said pinch your it butt said, cheeks uh, or some shit? Will just got the whole shot with the bump seat. I said, it's like RV actually knows something. He goes, 100%, I'm way smarter than you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> Typical rider, right? I'm way smarter than you guys think. Um, that could be placebo effect too, man. RV tells you anything and you do it and you just have confidence did, anyway. Did you, did you like a seat hump? Did you, were they around I when tried you were? Yeah, yeah. I did not like it because I always, you know, I know it's purpose, but every time I sat down there, it was right, right in my ass. Yeah. So I would force myself upwards, yeah. but I still feel like it wasn't the right positioning. Yeah, who wants something up their ass like a seat bump? I feel like they're not as popular as they used to be. Like when I was a mechanic, there were some big steps and everyone had them and it was like, we got to have a seat hump. And I feel like guys but are like 50-50. Dungy's seat, his, what, how do you say it? Cella Della, what, yeah. that seat, yeah. it's the gnarliest thing on my ass I've ever felt in my life. One day on that seat, I'm spackling bag bomb up in there because it's chafed as yeah. shit. I don't know right. how they do it. Fantastic. Hot Cams Unleash the Power Within, hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type out the discount code HOTCAMS2016. 30% off all Pulp listeners, the leader in design and development of high-performance camshafts. Kiefer runs cam. He Kiefer runs camshafts all the time, and he loves Hot Cams. He's a proud supporter of the show. They welcome our, our next guest on. He's the winner at the Glendale slash Phoenix Supercross, taking his first win of the year, moving into second in the points. He's the German champion. What's up, Kenny Roxon? How are you? What's up, ladies? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Not much. I'm just hanging out at the moment. Where do you stand on seat bumps? We had RV on the show last week, and RV said he's a big believer in putting a hump in your seat, to, especially for Will Hahn, to help him keep forward. Where do you stand on those? Um, yeah, I used to run those, but I think right now on my seat, I have so I have the seat cover, and it has like additional, like just a little bit of material up top, like extra stitching, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But general, not a bad idea. You know, some people put a hump. Like I said, other people have that little bit of extra traction up top. Yep. Um, I think in general, not a bad idea. Hey, the win in Glendale, you uh, you led a lot of laps, took your first win of the year, but we were talking earlier. First, you had Tomac closing in on you a little bit, and then once you broke free from him, Dunge was coming, and you were. I, mean, I imagine you were marking both guys, and you really couldn't relax, could you? No, I mean I'm you know I'm trying to go the the whole time. Um, you know the fitness level at the moment with all the guys um, is you know top notch. So there's really no rest. You know right. I mean you wanna you wanna uh, you know there has to be a good in between. Obviously you don't you don't want to push too much and then you know grenade yourself or whatever. And especially with those kind of whoops, you gotta really you really have to focus. You know because you can throw it away pretty quick in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was typical. Even though it was a new stadium, it was typical Phoenix dirt, wasn't it? it kind of ended up being the same. Exactly. Way. Yeah. That's exa- exactly what I thought. Actually, you know, the stadium, everything around was rad. I thought it was mm-hmm. way cool. And you know, the other stadium with the parking, it was a little bit of a pain because you were kind of under a bridge and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the new stadium, I mean, I thought it was badass. Like I said, the, yeah. the dirt was typical Phoenix. Absolutely, it was weird. Um, you know, with it, the track being so fast. I felt like I was in between gears sometimes a little bit, you know. I have to shift more than normally. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Hey, we were talking about um, – I, I know when walking the track, the, the jump coming into the stadium, it was pretty steep and pretty uh, pretty it was. shot you up. But, man, some dudes almost quadded that thing, man. Like, it was gnarly. Well, well if, you just, if you just go off distance and with how much speed you came in, for sure you could have. I mean, it wouldn't have done you any good because you would have had the single and then jump the triple. Right, right. But um, 
It is true. I thought actually the same thing. You look at the first jump, it was kind of short, steep, a little sketchy. And when I looked at it when we did track walk, because you come from it being really bright outside into the into the mm-hmm. darkness, basically, and you couldn't really see the takeoff. You kind of just had to go for it. And I actually leaned back quite a bit because I thought it was going to kick a little. Right. Hot Cam's uh, bringing you Kenny Roxon on the uh, on the show. So, uh, Soaring Eagle, uh, Jimmy John's RCH rider, Suzuki rider on the show right now. Hotcamsinc.com. The... Um, the uh, uh, the the start. Yeah, I kind of missed you after the race. You didn't come by. Were bro, you even there? Bro, oh, yeah, you there. <laughs> I, I was there, and I went to go. I don't understand. Where'd you? Why'd you end up packing up so quick? I don't understand. How happened? You guys I won. Didn't, I didn't. I mean, honestly, I was a long time even down by the podium because uh. there was so much going on with that, and I walked up and. I um, interact a little bit with the fans, and then I said, well, I, I wanted to get out of the wet clothes because, you know, it's not yeah. necessarily good to be out in the cold and right. have wet gear on and stuff. And then um, I came out again and, and went to the team real quick. I don't no, know. Steve. I don't know, bro, I was because kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of sad. I don't, yeah, I'm sure you're sad because you always give me shit about how late I go up and ask you <laughs> yeah, questions. Yeah, you're, you're always the last person. But I, I, was, I thought I was the last. Jeez, you're the last before me? Yeah, yeah, I Damn guess it. I am. Um, well, you know, Weimer's my number one rider right now. He's running a Pulp Mech sticker on his helmet. I've, we're doing a cash for a sticker a deal. So I wanted to go by to check on my number one rider and then hopefully talk to Kenny. And, dude, it was a ghost town. It just no one was there. You got to go party, dude. He won. He's out. Marvin wasn't. Marvin. <laughs> we went out and we went big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Marvin was out. Dunge was out. The Oldenburg was still out. And I looked over and it was a shutdown rig, bro. I guess Pink Pink was there and so everybody just had a split. I don't know. So, um, Yeah, sad. No, hey, listen. Um, this is the. Uh, you, this is your first win of the year. And mm. I've, I've talked to you almost every week. I, if I don't talk to you, I listen to your interviews or I read your interviews. You're you're always a real positive guy. You you look on the bright side of things, but you know as well as I do that you know you're paid to win this races and win this title and everything else. Has it been tough? Like does the win in Glendale take a load off your shoulders a little bit? Because you're like, okay, it, fine, you know, I, I can do it, which you knew you could, but just getting that first one. It did, and you know, it's been so long since I've won a Supercross mm-hmm. that getting that win, it. It, it's just, it's so good to get a little taste of it, and it honestly wants to, like, I want it so much even more now, you know what I mean? Just because I had that taste and I felt how good it felt, and it makes me so much more motivated. I have a total different mindset and just, you know, a lot more right. confidence, but in, in a good way, you know. I, like I said, I'm still, I, w- I want to win really, really bad, and I'm enjoying everything at the mm-hmm. moment so much that, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm on top of the world just because you know everything is everything's so great at the moment and I'm mm-hmm. working really hard but I have, I have fun doing it and I want to do it you know right right so yeah. uh, it was just, it was so great to get that win because it makes me want it even more especially next weekend and just trying to go on a roll and and keep getting good results and especially winning it's funny because LeBig, you in, you interview these guys just like I do for years James RV Dungey. I got to see you interview those guys after a race when they lose and like, there's not a lot there. They're pissed. And again, I don't, I don't think this says anything on your character. Kenny. you want to win just as bad as those dudes, but you always strike me even in losses where you're like, Hey, I tried hard. We'll get them next week. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen you pissed after a loss. Like, I like that. You have a good attitude, but you know, it, 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 it well, is a little different sometimes. Well, you know, I've said it in an interview before. I don't know if you've caught it anywhere, but I am, I'm not really too, how can I say, the, the the position is one thing, but if things go sideways, for example, like Anaheim won mm-hmm. or whatever, 
you go down and it doesn't even always have to be your fault or whatnot. I'm, I want to ride good, you know, for right. myself. If I, if I, in the end of the day, got a third, but that was the best we did, we could do, and, and, and I know in my head that I've tried everything I could and I was riding really good and this and that, man, that's a, that's a good thing, you know. First mm-hmm. of all, we're leaving there healthy. Yeah. And the other thing is sometimes it's, it doesn't always have to be your fault and something goes wrong and you still made the best out of it because that's what makes a champion in my eye. Right. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, it's good to have positivity, but... Um... Did your start technique change at all for the long straight? Did you start in a different gear, or is it all the same? No, it's all the same. I just, I mean, depends on your gearing, obviously, but I, I, I believe, I'm not actually 100% sure, but I think I shifted twice. Right. Hmm. I had to shift twice. I was asking Oscar. And I was, to third from third to fourth. I was asking Oscar when I was there in Anaheim about your, your front brake. Your, your rotor looks larger than anyone else's I've ever seen in the pits. I ride my front brake really stiff, like... <laughs> I mean, there's there's nothing like you touch it or you look at it, it basically breaks. <laughs> it just looks like a road racing rotor, like it's I huge. use my yeah. I use my front brake. I mean, I'm sure everybody does, but I use my front brake a lot or pretty hard. Yeah, um, yeah, and then your starts. Well, I've talked to you a few times. Your starts were off the last few weeks. You made. I talked to uh, Roadblock Kyle, your manager. You guys made some clutch arm changes and some ratio changes, and it's working better, right? Whatever you guys did, your starts are now much better. It is, yeah, 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 totally. We we did that, like I said, that clutch change, and it just gave me a little bit of a, a little bit of a stronger feel and a little bit less. What I really like, because before I rode a, a stock one, well, it was still a Henson clutch, but I rode the stock lever and right. the stock perch and everything. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and it, and it it makes the clutch point just a little bigger. You know what I right. mean? You yep. don't have as sharp of a point because yep. I really like the feel of it on the track. But for right. start, it just seemed like it wasn't it wasn't ideal. So now I feel like I have a little bit of an in between compared to what I raced with mm-hmm. last year and what I the stock one that I had on. So it definitely has more of a of a stronger point, smaller feeling kind of thing. Right. And um, uh, that that ended up being a lot better for me. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for uh, Glendale. Uh, Supercross winner, world champion, national champion, Supercross champion, Kenny Roxon. Give us a call. Brought to you by HotCamsInc.com. How much when you're training with Blake Savage, how much does he talk about the Canadian Nationals and how he dominated them at times? Honestly, honestly not at all. Oh, dude. He doesn't want to say shit around Kenny. There's no way. I was thinking he was going to try to get Kenny to race him. Come up to Canada. (laughs) Come up to Canada and race. What he it, rode a lot. He doesn't. He doesn't ride anymore at the moment. Honestly. <laughs> what? Is, so what is exactly does Blake do for you? Like as far as I know, he goes on bicycle rides and does that. But what is his exactly daily like duties to do stuff with you? Um, I mean, we're we're honestly like brothers. We we bump heads. We laugh together. We got everything going on here. You know. Um, we well basically I have him with me because he is my training partner. We went together and did our boot camp together. Got him stronger. Obviously, the first the first in the beginning we were like, oh okay, I wanted somebody that trains with me because um, that makes a lot. You know, you don't want to be if you're right. by yourself. Like it's just not it's just not you don't want to do that. Right. And then we were like, man, you're gonna get really strong, you know, and you might as well try to race, but. It did end up not happening just because it's a little bit too much of a hassle and this and that, and it's just. Just the bits and pieces, it, was, it just didn't really get, come together. Mm-hmm. But I, I had him with me from the beginning on just to, to train with me pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. we, we wake up in the morning together. Uh, we start really early. We do our, uh, our warm-up routine and this and that. We do all that stuff together. Um, and uh, then he, you know, believe it or not, but it helps if he makes breakfast in the morning and this and that because 
piece done a little bit earlier because I have a little bit of extra stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I usually pack my stuff and, and then we eat breakfast and then we go out to the track and just the gym, all that stuff, that whole routine. It's just way better if you have another person to do it with, you know. Uh, Chad's Chad said he's happy that you've got his old trainer. I don't know if you heard about that. And that's Chad being Chad. We're both friends with him, but uh, he got some people talking with that comment, of course, on our show a few yeah. weeks ago. Good old Chad. You know know him. We all know him. Just throwing a little dig in there. Hey, talking about Oscar, uh, I've known Oscar for a long time, too. And not only, like, obviously, look, I was a mechanic, but it really is, you know, you're changing parts. You're not involved in the motorcycle that much, except a guy like Oscar knows uh, suspension inside and out from years and even before he came over to uh, to America. That's got to be really handy to have a guy like that. And, of course, Kaipo's there, too. But to have Oscar in your corner, um, that's got to be great. He's a freaking man, man. Bottom line, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't have enough good words to to say about him, you know, because it's just we, we're such a good team together, and and he he knows so much about the bike, and there's so many new ideas that he gave us, and it's just it's a big, big, big confidence booster for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's Weimer? How's how's it having Weimer? Of course, tickles out right now with injury. How's it having Jake around? Awesome, awesome. I mean, I've known Jake for quite a while now. We have always been cool together, and he's a super, uh, super, super nice dude. So mm-hmm. I'm pumped to have him around. You know, I think yep. he's, a, he's a great dude to be around, and and super mellow and and cool. So there's absolutely no complaints at all. Obviously, I mean, I love Brock too. He's a great, yeah. and they're really good friends. So I feel like we have a really cool group going right now. Yeah, I was like an Instagram following those guys. Like Brock's out with Jake filming and things yeah, like that. Like, like yeah. he's, you've got my bike and let me help you, That's Jake. Cool. It's it's cool. You just don't see that yeah. very much. Yeah. I mean, they're. I think they're even like best friends. They're they're really really close and. Obviously, I'm really close with with Brock, and mm-hmm. like I said, we just have a cool crew going at the moment, and it's just a lot of fun. Plus, I think it's a great opportunity for Jake. I'm happy for him. Sure. Do you guys watch video together, or how much do you talk about bike setup and watch video, or does that does that happen? Um, yeah, we actually after the practices and stuff, we you know we'll hang out together for a bit and just you know basically. Mm-hmm. let's say have our complaints and have our good things and and you know just talk about the track in general right. and how he feels in that part and this and that just to just to compare and you know obviously even maybe even helping each other you know i think it's important just to to if your teammates and stuff to to talk to each other and, and stuff sure. so uh it's 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 great yeah i think we, it... don't wa- we don't watch video together because obviously i have my bus and right. my bus driver so and he's filming me so I usually watch all that stuff in my motorhome. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit more, how can I say? Yeah, easier. He, he films yeah. me, and I can tell him exactly who I want and this and that. Right. So we got, we got a good program going. I thought it was super cool. I, I looked at your social media and that you went and visited that kid in the hospital that got broke off. And, uh, you know, I know that you know what you're doing is really cool, but, you know, the impact that you have on that kid, that kid's going to remember that for so many years, dude. And he's going to grow up wanting to be just like you. And, and it's such a, it's a cool thing that, that you do those things because you're actually changing people's lives when they do that because, you, you know, they well, look up to you so much. It's fun for me. Like I, I, it's, you know, it's so much fun to me to make those people happy. It was cool. You know, for a lot of people, I think it's more of a little bit of a pain and some extra work and this and that. I, I enjoyed it a lot because, you know, like you said, it, it doesn't happen very often. And, and, and especially when they tell you that, you know, I'm his favorite rider. He has nine, number 94. And so we went up there and it was just because he was so literally like couldn't talk because he was so shocked. And then <laughs> obviously there were a couple of tears involved and then the whole family, you know, 
and this it was it was just a rad feeling. We were we hung out there actually for quite a bit and talked to the family and and this and that. So I think I, it was it was just super fun. I didn't have a signing anyway, so. Hey, what else am I going to do? So we decided <laughs> to just stop by there and, and make somebody happy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, Kenny, that's something I'm curious about. I mean, uh, being from Germany, I mean, do you, do you meet some, some fans or they don't even know that you're from Germany? I, um, you know, after all those, it's kind of, I don't, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I think there's some other fans or let's say newer fans that might not even know. Yeah. But, For sure. After being here for four years, I mean, I'm the. I mean, I think a lot of people know that I'm from Germany, but I think the newer fans that just now get, you know, I feel like our sport grows pretty good and we grow pretty good um, in social media and this and that. So I think some of the newer fans they might not even know. I honestly don't know. It's funny though. Like I, I've seen this uh, as a foreigner, even though I'm can Canadian, I'm still foreigner. I feel like American fans. Like, they want American riders to win. And for a lot, a lot of guys get flack from fans. I mean, not everybody. I'm speaking in generalities. I can honestly say I've never heard anybody tell Kenny on a social media or my Twitter, Twitter like, like, get out of here, you Euro. You know, like, people, people are just like, I think everybody's like, yeah, Kenny's cool. You wouldn't even know. Like, listen to him talk. You What? wouldn't even know he's from Germany. But don't you feel like fans want Americans to win? But when it comes to Roxanne, they're, like, totally fine with it? I think it's not as bad as it used to be. In the 80s and 90s, yeah, it yeah, was pretty bad. Yeah. Now I think it's more. It, wasn't it Pacheco? Not, not talking any smack and, and with you there, LeBig, but I feel like it was always the Frenchies. <laughs> was it? No, it kind of, he's right. It kind of was yeah. only the French kind of yeah. guys. You're yeah. right about that. JMB, JMB, Cobra, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorby. Sorby. Pichon. Yeah. People yeah. booed Pichon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I that. mean, honestly, it might have just been all different kinds of um, personalities that came over. And plus, it was there was more French people coming over than any other, as far as yep. I know. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I just see, I feel like you had a, a lot of different characters. From, obviously, they were all from France, but they were all, you know, yet Sorby, and mm -hmm. they were all different different directions, you know? But I think the language barrier was stronger for yeah. French people. I yeah. mean, I mean, obviously, when you came, you know, to the U.S., Kenny, I mean, your English was good enough, to, so yeah. you'd have that strong accent that and, and, French people do. And everybody loves Marvin. Like, when Marvin's battling Bogle, I don't, exactly. feel like, I don't think yeah. anybody was like, oh, screw Marvin, I, yeah. want, I want the American to win. Right. Yeah, I you mean, know? how can you hate the guy, you know? Right, I mean, he's right. such a, that's a nice, <laughs> nice dude. Yeah. Um, Kenny, uh, with Watson's role, you know, he's not as involved in the team, but tell me you still get to talk see watson act up during the day and do some goofy things our old co-host oh, sure okay All every right. weekend <laughs> what's been what's been what's been the funniest thing he's done has there been something that stands out that watson has done or said to you mm, i don't know it's just his general acting honestly it's <laughs> just general attitude <laughs> you know i could be i could be riding by with the motorcycle going to practice and there's a you know a crap ton of fans and he'll be talking and then all of a sudden he'll stop And he'll be like, all right, Kenny, or Roxanne, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just be yelling from the back there and this and that. You know, it's just the usual thing. I, uh, this weekend he was like, I want to thank Feld Entertainment for my job. Thank you, Feld, for my job. <laughs> just so sarcastic. <laughs> I'm just going, oh, man. Uh, mm. All right, Roxanne, we'll let you go here on the Pulp Mech Show. But one last question. You're a huge free agent. Your contract is up. Uh, everybody I talk to is like, Yeah, man, Roxon's got to get signed first before anything happens, and I don't know who I'm talking to. When, obviously, we don't want you to, to you know, you're not going to explain too much to us, but when do you hope to have a deal done for 2017 and beyond, and where are you going to go? Like, what are talks going on now? Uh, and, and do you hope to have something announced at some point before Supercross ends? 
Um, I'd say, on, you know what, that's honestly kind of like out of my hand. I'm really just doing my job and I'm talking to my agent mm-hmm. what the plan is and, right. and this and that. I honestly have seriously no idea. I would say, what is the usual time? Like, is wow, it for, around for, Vegas? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. For a dude like you, it's for sure Vegas, if not earlier. Um, well, if you, you know, re-sign with RCH, you're going to be on the same bike next year, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're not changing that shit until 2018. Well, they might put a black fender on it. They might put a black fender on it. But <laughs> Kenny likes it, though. It obviously works for him. Yeah, yeah you're, you're holding up everybody else, bro. So let's get that done so we can find out where, like, Brayton and Millsaps and that next guy, next group of guys are going. So Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun. I'm, tr- I'm really, really trying not to, mm-hmm. not to worry about anything because, you know, I'm pretty happy where I'm at at the moment. Yep. And that is the thing. And I don't want to put anything else in my head. So I'm just sure. literally enjoying life. I'm enjoying riding my dirt bike and all, all the racing that's going on. So mm-hmm. I could care less what the other stuff's going on. You know, I mean, there's, it's going to come eventually and we'll, we'll all know. Yeah. But right now I'm racing and I'm happy. So it's even like, even like when all your dad thing dropped last summer, like people were like thinking, oh, Kenny's going to be, uh, he's not going to want to talk. He's going to, Kenny's going to be weird, everything else. I remember going to the next race and you were like laughing and joking about it. And, and you were, you were being funny about it and being open and honest about, you know, your dad's interview with that German magazine. Like, again, like, some dudes would run and hide, and right. you're just like, ah, eh, whatever it is, what it is. My dad doesn't speak for me, and you're, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, like it, it's, it's true. It's, I mean, I might, maybe you guys don't know, but all the people that are around me, they know my dad, and honestly, he's a he's a sweetheart. I mean, everybody usually loves him because he's so he's so. I mean, he's German, so he's harsh at one part, <laughs> but the other, he's a complete sweetheart. So, and yeah. honestly, I am the best I've ever been with my dad or my whole family, mm-hmm. and. I think that might just be because we have no, um, we have, like, yeah. obviously, we talk about racing and all kinds of other stuff, and I keep him involved. Right. But other than that, we're just being, we're just being son and dad, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I just, I like the way you handle stuff, man, and everything when it comes to that dad thing or when it comes to silly season or, or even when you lose, like I said, I like the attitude. So, um, well, th- thank you. Yeah. You know, for things like that, obviously, there was, there was big stuff going on when that all happened, but yeah. he's always going to be my dad, and I'll always love him, and he'll always love me. So we bump, we used to bump heads a lot. I mean, you got to imagine a 21 or let's say a 20 year old. The problem is, that I went from, if I would have been in Europe, I would I had my house since I was 14 over there. It's on the same property, but I had my own house. Yeah, I yeah. sometimes didn't even see him all day. So everything is a lot cooler and this and that. So he comes over to the U.S., lives in the house. Yep. Imagine being together with your dad 24-7, 365. <laughs> right. You yeah, know what I mean? So exactly. we bump heads and this and that. And, and then yeah. sometimes he gets lost in being a trainer and being my dad. I can't just get him an apartment, be like, here, dad, go in the apartment. I don't want to see you. <laughs> That's not the way to go. So it was a really unique and difficult situation just to figure that out. And I'm not the best talker, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not the kind of guy that sits my dad down and be like, hey, we got to fix something, you know? Yeah, I kind of yeah. just walk, run with it, you know? Well, look, RV had problems with his dad. Jake had problems with his dad. It, it's uh, not fun, man. It, dude, it happens to all of you guys, you know? And I don't know if it's, Troy and Ryan have had issues. I know Troy was his practice bike mechanic for a while. But, it, dude, I've seen it. I've been on the circuit since 96, and it happens. It's not even the circuit. Think, it's just life. I mean, yeah, growing up without dirt bikes, it's the same thing. I you mean, butt heads your dad. 
you have you have your kid and you love him with all your heart. You raise him and everything is great. But there is going to be a time, whether you like it or not, where he's going to kind of detach himself a little bit and grow up. You know, it yep. is what it is. Yeah, the yeah. parent might not like to see that, but it is going to happen. It looks like <laughs> it literally happens to every single person. <laughs> it does. You're right. Well, hey, thank you for coming on the Pulp Show. Congrats on the Glendale Supercross win. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you this weekend in San Diego. Hey, and, and it's okay to cuss on your interviews. I kind of like it. Dude. I was scared there for a second. I'm like, holy crap. I, don't, I wasn't sure if I'm allowed to say that. Or oh, no, it's good. Keep it up. I like it. ass, right? Busting ass. Right? Yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah, it was fine. real. I Shit. Mean, it, was, it was meant in a good way, right? Right. Yeah, yeah it's fine. great. It's fine. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Bye. Right. All right, thanks. Kenny Roxon, everybody. Uh, I love the interview. I love, I love the interview. He's just scary. open, dude. I like it. Well, yeah. I know it comes across like I'm kissing his ass, but I'm being serious. Win, lose, dad drama, um, uh, whatever, team drama, the guy's just like, eh. And then when he is frustrated, like when he wasn't doing good in outdoors and stuff, you could see it and he expresses it so you can kind of yeah. feel it with him. Yeah. He's not like, well, this, he's kind of like James. I wish James no, was more yeah. open. J- James, he's just even, R- even RV, and I'm good friends with RV. Right. RV get loses, it's not good. Right. You know, like you, you just can't say, hey, RV, you just won eight in a row. Uh, you're going to lose once in a while. Oh, no, no. Like, you right. know, like I hate myself. I hate my life. I hate my bike. Right. And you're like, bro, calm down. I mean, Ricky was like that. Ricky was the same way. uh, I mean, I've seen Ricky like, I don't know, 10 years ago of just, you know, getting the helmet, you know, being frustrating. I mean, I know know it's what makes them champions, but... I think they're all like that. Right. You have to be. Maybe. If you're a champion, you got to have some of that, right? Uh, Gear Alloy, since introduced in 04, the Gear Alloy brand of wheels have dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of style, styles, and finishes. Style, sizes, and finishes for the enthusiast marketplace. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling. G- truck and SUV, they got a tons of sizes, 16 through 22-inch diameters and uh, different widths. And uh, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a gear alloy wheel style for you. Long-time, long-time supporter of seven-time WMX champion Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. GearAlloy.com. And, of course, they're a big-time sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team. So what you can do is go to NFAB. Outfit your truck with the Jeep truck or SUV with some steps and bumpers and light mounting solutions, then go to Gear Alloy. And uh, we thank those guys at Gear Alloy. This is the Gear Alloy cold call segment. Um, this is where we just cold call a guy. It's been working pretty good, surprisingly. Been working better than I thought it would. Uh, let's do Craig. Let's do Coach Christian Craig. Will you get any music for this anytime soon? Like like Jeopardy music or anything? Uh, maybe Travis. If, if Travis could maybe do something, you know. Because he doesn't do anything already, right? So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> uh, dialing his number right now. Christian Craig, if he's the winner. Cold calling let's, people. Let's see if he picks up. And if Christian Craig doesn't pick up. Um, Jagger. On the gear, I'll call, 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 we'll call Jagger and his 20-something thousand. Hi, yes, is Jagger home, please? <laughs> 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 Trying to get a hold of... Glendale. The problem is, is people don't answer strange numbers anymore. Who answers strange numbers? I don't. Yeah, you think it's a bill collector. Oh, son of a bitch. What did uh, I, I don't did know about pay. a bill collector, but yeah, look, what about a chick? Maybe like some chick calling me. That I guess yeah, I you know. like that? Yeah, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that, so. See if uh That's why you have two phones like me. <laughs> I like it. See if Craig picks up here. Yeah, see what he's doing. Your call has been forwarded uh, to an automated voice messaging Damn it. Alright, well I got a backup guy for Gear Allo right. Call, and then uh, we'll see if it works. And if not, we'll uh do you have a backup for the backup? That was a backup. Uh, Jimmy D. Yeah. Simply, simply because I was going through my phone. Simp- and simply Jimmy. Craig D. Dakotas is after C. Craig. So that's how my theory C-D, was. C.D. Right. I was just scrolling through the phone. Jimmy D., everybody, the Ripper, Geico, Geico Hondas. Let's see if he answers the gear alloy cold call. Jimmy D. Your call. 
of course, dating a, a girl from Manitoba, Jamie. So, yes, Manitoba. Hello? And Jimmy D. Yeah. Uh-oh. This is Mathis. <laughs> What's up? We have a segment on our show now. I'm, I'm sure you listen every week. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Thanks for picking up. Yeah. Yeah, I seen Las Vegas. I figured it was you guys. It's uh, LeBig is in studio and Chris Kiefer. So, um, what's going on? Not much. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for picking up. Um, yeah, no problem. Tough race for you. Uh, got the whole shot uh, in Glendale, and uh, unlike a Jimmy D ride, what uh, what what happened, Jimmy D? Um, honestly, I got I got really sick at a two. It was uh-huh. Friday before, and then I raced through it on Saturday, and I felt. I had symptoms of a sickness, but I didn't feel like it held me back that much. Mm-hmm. And then that next week, I didn't really listen to my body, and I kept training. And I, I think I just pushed my body into somewhere you don't want to go. I just feel like I'm really <laughs> yeah. run down, and I ah, kind of like I just—it's just being a meathead and thinking, oh, "I got to keep training. I got to keep training." <laughs> right, it's right. Just dude, it just runs your body out. And ever since then, that weekend, I just haven't been the same, and I've been fighting a sickness. So yeah, because you had uh, a nice start. It was a nice start to the year for yeah, you. It's yeah. Good. Been good. I've been riding good, and I was strong the first three rounds. You don't just lose fitness in a week. No, no. There's definitely something going on in my body. So I had a little meeting with Doc Bodner, and he set me up with some doctors. And oh, I'm going okay. tomorrow to get some blood work and kind of find out if it's a virus or yeah. or what it is, you know. And that way, I at least have an answer, so I can figure out if I can put my head down and keep working, or I need to rest my body. I'm kind of. See, in limbo right now. I don't know what to do. That's what exercise will do for you, Jimmy D. That's why I don't yeah, do it. I know. That's why I don't yeah, do it. Yeah, it'll it can, run you into the ground. Dude, that's why I stay away from that. I got to be sharp, and I can't have that. You do. So, uh, well, yeah, that kind of sucks. Hey, besides that, the whole shot was sweet, and Craig was yep. right there, too. Uh, so that tells me the Geico bikes are on point. God, they're fast. Yeah, we've been we've been killing the starts this year. We've gotten four out of the five, so. Right. And I've gotten two out of the five, so yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the starts. It's it's been good. The heat race, I wasn't ready for that gate drop. I don't know what the Dude, gate drop wait was a minute. Thinking, that was but. quick. Read, okay, well, read observations this Wednesday because I timed four gate drops. Quick, right? And that none of them were above five were seconds. Five. Yeah, it's supposed to be 5 to 10. It's supposed to be 5 to 10. It was 4.1, 4.3, 4.7, and like 4.8. I'm surprised it's that long. No way that first our heat race was even 4 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, no, I just timed four random races. Yeah, And it was, I wasn't even in my revs in the gate drop. Yeah, I don't know if I timed yours. I just timed four random races in the night. because part of me was like, they're going to red flag this. And then I'm like, nah, I don't think they are. I better get to the Um. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, what's up with that? Like, TV, like, bro, 5 to 10 at least, right? Yeah, they just I, screwed I, guys. I thought so, too. And, dude, I'm always the guy that's ready. Like, I have my biking mm-hmm. gear when, before the board goes sideways, and that one heat race I didn't, and they yeah. dropped the clip. Hey, I thought you were better in the whoops this weekend than you were in Anaheim, too. Did you? And they weren't maybe as nasty or gnarly, but did you do something maybe to, since Anaheim, too? No, to I, okay. I don't know what you were watching. I felt way worse this weekend than really. Too actually felt. I felt good in the whoops in the heat uh, race. I passed Osborne. I passed Martin in the whoops. I, I'm drunk up there. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm drunk and high I, up there, Jimmy. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> you might be. I don't know what you're doing up there in that press box. Ah, I don't know. No, I, I felt yeah. I, okay. I felt good in the whoops lately. I really have. I think Rock's really good at when he came to bike setup. When I first got here, he was just about whoops, whoops, whoops. Like, <laughs> that's right. where you're gonna get it. And, Christian's just Christian in those things. He's crazy. But, like, yeah. even me and Jordan, who usually aren't strong in them, have been pretty strong in them. So, yeah. I, mean, well, I think it's bike setup that's helping a lot and just the confidence of going into whoops and committing. If you back down, then you're not looking too good in those things. Oh, I think you can be a champion in motor, in supercross being tall or short. There's no doubt. There's pros and cons to it both. It doesn't matter. But – 
the one con about being short is whoops. And insane. Craig, you need yeah. some yeah. insane through yeah. there, right? Craig, Craig is it, not. It so. No, uh, definitely. He's definitely not. So. Well, I was going to say you have one more race, and then you got to tough it out to find out. But actually, Dallas is a West round this year, so you got Dallas two more weeks. West. Yeah. I got two more, yeah. yeah. Hey, do you know uh, what your story is after Supercross? Are you still going, or what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, the plan initially was to go up and, and ride from X101 with KT. Uh, and that's that's still the plan for now. You know, the deal with Geico is no matter what, we're not going to do outdoors. It, mm-hmm. it would be like Malcolm did next year if I right. if I continue to keep doing pretty good and I get signed for 2017. So for outdoors, I'm not I'm not going to be riding for them. But I'm not really sure what's going on. If they sign me for next year and yeah, on see. the team, I don't. I just don't know what's going to happen yet. So yes, I'm still okay. I'm up in the air for. Right. for the I still. I think Jimmy's being a bit vague with us. I think Jimmy's being a no, bit vague. No, he'd be straight up if he was. I think he's being a bit vague with us. My sources, <laughs> my sources in Canada uh-huh. tell me that he's not going back there. I heard really? similar things too the other week too. Like, but then, I, but then, I don't know. I've been I've been talking to Kevin and me and him seem like we're going back. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so, well, listen, it's not the first time my sources would be completely out to lunch. But um, yeah. But then I see I see them cheering you on on Twitter and retweeting you and yes. loving you on Twitter. So I'm like, okay, uh, the hot dog the hot dog vendor. The love and, doesn't stop just because he's on different color. I know. Yeah, they did love yeah, Jimmy D. Right. Kevin, t- Kevin uh, Tyler did love himself some Jimmy D. Yes. Love um, this guy right here. So, okay, well, yeah, I hope to see you back up there. It'd be good. Kiefer, you might go back up, but... I'm not going back up. I heard you're getting offers <laughs> from different teams. You're getting different teams. <laughs> I'm not doing shit. I'm just going to root for Jimmy. That's what I want to do. I heard some other teams want you up there. No. To do magazine stuff. For Kiefer? And, yeah. If Jimmy goes, I'll go. <laughs> They're going <Yeah>. for Kiefer. <laughs> They're going for Kiefer. <laughs> Who knew? And why is Cole Thompson riding 250s? That's dumb. Why? What's wrong I, with that? I don't know. Bro, he can win the 450 title. He's paid to win a 450 title. Benoit's gone. KTM needs a 250F guy. That's what they got. That's ridiculous. I'm calling JSR. That's stupid. Um, all right, Jimmy D, thanks for picking up. Oh, wait. Uh, LeBig, oh, uh, LeBig has a question for I you. I have a question. Maybe it's a stupid question, but what what's up with you guys being dressed all the same? I mean, with, with, with Christian. I mean, I look at the photo from the start. And everything is yeah. the same. The boots, the, the, I mean, even the helmet and the Google strap is the same. Well, I hate to break this to you, but that's what Gee, Pro Circuit does, crazy. too. That's what Pro I know, but I mean, my, I'm, I get confused after a few laps. Well, 38 yeah. and 39 yeah. are tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're tough. Yeah. They, they're the same height. They look the same. They do. The right. style is a little different, but wow. they look the same. At least I'm little, so I can, like, all right, there's Jimmy. I can point him yeah. out. <laughs> Christian and Jordan, they, they've actually, if you look, they've been, Jordan's been wearing the yellow uh, A1 Alpine Star boots. Mm-hmm. Christian's been wearing the white to kind of separate it, but yeah, we've tried to run different gear sets, but Alias wants us to look the same. And okay, right. I know my dad hates it. He's like, I don't know. I think you're winning, and then it's Christian. <laughs> See, and you're See, bad. I'm not. You're I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, uh, my my dad hates it. He goes bananas. I can tell Craig and Jimmy apart. I can tell Craig yeah. and Jimmy. Yeah, obviously. Clearly. Yeah, obviously. Sort of, you know. Right. Um. Hey, since you answered the gear alloy cold call, call Eddie Ray and get some gear alloy wheels for your for your trucker van or whatever you got. So. Right. How's Jamie doing? She doing all right? She's doing good. She's making some breakfast. Right, or some breakfast. Some zucchini. zucchini, zucchini, zucchini <laughs> tell, her, tell her the Kiefer said hi. Manitoba zone. All right. Kiefer says hi. Yeah, yeah. Rock, Rock's got me on some new crazy diet. Hey, so talking about the Rock, hey, talking about the Rock, dude, when you have a performance like you did on Saturday, does the oh, Rock dude, even talk to you? Dude. Does he even look at you? Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. He <laughs> doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> you like, even have to say a word, dude. He just like, looks at you. Right. Like, and you're just like, all right, Rock, I got to go. I'm like, Rock, I swear there's something wrong. Give me your test results. I swear, Rock. Yeah. 
<laughs> doesn't even have to look at you, dude. You just. Well, I've been oh. coming by to interview the guys, and you're long gone, bro. Long gone. No, just the last two weekends. And this weekend I was there, but I ended up leaving. Like, I left pretty late this weekend. I was oh, did you? Okay. Um, I was probably in hiding. Well, thanks for picking up the cold call. Appreciate it. Get some gear alloy. Yeah. Gearalloy.com. Thanks, Dakotas. All right. Later, guys. See you, Jimmy. See you, man. Ciao. Bye. Jimmy D, everybody, picking up the gear alloy cold call. Huh, that's, we're actually, uh, right Travis, we're like four for four, I think. Aren't we? If that's what you want to consider four for four. Yeah. Then. Someone picking up. <laughs> He's just talking about a group. Somebody picking up. I mean, yeah. eventually, if you just go through your whole phone, somebody's got to pick up, right? Well, I think well, we, we're going to have a perfect season. Wasn't that the first time we've had? Uh, oh, no, Internet didn't pick up last week, but he but called he, back. He called back. So Is we'll there a maximum? That. Do you have only two on yeah, hand? Yeah, people don't want to hear me dialing right. and, and ringing. Okay. So, so we're going with two. But I'll be two. sure to get right. some music for that wait. It'll be good. Hey, the guy who called about the electric bike for Kiefer, call back after this commercial break. And we will uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that because Kiefer was up there, and I do want to talk to him real quickly. Ben, what's going on? What's happening? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. What's your question? Um, it was I, my question was about um, Cobra, you know, like the little mini cycles, like the sixty fives and fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they have like a partnership with Suzuki or something? Not that I know of. Not uh, that I know of either. Do you know? I don't know. Well. Like, I was on um, a bunch of these amateur kids that are sponsored, like, by a factory Suzuki or something that they say in their bio, they ride, they keep coming off the 85 and going to the 65 Cobra and just keep switching. Well, well, maybe because Cobra's not affiliated with any other manufacturer, and that would just happens to be one of the Suzuki amateur riders, maybe, and that's what they're doing. I have no idea. Yeah, maybe they just, hey, you got to ride something that, yeah. Right. Yeah. If they're double-classing it, maybe right. that's what they're doing. Okay. Sorry, man. I, I don't. I don't know. Great radio. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to tell you. I just got the. I had. I just got my uh, Michelin's put on. There yeah. You, go. you guys gave me a while ago. Okay. And uh, yeah, they, those things are badass. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, feel free to to tag me on uh, any social media, and uh, I'll uh, I'll send it over to the guys at Michelin. They love to hear that kind of stuff. They work good though. Easier Kiefer, mounting, always a good feature. Kiefer ha- Kiefer did a good job with those things, and they work well. And Randy Richardson from Michelin and, and brand new tires, so it's good, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. All right, Matt. What's going on? You got a quick quick, quick tech question? Oh, hey, is this me? Yeah, it's you, man. <laughs> Great stuff, bro. Great stuff. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Commer- what was that? Commercial time on, the, uh, on the show here. <laughs> the the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We'll take this commercial break, and we'll be right back after this with JT, LeBig, Chris Kiefer, and myself, Steve Mathis, and hopefully some goddamn coffee, Pookie. All right, stick around. See you. <laughs> Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. 
I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8-pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Roost MX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. W USA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Intonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. 
Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. website out there thebigusa.com what's up guys chris Kiefer from dirt rider dirt rider magazine dirtrider.com um let's um all let's, right that's chris Kiefer, everybody <laughs> uh that's uh that's chris Kiefer, so all right hey ryan you there ryan you no. there what's up ryan dave yeah what's going on buddy how dave, are you ch- what uh, just just chilling 
Hey, you want to talk about the electric bike with Chris Kiefer? I figured, why not? Let's get you on here because Kiefer was just up there. So, what's your questions yeah. about the yeah. Alta, Alta electric bike? Yeah, look, I just seen his Instagram and he had some um, some videos of that thing ripping. Yep. Um, I'm just wondering how far how far off are those bikes considering like the development of a regular regular bike handling wise. Okay, well, two things. Handling wise, it's uh, it's built off of a Honda uh, frame, so all the the schematics yeah. and the dimensions and everything are for a 2012 CRF. Um, yeah. So foot pegs to the bars, all the rider triangles similar. Um, it has WP suspension, same size, you know, tires and wheels as the 250F. And as far as engine character, when we were developing it, we uh, we based our you know our baseline bike as a YZ 250F. So torque and everything is meant to be around a 250 class size. So okay. when we did start, do you, do you notice? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Um, no, I was saying. Yeah, we... I'm just going to say. Do you do you notice the um, the weight difference with the battery being so low? At, is well, is the actually... weight to the battery similar to what an engine is, or is it R Ryan? That's way why heavier? I, that's why I asked him too, and he actually had some good information on that. What was the question? I'm sorry. Do you notice the weight? The weight of the battery. Okay, so the, yeah, the weight is actually what it's pretty unique. If you see it on paper, it says wow, 249 pounds. You're like, well, that's heavy. Which is yeah. a full tank of gas and a 450. That's similar, right? But what you guys don't know is there's no rotating mass going on, right? Because you don't have the crank and all that stuff. So the, the flickability, the initial lean in the corners, the dropping down out of a blown-out berm, all that stuff feels really light. So you don't get yeah. that weight feeling, that, that inertia that you get on a, on a big four-stroke. So um, the, the whole point of this, with me going up there, was trying to bridge the gap between, let's say, a guy like you that's used to riding a gas-powered machine and then hopping on one of these things, right? You don't want to have to relearn yeah. how to ride. You want to just be able to hop on and, and have fun. So that so, was my job. So you rode a bike that's really close to production. This thing's, this thing's going to be how long? What's the ETA, you think? So right now, I just finished the, you know, the production last bits of testing, and <laughs> they're supposed to start producing them. Well, they already have, but they're supposed to be in dealers end of March. End of March. So they're, they're making their way down to Southern California within a month. And I'm going to ride it yeah. around SoCal tracks just to confirm some things because the tracks up there are not quite like ours in SoCal. So uh, I'll be riding for, you know, a week or so down there, and then they should be, they should be you know, hitting some media outlets, and guys should be riding yeah, here pretty soon. It should be soon. cool. I'm looking forward to it. should be neat. Thanks, for, should, the, thanks, thanks for the call, Ryan. Thank you, man. Yeah, just one other thing, Steve, quickly. Okay. Um, you, need, you need to get on the Swizz core about that X-Brand X tariff segment, awesome segment. But the intro and the outro, the sound levels are killing my ears. I don't know if anyone else noticed nah, that, but they the sound are, levels yeah. on the intro and outro... <laughs> They're super loud. You're absolutely right. And and uh, and Travis Travis should adjust the volume accordingly. Otherwise, we'll start docking pay. No, you're right. Um, Bring Talon. It's only we need Talon back. Hey, it's only been that way for three years. We're working on it. We're we're working on it, man. Exactly. Uh, thank you. Thanks for the call. Appreciate all your work, Steve. You're uh, killing it. Thanks, thank you, man. buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, welcome to the show, JT. What's up? How are you? What's happening, dude? Niche Niche is coming, JT. Like they are closer than ever. It's coming. Uh, yeah. All right. Bring it. What if we What if we create like an electric series? That's that's what I think they should do, because the the, the guys are trying to. Would be, you jump a sixty seven foot triple one of these? I have, not a supercross. That's what I mean. Yeah, full uh, yeah. supercross. Like of course. Whoops. 
I just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't know how to do it right away because it's a little bit different feeling because I just started getting down yeah, rollers, like, yeah, like yeah. big rollers. Right. But, yeah, of course. What are we looking, like LeBig said, how, what are we looking at for retail? Do we know yet? 14 grand. Yeah, it's expensive. It is. That's why it's niche. <laughs> <laughs> it is a niche market. I'm interested in seeing this thing, though. It's cool. Ulta, if you just yeah. if you're just a guy walking by and didn't really know, it looks like a normal gas-powered bike, just without the, the mufflers. <laughs> that should be good. Uh, JT, did you know with the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes that today's racewear must withstand the tremendous forces? It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable? Did you know that? Uh, I had the feeling that I was on to something along those lines. Yeah, Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill those requirements. Evolution 2.0 fe- features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom support, custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Flyracing.com. Fly gear, best out there, bro. When's Fly coming out with LE stuff? Uh, you might see some of that this weekend. Uh, I, was, I was just getting to that. Oh, yeah, sorry, big but... launch this weekend. No, it's fine. That's good. How did you know that? To ask that question, I didn't know. Free? I'm just wondering. Oh wow, you got your finger on the pulse of fly racing. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, JT, we should see some cool stuff, right? Yeah, we're. Uh, it'll be good. I think you know Trey's gonna race finally, and then Andrew comes back, and mm-hmm. you know all that. This has been planned for months and months, but it's good timing with the yep. uh, military appreciation race. Right. Um, yeah, it'd be. Uh, we haven't done any LE stuff since Monster Cup, so it'd be right. Good. Yeah, no, it'd be exciting, exciting times for fly racing for sure. Um, we're gonna do the expert goggle terrace with you, JT. But first, let's talk a little bit of Glendale. Um, I don't like that name. What Glendale? Yeah, yeah. We were kind of debating. Yeah. We were kind of debating. I've been saying Phoenix all the wrong. Yeah. I mean, well, we were told to say Glendale at Racer X. Yeah, I don't I know, know by who, but um, JT, what do you make of Tomac's performance at? Uh, in Glendale slash Phoenix, um, some good, some bad. Um, he seemed depressed in the in-stadium interview. You know, Dungey comes from the back and gets him, but yet it's his first podium, and yet he was tracking down Kenny in the beginning. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, I think he it's the best race he's had to date, so you always take positives away from that. Uh, I think he was a little bummed out with the fact that he couldn't maintain the pace. Uh, I think the track deteriorated a bit and he just couldn't go with it. And uh, if you look at the lap times, you can see that Kenny and Ryan both were able to maintain exactly what they were doing, regardless of point in the race or how the track was or any of that. So mm-hmm. I think I think Eli was just a little bit frustrated that he couldn't for, you know, what, only he knows that. Well, I was uh, going to say, is it, is it a bike or a body problem? Who knows, right? Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't. But... I, you know, he's still coming back to this injury thing, so I don't know if he's, if it's, you know, a fitness thing just yet at that pace level. There's so many factors. You know, it could be just the bike and, um, you know, the, as the track changes, the, the bike responds differently. So um, he, only he knows that, and I'm sure he's not going to run around sharing that. Uh, but, you know, it was definitely a step in the right direction. But you didn't really feel that way, right? Well, I felt like, like I mean, we're five weeks in, and I understand the shoulder surgery and everything else, but... Like, he's paid to win. Monster wants him to win. He's the guy. And to get passed and caught by Ryan Dungey and then drop like that, that's got to be a little worrisome. Like, these guys are such mental head cases that you wonder, like, is this going to affect them again? Like, I'm still kind of waiting for the Tomac that I've seen before. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it's bike or body, like you said. It's tough. You, you, you know, Kiefer, JT, you guys have come back from surgeries. But, um, you know, I want to I see it. I haven't seen it yet. What, 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 well, was it was it worse 
was it worse that Dungy caught him once he got tired or whatever happened, or was it better that he was catching Kenny and well, yeah. you know, actually gaining time on the leader? I don't know. Fuck, don't ask me the hard questions. Right. right. Like the first half of the main, if you stop it at lap 11, it's like, Eli, incredible ride. Great job. We're going to get the dude. Um, you know, you're on the verge. Okay. Stop. Second half of the main, Kenny or Eli, what's going on, man? You couldn't, you know, you make mistakes. You looked a little bit winded. Dungy came up and got you. Like, it's such a two things that you, and that's kind of been what he's been doing. Well, there's a fine line, and JT probably can attest to this, is there's a fine line of riding good and getting good results versus getting hurt. Yeah, the factories want you to win, of course, but they don't want you to be out like Stewie right now, you know? So if he's ripping thirds right now and he's building, I don't think anything's wrong with it. Yeah, okay, so that's so the big. If you're Dan Fahey, Bruce Sternstrom at Cowie, how are you feeling after five weeks, do you think? Uh, I mean, I talked to Eli after the race, and he said it was a bit of both. I mean, uh, physically and the bike, he was not feeling comfortable enough. But uh, I don't know if you remember, I mean, he got a close call in the whoops. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Was hey, that takes a lot out of you, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he told me that it, takes, it took you know, a couple of laps to you know, recover yeah. from that right. because it was so close. Great track this weekend, huh, JT? I thought it was all right. I oh, God, listen out, to you. Well, I think going outside was cool, but, what, I mean, what did you like about the rest of it so much? Long start straight was cool. The uh, big whoops were cool. Okay. The over-under <laughs> without the under? Going outside the stadium was cool. Outside the stadium was cool. Yeah, going out, I thought going outside was cool. I, you know, I think, uh, I think the track being so fast wasn't awesome. Um but, I, you know, I, I liked it. I just thought that the dirt could have been better. I did, hey, you know, yeah. it, it got hard and slippery at night. Dude, how wet was it walking the track, too? Soaked in spots. Yeah, and I, I, I hate to say it, but opening the stadium. Right, it, right. The air is so dry that mm-hmm. if any sunlight gets on it at all, even, ju- even just the air, even that air, you know, all that fresh air coming in there dries it out. You know, it's just right. not, there's not enough moisture in the air. And we saw, you know, the whole first turn section coming onto the start trade, I mean, it was rock hard, slippery, dusty. You know, you guys were all over the place. Anybody trying else trying to imp- keep traction? Anybody else impressed with Millsaps? Yeah, absolutely. Riding well, man. That's Good great. Heat race, two heat race wins now. You know, two hit. Getting I, better for sure. He's definitely I, getting better. And I touch on this in the, in my uh, in my in my pre or my post race pod today at Racer X with 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 Weege and JT. Like, I feel like you go up to these guys when they hole shot and win a heat, and then they get fifth. I feel like you go up to these guys, and, and I'm like, hey, great race. And they're like, I suck. I got to do better. I got to kick closer. So I sometimes come up with my guard up. And, LeBig, you know this from interviewing oh, guys. Yeah. I, I come up with my guard up kind of saying, like, uh, hey, like, uh, you know, you need to be a little bit <laughs> yeah. better. Like, you know, but Millsaps, Millsaps was, no, that was good. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm not ready to run the pace. I'm going to get better. You know what I mean? And, and so Davey knew. Davey knew, and I like that. I mean, he was, he was – he was honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, like cause he, he hasn't. He hasn't even. Uh, <laughs> you freak out. It fucks me up when I hear it a little bit. No, it's just like he Don't hasn't. He hasn't me. been there in a while, so of course yeah. Fitz going to be great. Um, all right, um, JT. I didn't walk the track over there. It was pretty far for me to go all the way over there. After the first turn, were you surprised no one tripled in, or what did that look like? I was. I thought someone would do it, uh, but I think it was just too far to go outside. And you're you're not changing the rhythm, you know. You're, you're either going three two or two three, mm-hmm. and to do it, you'd have to go so far outside that any advantage you made up, which it would be, 
it would be minimal. It would be a tenth or two at most if they had gone three in. Mm-hmm. You would have given up more than that to go outside and turn before right. it. So I think once everybody realized it was just too too much distance to get your speed up to go three in, they just they didn't even worry about it. And that was it. They were over it. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, LeBig here tried to get Porcel on the show tonight. He would, he declined the invite. Um, well, I, I can kind of see that coming. <laughs> the writing's on the wall. <laughs> he, politely, he was polite about it. He was polite? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, Michelin Starcross 5, we talked about this thing earlier. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info. Whatever you thought of Michelin tires in the past, throw that away, bro. Because the Michelin Starcross 5 is a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall for easier mounting. Easier mounting, always a good feature. Available in four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, they push the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. Are you still using these on some of your bikes? Do you still have some? On my bikes, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All, right. Uh, all right, let's go into the X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. Let's do that. Did you adjust the volume, or should I turn it down here for old, old Clint or whatever his name I was? I turned it down a, a notch or two. All uh, right, let's try we'll, it. We'll let's see how it goes. That's uh, still pretty loud. It's still loud, yeah. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Like I said to that caller, it's been three years we're working on it. It's very tough to do. Uh, I mean, I brought some drops, at least. One step at a time, Steve. Yeah, no, uh, fantastic. No, you're doing a good job, Travis. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Don't pay attention to Talon lurking right outside the window there in case we can. <laughs> Is that what those eyeballs are? X-Brand goggles, eksbrand.com, the choice of champions everywhere. You know who uses X-Brand? A shit ton of riders that are very Ricky good. Ricky Brabick. Ricky Brabick. God. Dakar, Dakar Master. Dakar ninth place in Dakar. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brock Tickle uses uh, X-Brand. He's hurt. And Kyle Chisholm uses X-Brand. He's hurt. And Nick Way uses X-Brand. Not racing. Um, God. You know, so many guys. <laughs> I know. A lot of guys are hurt. Sutherland hurt X-Brand. Sutherland. Right. God. Man. Fast Freddy Norman does wear X-Brand. He came from dead last to 14th. Butt muscle. Butt muscle problem he's dealing with right now. Yes. Uh, Michael Liebwer's X-Brand. He's doing well, too. He's had a nice couple Speedway of races. Speedway bike's doing good. Yep. Yep. So um, we thank uh, the guys at X-Brand Goggles. Use the code PULPAMX16 when you're checking out. Brand new website built by Swisscore. So if you have any problems with the website, hit up Swisscore on uh, on Twitter and complain about it. So, uh, all right. These are questions uh, submitted by Corey Moser, who I'm not familiar with. Weird, but, weird dude. Yeah, weird dude. But uh, these are for JT, LeBig, Kiefer, and myself. All right, let's do it. All right, Kiefer, we'll start with you. Um, 30 seconds. Just 30 now? I gave JT 15 more. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, just be advised that these are from Moser. So, right, we got you it. Know. No, we know. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer, which Broncos player would Heather bang? Uh, shit, that's a good question. Let me think. Um the tight end. What's the tight end's name? Owen Daniels. Yes, Owen Daniels. She'd bang Owen Daniels. Nine point five. The guy you would bang, JJ Watt. He's not on the team. Well, I would do Brock before I would do oh, Owen Osweiler. Daniels. Yeah, he's a backup though. I was talking about starters. Brock and roll. He started a few games this year. Would you help yeah, Peyton you out like in his, his old his old ass? Would you help Peyton out? Peyton is not that old. Would you help him out though? Yeah, I'd help him out. Okay. Well, let's, 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 let's move on. Right. Okay, the show has gone downhill. Uh, LeBig, to you. Uh, <laughs> Wait till the voicemails. <laughs> All right. LeBig, go do, ahead. Do French girls shave? Uh, yes, they do. Oh, sir. I like Moser's questions so far. <laughs> I tried to warn what you. What else can I say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, right. Short and to the point. Here we go. JT, uh, what's your favorite football team and why is it the Broncos? 
why is it the Broncos? <laughs> you asked me a question and then answered it. Yep. I'm confused. Moser, I'm I, just going to duck out of that. There was no sense in that question. Just don't tell him. You can't that ask it was me a question, me. then answer it, and then ask me why. <laughs> it's Moser, bro. That's your favorite team. It's not no, his favorite. Not. He, he has no favorite pro team. Uh, he likes okay. the he likes the the Gainesville Gators. Um, I thought he'd like be like a Dolphins Gators. fan or something. The what? Did you say the Gainesville Gators? Yeah, isn't that what you like? <laughs> what is it? A, it's not a a city league team. <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean. I forget what they're called. I don't know if it's U of F or F of U or whatever. I don't know. It's going to be F of you. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, J- no, JT, has no, you have no favorite pro team, but you you definitely do not like the Carolina Panthers right now. That is not one of your favorite teams. So No, it, whatever. I mean, I think I was, you know, just like everyone thought Carolina was going to win, and they just played horribly. I mean, I actually like the Broncos in in most circumstances because I argue with Mathis because he hates Peyton so much. I know he does. Uh, but man, I just couldn't believe how bad they choked. You know, and Denver. All right, that's great. thirty seconds. All right, never mind. You like the Gainesville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're starting a football podcast. All right, let's go. All right, Steve. Is there anyone more upset about the Panthers' loss than JT? Uh, Cooper Webb. There you go. Ooh. Ralph Shaheen. Jacob Hayes. Jacob Hayes. Newton. Cam Newton, yeah, Cam Newton. Uh, did, did did Travis get his four grand yet? No, not, I don't know. I don't think. So. Okay. <laughs> I, I got some news though. What? I, you know, I'm not going to say. I'm not. Gonna no, say. you have to say. No, it. I can't. I don't know if I can. Yes, you can. Say so. Say it. I I really don't know. Let me let me tell you at the break and see if we can talk about. Okay, it. I'll turn your mic off. Tell me now. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. They can hear it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Keith, <Damn it. laughs> can't fool that Chris Kiefer. All right, next question. All right, Kiefer, uh, when was the last time you were really excited about a new product to test? God, that's a good question. Uh, well, actually, I was excited about the Alta thing. So I haven't been up there in a while, and I was excited to see what they've done. Um, and uh, they've improved it a lot. So, yeah, that was the last one. 14 seconds. Good job, Kiefer. I like that. I don't care about your time. All right. All right, LeBig, which rider has come the closest to running you over or landing on you? Uh, that would be Justin Barsha. Uh, what is it? Oakland? Yeah. Was it on purpose? No, it wasn't on purpose. And I saw him coming at me. What? And JGR like, days or, or Geico no, days? No, no, it was like, uh, like a, yeah, the few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He went up the track during the heat and I was, uh, he was coming at me. and I He was, wasn't at Oakland. No, so he was before that. Anaheim won. Anaheim won, yeah. yeah. And I, I, so I saw him coming at me and I said, if I do something, he's going to kill me. So I decided not to move, and it's just... That's oftentimes the best, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was it was kind of scary. All right, next question. Right. Next round goggles, choice champions everywhere. All right. <laughs> All right, JT, in three words or less, why should I buy, buy fly racing gear over something like Fox? Ooh. Tough. Three words or less? Three words or less. Uh, um... Uh, I'm struggling with three words or less. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. How about don't it's wanna, the it's the best. It's the best. Yeah, I just I'm, I don't want to put down Fox. You know what I mean? It's putting me in a bad spot. So um, I don't know. I think we make a great product. I think they do too. But you that's know, more than three. Yeah, I don't, I don't I just, care, Steve. Yeah, it's just putting me in a bad spot. I'd rather not do that. Can you? Good job, Moser. There's dumb questions tonight right. for JT. Can you admit on like if someone asks you, hey, what does one company 
like make better than your company? Could you actually say it or no? No, he can't. Really? He's incapable of it. That's um, you know what we really when like when so many, if I'm in a dealer and uh, you know I'm trying to sell my product for someone else's, I do comparison. Um, I don't really, I would never put down someone else's. I kind of show them what we do, show them the differences between my product and their product, and then let them decide. Is basically how I do it. And in that situation, I'm very confident with what we have. How often do you? Sorry, I'm taking this over a second. How often do you get to ride in other people's shit? To test it, uh, quite a bit. Okay, quite a bit. We do a lot of that. I, you know, not not so much now, but when something new comes out, we definitely have it right away and are seeing, you know, kind of what they're doing and what they're trying to accomplish. Okay. All right, Steve, back to you. Does Tomac look more comfortable on the Cowie than he was on the Honda? No. Not right now. It's early. No. God, he would destroy the turns on a Honda. Mm. He'd come in in a supercar. It was like it was Southwick. So not right now, but it's coming, hopefully. But its results aren't really any worse than the beginning of last year's Supercross, right? We don't know. We don't have that information. Beat it. Stop making good points. All right, Kiefer, what do you consider the money shot in regards to a magazine cover photo in moto? Money shot in a cover would have to be... Um, obviously lighting plays a huge role. And for me, I think bar drag and it's a sick bar drag corners money shot. Yeah. I don't like, um, racer X covers. And again, I, I work for them. They pay me, but I haven't liked the racer X covers because it's a, we always cropping in a dude in the air real tight. Yeah. I like some scenery. I like some scenery. Like when I, when I choose photos for a pulp, I choose like, uh, I'll put the rider's helmet at the top of the photo. Right. So you can see the dirt and the berm underneath them. This new Do you cover know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the new cover that we're coming out with has, like, snow-capped mountains in the back and some Josh. It looks cool. Are you screwing over any pro riders, or is it... No, it's just, it's actually, like, I think it's just a static shot. Who'd you decide to get your editor for the day? Who'd you decide on? Um, I'm talking okay. to Dennison about that. Yeah, I think we decided on MC. He did it already, bro. Did, was that what we did last time? <laughs> yeah. Let me think about that. I'm so Jesus. fucked up on months. Here we go. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> All right, LeBig, has anyone approached you about taking some provocative photos? What do you mean? What kind of... Like, like nudes. Nudes, nudes or, or whatever, semi-nudes. Ris- risque. Uh, no. Not I remember of, no. Jesus. Jeez, Moser. too bad. All right, JT, if you could hit the panic button on just one rider, who would it be? Panic button on one rider. He, he, would hit the, uh, he would hit the panic button on a lot of his fantasy picks every weekend. <laughs> me too. <laughs> hmm. um, man, maybe Alex Martin? Yeah. Maybe Amart. Yep, Amart. That would be good. I, I really expected him to bounce back and do, you know, he, he had a podium locked up in Oakland, and then this week he just he wasn't on the pace again. So, yeah. All right. All right, Steve, last one for you. Can you think of a retired rider who's working a normal job that could win a Supercross race next year? Mm-hmm. Good question, actually. Okay, Moser rebounds a little bit. Uh, I would I would say Stroop. He's back. He's trying it. You got a fill-in ride with Regal. Um, Travis Preston? <laughs> Is, no. Are those days over? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Stroop, sure. He's young enough. Always talented. Let's go with Stroop. 
Yeah, that's good for 250F, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think we're talking main class. It takes yeah. so much work for to do that, but... All right. That's it. Xbrandgoggles.com. Pastrana. Sorry. Pastrana? We're thinking about Pastrana. Oh, that's for the guest editor. Yeah. He ain't going to do it. It's hard to be, lock him in, though, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's way too busy. But maybe. Maybe yeah. if you got a hold of the Nitro guys. He would guys, be good, though, I think. Go to the Nitro guys, and then they're going to tell him to do it. Nitro you know Circus, I mean? uncut. Um, Colton, what's going on, man? You got a question about a Kawasaki? Colton, you there? Yep. Hey, I have a 05 uh, KX125, kind of a project bike. And I put a 144 kit in it, the Athena, but I had it port and polished in the head mill before I put it in. And it still doesn't have the power I think it should. I might be shooting for the stars since I'm 170 pounds. But, well, uh, there's only one man to talk to about overbores on this show. Did yeah. you hit me up on uh, email? Yeah, on Instagram. On oh, Instagram, okay. Um, man, and you have carb work done, you said? Steve doesn't like tech uh, questions on his show. No, I just uh, <laughs> wonder about like carbs. I'm, I'm too dumb. If that'd help, or I don't really know anything about it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could you could bore your carburetor out a little bit, and that that might help. Okay, Steve, B- bore your carb? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's on the stock? Thirty six. I mean, yeah, what do they come they with? Put a thirty nine on it. Yeah, you put a thirty nine on it. What'd you say? You put uh, a th- you put a thirty nine on it. Uh, the one forty four is what I put. But on you got to start carb. No, no, but you got to start carburetor though. I, I do have a stock carb, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Bore out the carb or put, a, put, put or another carb on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys know of any better pistons either? You're I mean, already dealing with those. <laughs> yeah, you got a 144. So, I mean, if you're going to get in you know, the same bore size, the pistons really not going to make any difference. You know, brands, I don't think. It's just going to be durability-wise. Oh, okay. So. All right. All right. Well, thanks, man. Thanks, dude. That's right. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Nate, what's going on? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Yeah, I just I heard you mention a couple of times about you know how the riders aren't able to sell shirts in the pits or you know anything on their own, and I was just wondering if they have anything worked out with like Feld for <clears throat> um, as far as like money from the T-shirts that Feld sells. Um, yep, yeah, there's something. Those riders are supposed to get paid for uh, the shirts that sell in those um, in those. Uh, Jesus. In the in the like the uh, the shirt sales, those are those are all done by uh, Dirt Tees. No, what is it called, JT? Dirt? Moto Tees. Moto Tees. Moto Tees. And uh, the riders do get paid from that, but I have no idea what they're supposed to get paid or anything or how that works. But they are supposed to get okay, a cut. Like a... The big what? You... Actually, that's a good question because I, I tried to do a, like a little bit of a story about it in Glendale. Uh-huh. So one of my, one of my guy uh, went into the you know yep. the, the the thing and asked question and he was like no comment. Yeah, and nobody wanted to give us numbers. So no, that's shocking. That, budget, I mean, huh? it was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you show do you sell a day? I mean, they say, oh, we cannot say anything. Yeah, and, and, a, uh, it's amazing. And they say that uh, a percentage of that that sales is going to the purse, you know, as well. Yeah, all I know is Red Dog. Had, money, Red Dog so. had a shirt one time, a, a, a replica shirt at the Nationals, and he got a check for mm-hmm. however how much. And then they said, "Okay, well, cool. Can we have the rest of the shirts back that you didn't sell because we only <laughs> sold this much?" And they said, "Oh yeah, we can't find them. We don't know what's happening. Blah blah blah." So yeah. <laughs> now is is that like a, a separate contract that they just signed with Feld itself, like beforehand? I would guess so. Huh, yeah, JT? I, yeah, it's a oh, separate contract. Separate contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. one, one cool. of those deals. Um, but you know what? Um, yeah, thanks for the answer, man. Thanks for thanks for the call. Um, 
They let Ryan Dungey vend one time at the Nationals out of a one. Yeah, they have a, well, they had a Ryan Dungey jersey. Yeah. And I, buy 100 bucks. And they were saying it didn't sell very well or anything. And, like, because everyone says, oh, these riders, let them do the merch. Well, we're not that big of a sport still. We're not NASCAR guys. So. 100 bucks. Come on. That's yeah. a lot of money. Wow. Well, I, well, I had a friend. I had a friend that was would go buy them, then go to Ryan's truck and have him sign them. And then he would sell them on eBay for like three hundred bucks. <laughs> I, awesome. I had a friend, quote unquote. I had a friend. Yeah. Um, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah, it yeah. No. Really, was a friend, but right, right. Uh, all right, let's go to Nate. Nate, what's going on? How are you? Hey, how you boys doing? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Uh, kind of what you're saying. You know, we're not NASCAR. Um, I was just curious why you thought, being that Supercross, you know, dirt bike riding is much more accessible than obviously racing stock cars in an oval. Um, why why is that so popular versus Supercross, which, you know, it's getting getting better, but it's not, not near that level. Well, go ahead. Well, dude, I still think, I really think that society in general associate motorcycles with Hells Angels, with Harley Davidsons. Um, everyone drives a car. You go. Only a small percentage ride a motorcycle. If you ride a motorcycle, you're into it. You know what it's like. You know how hard it is. You're into it. So when you turn on motorcycle racing, you're like, oh, cool, man. Look at that. Well, car racing is easy to figure out. Everyone drives a car. Right. And I still think a little bit of like, oh, motorcycles, that's just, you know, whatever. Hell's Angels, gnarly, you know, people just aren't into it. I just think that that's just it. I, I was going to say the same thing. Every, never, everyone drives a car, right? right? So we're on, We were we had Pastrana and James Stewart on The Tonight Show. We had the X Games. We have Dungey on a Wheaties box. It's the fucking same thing, bro. We're not growing. Teams are coming in. Teams are leaving. Whatever. Uh Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I oh. thought about was what, what I mean, obviously Feld wants to keep uh, as much money as they can to help their bottom line, but don't you think it would help the sport grow as far as talent and teams coming in if, you know, they just paid a little bit more for, you know, the bottom 15 guys every night? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Seems that easy, right? Uh, I agree. They're making, Feld is making a shit ton of money. Good for them. Uh, everyone should make a profit. But until these teams and riders get together, and we've said this, JT, 800 times on this show, JT, or maybe 900, um, until these guys get together and do something, Feld is going to continue to take as much as they can. And good for them. that That's what they're doing. Profit is fine. But I agree that the, the teams and riders should get more. But how, how you know if you're, if you're the teams and riders, you're not getting together. So whatever. And also I said this yeah. to another social media is like uh... – you're, we're on the fifth round, and 250F class has 44 guys there. 450 has 45 right. or so. And by the time we go East Coast, dude, it's going to be less than 40 dudes. Look, I pay Kiefer to come on this show. Okay, I give him a certain amount, and he's happy with it. And he's not asking for any more. So guess what? I'm not going to go and give his ass more. Right. You know? He's happy with it. He doesn't say anything to me. I'm not going to be like, hey, Kiefer, here's some more money. You know? Yeah. No, I guess that makes sense. It just seems like they totally should. But privateers need to get together, even if they don't start a rider no, union. No, why well, can't just privateers get together no, no, and bitch? No, those guys can never get together. The teams they have, have to no get leverage, together. Though. Yeah, 
Well, what if all of them just bounced? It, Dude, they, they don't care. They bounce. Like, thank you. Yes. Exactly. Now we don't have to run daytime <laughs> Thank is you it, for bouncing. Exactly. Is it a cultural thing? I mean, I know in France, when we want something, we go in the street and we strike, we do strikes and stuff. <laughs> in the US, you don't do that. And uh, I, I, in France, we, uh, the, the, the writers came together to create a union about safety because they thought the, the track uh-huh. was not safe enough. So they came together and they put some pressure on the on the promoter so i don't know if it's a french thing or is it is it in america that you don't you don't want to get together and do something about I it i think it's I mean, laziness for one i don't think they want to fuck with it i well, mean honestly if you're Stu, dunge rv uh tomac you're making millions so life's pretty good for you right, why jack with it right hey let me fight for adam Entenab and nick schmidt right. no not but gonna that's happen that's what i'm saying so what, what you and jt said they would still run the show yep but there's so they're going to have 20 guys there, and that they're fine with that? Absolutely. Maybe. Really? JT? Yeah, you ever been to a monster truck race? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is? But you, can, you can't tell the difference at a monster truck race, though, man. You can tell the difference at a rate, at a, at a dirt bike race. I think, I think in Supercross, the people wouldn't care. As long as you have the stars there, they would have to change the format, and they would, they would get creative on how they ran the show. I think they would still be just, just fine. Yeah, and they need the seven-deuce-deuce deuce there, too, but besides that. All right, thanks, Nate. Thanks for calling, man. Good question. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have a good night. Thank you. I just think the team should get together. I really do. Not the riders. I think the team should get together and be like, we're all team owners. We want to get paid to to have riders at your races. Uh, we get a certain paid amount of money if we have two, three, four riders, however many we bring to the races. But then when you look at that, Mike Genova, Coy Gibbs, Mitch Payton, um, they're on a different scale than Honda and the OEMs. The OEMs don't care about making money or getting any money. They're wasting millions on marketing. So they're not even, they don't, can't even have the same agenda. Hmm. Like, who are you going to get, Mr. Honda? Like, there's no, there is no Mr. Honda. Right. It's a marketing thing. Blame. Whereas you can say Genova, Peyton, Gibbs, they're the owners. That's the bottom line. That's where it stops. So, all right. JT, thanks for coming on tonight. Can you come back on or are you going to fall asleep again? Well, I mean, just. Depends on what time you're trying to get a hold of me. I'll do my best. Let's get you back on after Andrew Short. All right. Oh, was your interview okay? I hate, I, it's hard to follow Andrew Short. I mean, that's a he's a model American. He is. He is. The, I'll see what I can. The series just got better with Andrew Short uh, coming back this weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited to get him back. Oh, my. Dude, and the BTO team, we talked about Millsaps. Brayton's been good. Shorty could run top 10. Oh, yeah. Three dudes in the top 10. Sure, yeah, yeah, they had two in the top seven last week. Right. You know, that's, pretty, that's pretty strong for, you know, they're not even factory, you know, quote, unquote, factory team. I've come a long uh, way from that. That's pretty good. I mean, come a long I way. don't know. Were there, any, were there any other teams that had two guys in the top seven? I don't, uh, think, I don't uh, think so. No. Marvin? What did Marvin get? Yeah, no, ninth. Yeah. Yeah, so not, not even then. Yeah, that's um, pretty, pretty strong. Come a long way from Thomas and, and Sean Skinner, Doug DeHaan. <laughs> yeah, just a tiny bit. Although, they did sweep the podium, Toronto World Supercross round. Um, JT, also, too, if we don't get you on, how's your VIP program going? I've been meeting them every weekend, and the guys this weekend were really cool. Um, how's that going? And, and, and people, you still got spots open? Yeah, it's really good. Um, you know, the next few rounds are popular ones, but I do have a couple spots here and there. But, uh, I mean, that's one of the, the cool parts, and, and they always think that I'm just, you know, joshing them. But you meet such cool people, and to do the program, you, you usually get pretty hardcore enthusiast people that are into it um, to want to do it on that level. So I've enjoyed it. You know, I, when I was racing, I didn't really get to interact with people. And Steve, you know, you know, I was full race mode on race day, and I didn't really talk to people and get out and 
interact. And that's kind of all I do now is, is meet all these people that are just into riding and racing and been doing it their whole life. So it's, it's opened a new door for me as far as perspective on the sport. And uh, it's, it's been cool. I haven't really enjoyed it. And anybody that wants to read more about JT, I did an interview with JT. And it's up on dirtrider.com. What, what's that? It's going in print, too, so calm down. Just, That's right. All right. Um, thanks, buddy. All right. See you. All right. See you. All right. Take a quick commercial break here. Are you coming back? The big? Yeah. I'm You're going to stay on? Yeah. Okay. Because we got an exotics racing package to give away. Right. Um, a drifting package uh, for anybody in LA or Vegas that wants to take a take this thing, take a small course. Yeah. And uh, and then and then get, get what? 15 minutes or 10 laps? Or no, something? no, no. It's uh, it's a drifting way long experience. I okay. mean, you go in a Corvette uh, Z06 with an instructor and you mm-hmm. go f- drifting for two laps as oh. fast as a okay. guy. You know, it's, it's yeah, pretty cool. As he wants to. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to give that away to somebody who can use it, uh, LA or Vegas. Uh, Pulp Mech Show contest at pulpamechshow.com and uh, courtesy of Exotics Racing, uh, the Speedway out in uh, Vegas, and then uh, there's one in LA. Is it Fontana in LA? Yeah, Fontana. Yeah, Fontana. Fontana. Speedway. Right, Fontana. And so Chris Kiefer's here from Dirt Rider. Big's here. Andrew Short's coming up. Travis is here, I guess. And uh, much more coming up on the show. Stay tuned. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 
10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Racetech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Racetech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Racetech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have a Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. 
Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty? Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. 
Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. LeBig.com. LeBigUSA.com is here. Stefan Legrand. Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider Magazine. And Heather Kiefer, Kiefer from the Super Bowl Champions, Denver Broncos. <laughs> She's here also. Um, dirty Laundry, huh? I like it. I like Don Henley. Have you, do you have Netflix? Yeah. You've got to watch the Eagles documentary. You've got to watch it. I heard it was really oh, good. You've got to watch both. They only have one part on the Netflix, but there's two parts. It's a phenomenal. R.I.P. Glenn Fry, by the way. I know. That's what got us thinking about this yeah. on the way up here. Yeah. yeah. This is not my favorite Henley song at all. Yeah, I was like I said, Boys of Summer was my first choice, but I figured that was cliche to play Boys of Summer, so this was uh, this was it. Why was it cliche? Because it's, you know, it's played out. Boys of Summer's kind of played out. Dirty Laundry's not. And then we were going to play some Eagles, and we're like, eh, I like Don Henley's solo better. Much better. Heather wants a song, but I told her we couldn't do that because uh, it'd be country shit. Which I don't mind. I like it, but I know you don't. You don't Country's know terrible. You don't Just terrible. Stop it. Terrible. Stop it. Terrible. Um... 
Hey, Sleater texted me. God, we're gonna go here right now. Sleater's upset at me. <laughs> Fuck. He says all I do is talk about him, and I need to keep my his name out of my mouth. Okay. I don't think I talk about him that much. No, I I think you only bring him up when uh. He's very angry. When we talk about riding or testing or you know. So he and, blocked Savachi, so I made a joke on Twitter because he blocked Joey Savachi. Right. So then it, he said, pick up your phone. And I was out with Pookie, and I couldn't pick up my phone. Right. Wow, demanding. Well, I woke up and did a text, a text with him. You know, he was like, hey, what's up with your boy Mathis? And I'm like, I don't know. What's up? And so I tried to research it. And uh, I guess, yeah, it was a Savachi thing. But he blocked me, He too. blocked you. And I'm like, well, I thought we were cool, bro. And he's like, well, so did I. I'm like, dude, I have no problem with you. I thought everything's fine. Like, I respect what you do. You so. have not said a negative word about us. No, I mean. No, I'm the one who thinks he's a douchebag. Right. Don't unblock Kiefer. But I guess I can't like you and be cool with him. What I don't are know. We, what are we, 15 years old? I don't know. Do you know Sleater LeBig? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> well, he's going to block you now because oh, you're on the damn show. damn it. So I called him back. Yeah. Left him a message. but no, and he didn't no, call you back? No, he didn't call me back. He will. All right. I, and let me know when that, how that goes because I'm actually truly interested in that. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not the one who blows people out on Instagram like he did. So... Well, you guys can chat about it then. Right, exactly. Maybe we'll get him on the show. That'd be great. Right? I told him, let's go on the show. Come on the show. That should be the next cold call. Ooh, that'd be good. I right. need some ratings. What is that? I'm sorry. How's that going over there? <laughs> How's that going over there? The big USA is first and last time on the, uh, <laughs> on the Pulp of Mexico. All right, everybody, let's we'll get to our next guest. Uh, we can't keep this guy waiting. He's pretty much the best human being in the sport of Supercross today. And uh, we welcome him on the show. It's brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, in addition to sprockets and chains, which Vortex are known for, they got a V3 MX handlebar that is 29% stronger than competition. And uh, you can email Jake at Vortex Racing for 40% off or use the code PulpMX2016. VortexRacing.com. Chad Reed uses Vortex sprockets. Yoshimura Suzuki uses Vortex sprockets. So why don't you get with these sprockets that everybody loves and... Um, Check check them out and email Jake if you need something for your bike. Chains, sprockets, bars, Vortex has you covered. Our next guest, like I said, he's the best human being in the pits. That's Andrew right. Short, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. The best human being in the pits. Did you hear the title I gave you? Oh, gosh. I don't know about that. <laughs> Dude, seriously. That's true, though. Well, I mean, it is true. You've gotten into some trouble on the track with guys who, you know, si the smiley face assassin and things like that. <laughs> Silent but, assassin. But I don't have to race you. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're coming back this weekend, San Diego. Yeah, I'm really excited uh, to get back to racing. I know it's going to be a massive challenge to hop back in the middle of the series, but uh, I'm excited. It's not ideal, you know, to get injured in December before the season starts, but. Mm hmm. Uh, that's kind of how the cars were built. I'm excited to get back out there and, and line up. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be exciting to have you out there. Your team is doing well right now. Millsaps, heat race wins and hole shots. Brayton had a nice race. Yeah, both of them. They've been both getting you know, really good starts. And I was in KTM today, and they were mentioning that, that uh, something to do with our team. You know, they've, they've got something figured out to get yeah. those starts and kind of continue that tradition. So it was, it was cool to see the results in Phoenix. Are you 100% with the shoulder, or are you still got some ways to go? Yeah, no, my shoulder's good now. Yep. Um, it's just taking a while to get my speed and fitness back. And, it's, you know, I think the pace, especially at the beginning of the series, was uh, 
was pretty intense. So I knew I, I need to be as prepared as I can, but at some point you just got to go race. So <laughs> right. I think it, it might be a bit dodgy at the beginning, but oh, stop I'm it. just excited to get out there and, uh, you know, mix it up. Listen, you, there's the Purcell line, and that's 12th right now. So you you can oh, get 13th yeah. pretty easy. Um, and and wow. then that, that's like, the, no, but that's a Like, that's the worst you're going to do is wow. 13th. Really? What? Because I'll, I'll leave the judgment for people like you, you know. Yeah, I, don't know I go to the races every weekend. That's, it's the Purcell line. He's the last <laughs> factory guy. That's your, yeah, that's your job is to <laughs> right. basically judge everyone. For me, I'm paid to race, so I'll just try to go as fast as I can and get to that checkered flag as quick as I can. Um, here's, my, here's, what, here's what else my sources tell me about you, by the way. Um, coming back, you're riding, you're getting back into the groove, and you were, um, you know, a few seconds off of Brayton or Millsaps or one of the guys, and then uh, the next day you showed up and you started running the exact same lap times as I, one of the guys. I don't forget which one it is. That's what my sources told me. Like from one day to the next, you had a big improvement, and uh, and you're riding very well in your comeback. That's uh, again my sources from some so close to your team tell me. Yeah, my speed is getting better day by day. It's like. The first week, I was just riding around, you know. Second mm-hmm. week, I would have some flashes here and there, but no endurance. You know, I couldn't do it for 20 laps, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I could do the 20 laps, so I was just riding around. And each week, it's gotten a little better. My speed's there. I can't do 20 laps quite yet, you know, at that max pace. So mm-hmm. hopefully that will come. Um, but, yeah, it's tough, you know. It's, right. It does, it's not as easy as it used to be. I'm 33, <laughs> but yeah. it's, I think it's way more fun. And the challenge I know is huge, but I, I think I have a way better mindset than I, I've had in the past. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to, you know, to get on the gate and get all nervous and right. ride the race bike again, those silly things like that. Those things still make me really excited. And uh, I think it, it'll be good. The, um, the season so far, what do you think so far? Dungy seems to be on another level right now, man. Like he's better than ever, right? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Kenny responds after the success of last weekend. You mm-hmm. know, if he can get on a roll, I think that'll make the series really exciting. Uh, Tomac, I thought he would have uh, had a little more steam by now. I knew he was going to kind of come in a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Anderson, I think his speed is, is, I think he's the next fastest guy behind Dungey. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think he's gotten the starts to, you know, kind of show, you know, what he really has, but. He rides completely different than those guys, how he hangs it out. Yeah. You guys know all this stuff. But I think it's been fun to watch. A um, little bummer about Stu. I was hoping mm-hmm. he would have been uh, the old Stu. But, on, you know, kind of circumstances were kind of a letdown. And it's cool to see Chad Reed, too. I think he's – to do what he's doing and, you know, new bike and mm-hmm. all those things and new crew – I mean, new old crew. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. It yeah. seemed like they kind of came late. All, all those – Kind of storylines. Um, I've made it interesting, and the pace is is fast. And there's been some injuries, but I still think there's enough depth right now to keep the racing exciting, especially for TV. I don't know how it is in real life, but right. when I was going to those first few races, it was it was fun to watch those battles everywhere around the track. And and the tracks have been tough this year too. I think that they the have been being big. It's been <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I, maybe not so much to ride, but to watch. <laughs> I agree. It's easy in the press box. You've sat up there with me for a few weeks. It's really easy up there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's a completely different view of how everything unfolds. <laughs> you know, when you're a racer, you hear Chad Reed's airbox with the Yamahas, you know, and it's right. like he's way closer and he makes these silly mistakes. And when you take a step back and 
you look at how everything unfolds, it's a completely different scenario than when you're on the bike. So mm-hmm. it, that part's been kind of fun, but not near as fun as it is to be on the you know line and yep. going in the first turn with 20 other dudes. Vortex Racing, you bringing you Andrew Shore from the BTO Sports KTM team, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call if you have a question for uh, the number 29. Yeah. Shorty, it's Kiefer. I know you mentioned that you're 33 now, and uh, you said it doesn't come as easy, but what exactly have you noticed now that you're 33 versus, you know, let's say seven, eight years ago that, that that's different? Yeah, I think just from my experience alone, I know where I should be and, and need to be to be competitive and my weaknesses. And when I was younger, I just, there wasn't as much thought in the process of getting prepared and you just kind of go with the flow. So I, I think I, I build up these expectations in my head of where I want to be and where I should be now that I'm older and maybe there's too much thinking. And I think when you think it slows the brain down and your, your reaction's not as quick. So some of those things, it's some of those things have been hard for me to kind of wrap my head around. And I know, uh, you know, I've been riding with a lot of like the TLD kids and Brayton people like that and it's funny to see how everyone's in a different place in their career and how they approach racing and you know justin hill i feel like he's a kid who totally rides in the moment mm-hmm. kind of like a, a kid that's at the skate park right he's just hitting the lines and flowing and he's not so precise and then you know there's a, like brayton who's similar to me and he hits the same line every lap and he's just like it's just different. So mm-hmm. it's been hard for me to adjust and get back up to speed and kind of push the limits more to say and um, get get outside my comfort zone stuff like that but I think it's just it's hard anybody has come back from injury you, your your mind wants to be one thing and your body's not quite there yet so mm-hmm. I think I've respected the injury and, and done the best that I could have you know could have handled the situation so I have no regrets on that end and um, we'll see how it goes uh, this is Le Big. Do, do I need to say my name, or do you think he's going to recognize my accent? I think he'll. Yeah, no, I, yeah you're either it's either the Villaman or you, one or the other. But Villaman will be yelling about tire pressure by now, so it's. it's I'm you. not going to do that. I right. have just a question about pushing the limits. I mean, when when you're 33, I mean, you still want to push those those limits? Yeah, I think that's kind of been one of my issues lately. Honestly, is at the end of Supercross, I was pushing and made a mistake and got hurt, and then this winter. I wasn't, I was still coming back from injury and I wasn't very competitive at the Moss Energy Cup. And so I knew I needed to push and have a really good off season. And I was getting ready to go to Geneva and Switzerland to race. And I kept pushing, 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 and then hit the ground, you know, and get hurt. So those are, I, I love racing and I want to be at my best and I don't want to have any regrets. And that requires pushing and riding over the edge a little bit to get to that next level. And unfortunately, you know, crashing is part of it. So mm-hmm. I think I need to find a better balance, but I don't want to just cruise around and ride laps. Um, but I don't want to get hurt either, you know. So it's like I think you just can't think. You just got to go and you got to push. And knowing this is my last season, I don't want to ride around. And I know that uh, I could get hurt tomorrow or the next day. So mm-hmm. I might as well just give it everything I have and, and make the most of it. And, uh, you know, let the cards fall, how they're going to fall. But I don't think pushing – sometimes in the past I feel like I didn't push enough and I was pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. But now I think lately I've been maybe pushing a little too much, trying to do a little better. 
I was going to ask you about your, your retirement. You, you, you announced before the season this would be your last one. Why this year? Uh, how did that decision come to you? Um, how do you realize that when it's time to go? And talk about that a little bit. Um, I don't think you realize it's time to go. I mean, I love racing more than I ever have mm-hmm. now. So I'm definitely going to miss, you know, hanging out in the paddock, the bikes, uh, you know, passing, you know, at the test tracks, that, that mm-hmm. whole thing, and, and learning about the new technology. Basically just the passion, right? Right. So that, I don't think anything's ever going to replace that in my life, that passion. I, I hope to redirect it in some way, whatever that new challenge may be. But I'm definitely really scared about that. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm 33, and I don't want to break my body any more than what it is. If it does, it happens. That's life, and I don't want to just sit on the couch. But I know to be at a high level, you have to hang it out. And also, I feel like I've lived a very selfish life um, to be successful racing. You have to be dedicated to one thing. And now my kids are uh, five and eight, and my wife has sacrificed a lot, you know, for me for the last few years. And mm-hmm. I'm ready to try some new challenges and be around something else. And I don't think I'll ever step away from the sport. I want to be around it as much as I um, am afforded to. You know, if right. those opportunities present themselves, I'd love to stay stay around. But there's also a lot of places I want to go ride. I want to go ride a dirt bike in Mexico. I want to go, you know, ride more in the mountains of Colorado. I want to do different things on a dirt bike instead of riding the same tracks that I have for the last, right. you know, 15 years. So that's kind of, those were my thoughts. Would you, um, would you do GNCC? There you go. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like to, but at the same time, you'd have to be pretty selfish again. I want to do as many different things as I can. Mm-hmm. I would rather, if I had the opportunity, yeah, I'd like to go do a couple of them. I don't want to go full bore. Right. I'd really like to do six days, you know, stuff like that. That's, uh, yeah. An experience and, uh, memory stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The whole atmosphere. I love racing. And, right. Uh, I, I don't think I could just stop cold turkey. And I would be really, it'd be really hard for me to just quit going to the races cold turkey too. I, I still want to go watch races and mm-hmm. be in that paddock and enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. If I'm KTM, I'm paying Shorty. I'm putting him on a on a consignment or on a yeah, contract. Of course. And I'm saying, okay, Shorty, uh, you can do six days. You can do some GNCCs. If you want to do some enduro cross, you can. Whatever you want to do. Yep. Pick out ten races. We're gonna need you at the dealer shows. Yep. We're gonna need your you know the new Get a PR. It's like a yeah, PR. Yeah, and, and we're gonna pay you um eighty eighty grand. Right, you still get the ride. You get good yep. bikes. Still, you yep. get to be yep. around the sport. Yep. You know, stamp and, it. And there then we you go. don't have to be trained twenty four seven. You know, and we just we just hammered out your new deal, Shorty. <laughs> and then Fly will support you still, of course, because Fly guys are... Lifetime. Lifetime. So, um, Also, too, by the way, you got some new Fly Racing Elite Limited Edition gear coming this weekend in San Diego. I don't even know if you knew that or not, but you do. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was out yet, but yeah. Yeah. No. JT dropped the news on our show earlier. That's what we break news on the show. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, nice. All right. Let's get some phone calls for you here from uh, Isaiah. Isaiah, what's your question for Andrew Short? Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Andrew, um, I met you at Thunder Valley at the Sun signing autograph, and we were talking about my buddy and your good buddy, Josh Kellogg. Um, I was wondering, when you retire, and I hate to see you retire, is uh, would you come and race the Greeley Supercross again? Um, the Greeley Supercross hasn't been the same since you left. We maybe get a thousand spectators, and my dad tells me stories that that place would just be packed. It'd be awesome if you could come and 
race again there just for just fun time. Hmm. Yeah, actually, uh, Kiefer, he's more of a Greeley local than me now. I, <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's where uh, me and Heather vacation there. Okay. Yeah. No, you know, I hope to be more like Bart, honestly. I, I loved racing Josh uh, up and down the Front Range of Colorado as I grew up. And, uh, you know, that Greeley Supercross, Steve and, and Kiefer and LeBig, uh, all the New Mexico kids that come up, all the Johnsons, you know, Keith, Isaiah, Kevin, the Buck, Buckley, Ryan Clark. I'm leaving out all kinds of people, Travis Hodges, people like that, you know. So these Supercrosses mm-hmm. were huge, and it was a really good opportunity for me as a kid because I got to race all these supercrosses in these local towns, and it gave me a lot of experience when I finally did turn pro. I was used to racing pretty much a lot of the same people I was racing in the actual AMA supercross, but I was used to racing under the lights and whatnot. And I think that was a kind of pivotal thing for me because a lot of the other kids I raced against at the amateur nationals didn't exactly have that same supercross or indoor experience, and it was big for me. But I don't know if I'll go back. I would love to go watch. I'd really like to go to Colorado Springs Supercross where I grew up. Check that out, and hmm. you know. Yeah, my dad was telling me all about that. He said that he said he'd be on the gate in a 125C, and he would be on your 60, just jumping these doubles. And he said he just couldn't believe it. He was too scared to hit it. Oh, your dad! I like your dad's honesty. Here's your dad. You're like, son. I was just as good as Andrew Shore. I passed Shorty in the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, No, I like your dad's honesty. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, Chris, what's going on? Or not? That's not Chris. Uh, Chris, what's going on? You want to talk to Andrew Short? Yeah, man. How you doing? Sorry, Noah. Yeah, good. What's going on? Nothing. So, I know we talked about your retirement, which kind of sucked, but I guess it'll be good at the same time. And the GNCC thing would be awesome, dude. It'd be phenomenal to see you out there. But what would be your ideal job? If someone could pay you to say a hundred grand a year, what's, what's ideal for you? The ideal job? Man, I yeah. don't know. I, I feel like I've been so blessed. I, I just, I would love to be around two wheels. I don't really know uh, what opportunities will present themselves, but for me uh, to be around like-minded people that have the same or similar passion, um, you know, two wheels would, would be sweet, but I don't know, man. I, I've always gotten so far ahead of myself in the past that I wasn't focused on the present. And so I really want to enjoy these next seven months. It's uh, not a lot, but I know I won't be able to ride a factory bike forever and mm-hmm. ride some of the best tracks, best riders. So I'm going to try to enjoy that. Whatever opportunities present themselves, um, I'm sure I'll be stoked. And I just hope it involves two <laughs> two wheels. You know, I don't think I'm cut out to sit at a desk uh Nine to five, uh, I'd go crazy. I think, but um, I feel like I have a lot to offer, and we'll see. But, what about um, what about Publix dot com covering the races for us? <laughs> Coming doing some radio yeah. show hits. No problem. Yeah. Hey, sure. Yeah, you need to get on yeah. the show, man. You'd be great. Yeah, co-host time. I agree. Yeah. All right, thanks, Chris. Sure, appreciate it. All right, good luck, Angie. Uh, Shorty, one of the things you, one of the things you told me about up in the press box was. Um, People are watching you, you, you and your starts. Uh, Kiefer brought up Purcell starting in third this week. Did you bring that up? Yep. Yeah. Purcell starting in third in, in Glendale. And you, you'd mentioned to me that you think a lot of guys are running their start hooks way down, which was confirmed to me by Chad this weekend that guys are, you know, really running their fork heights down low. Um, this week, look what you've done, you and your whole shots. You've started something. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I started something. It's just evolution, right? Everyone, right, right. Yep. You know, progressing, and I 
I just know that's one of the things like I noticed with you seeing in the press box. If I was a rider and I was lined up, I wouldn't notice all those people behind the gate putting their start hook in. But I know last year me and Stuart were about the only two people that it took to you know, have two guys put your start hook down, you know. Mm-hmm. So and this year there was I don't know how many guys we counted, six or seven, maybe even more and mm-hmm. Now that Porcel's doing third gear, I think Marvin does third gear every once in a while. I'm not sure, but he's so light, it probably doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's critical. As we saw in Phoenix, you saw Kenny get the start, and that's what sealed the deal for him. Yep. Um, Dunge was back a little bit. And I think Anderson, if he was a little more consistent on starts, he would be a lot further up in the points. So yep. It's huge. Has anybody, has anybody checked in with Moser since Andrew's – Retirement yeah, he notice? got a cell reception. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean tonight he's got no cell? Yeah. Yeah, he's got no cell tonight. I know. He's been kind of quiet lately. Well, what's happened is he's moved, so he lives out in this lake compound, he calls it. And there's no Wi-Fi, no cell service or anything out where he's, he's got a family with two children. Right. And this is what he subjects his family to. No it's cell. Off the grid. <laughs> like, hopefully nothing happens, like nothing goes wrong, because apparently there's just no communications out of this lake compound. So it's unfortunate he can't call in. But I told him if he needs help with you retiring, like I went through this with the big one five. I'm there for him. I kind of know the steps. You know, I know how it goes when your favorite rider retires. So I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> we were having a garage sale this week on uh, <laughs> Saturday. We're, yeah. We're selling our house out here in California. Really yeah. sad. Actually. Yeah. That's a, Yep. But we had this big stack of VHS tapes, right, uh-huh. of racing. And I was thinking of that uh, Tony Blazer guy. I'm like, man, he would probably love all these. Uh, I didn't really want to send them. And I asked Jackie, and she said, no way. <laughs> uh, that Honda, she's like, I'm not shipping those, sorry. But his favorite video was like this Terra Firma one. I took a picture of all the all of our Gary Bailey videos from back in the day. Oh, geez. Not horrible. Did but, you yeah. sell any of them to people, to random people? or? Yeah, no one bought any. I was like, man, this is so depressing. Andrew Short's garage sale, everybody. <laughs> know what they're missing. Yeah. I know, Andrew Short's garage sale. God, you bought that house a long time ago. You probably made so much money off of it, even with the market crashing. You probably just uh, killed it. Well, we haven't sold it yet. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you had sold it yet, but you are going to sell it. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, right on, man. Well, hey, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Vortex Wait, we got to ask him Wait, one what? thing before okay. he leaves. All right. How's trailer riding with Gothic? Yeah, we've been in your hood a lot lately, actually. I know. I was there yesterday even i feel bad every time i go up but you don't call me that's cool like I, yeah i, I know <laughs> what i think about you does that help that helps a little bit yes yeah we actually were gonna, but you said you were gonna ride the tracks instead i know and i know you weren't down with that so i'm like yeah um, go ahead he's busy yeah. like kiefer's got to ride for a job like he just can't go and you know like a lot of times he's got to ride for a job so yeah. he can't really you know just take off and ride but gothic um there's a little little reunion this weekend. Myself, Gothic, and Craig Money all chatting it up. Really, Yamaha no. original Yamaha team back in the day, before you know after uh, 03. Right, so, us three. All we needed was Dave Die there. Yeah. Oof, that would have been yeah. killer. We made a comment about that. So, Shorty, before you you wrap up Supercross this year, you make a podium. You're happy? Oh yeah, I'd be stoked. Right. So, we'll see. Ah, the pits are going to get better starting this weekend in San Diego. Right, LeBig? Yeah. Come on. Like, <laughs> seriously. Over, under, he pulls whole shot. Uh, this weekend? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, not right off the bat. Yeah. Really? Uh, uh, soon, but not off the bat. Okay. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll see you we, guys. We'll see you this weekend. All right. Thanks. See you. Yep. That is uh, BTO Sports KTM, Andrew Short.
<laughs> Love this guy right here. It's a terrific guy. Yeah, he, awesome. he, he's a terrific guy. Um, let's try to get JT back if we can while we take these phone calls. Noah's been on hold forever, Kiefer, with a question for you. Okay, Noah. What's going on, Kiefer? How are you? Um, I've actually got a question for you too, Mathis. But in a second. Um, so quiet down. <laughs> I've been off. I've, I've been off the bike for about seven months now, and uh, I was wondering, like. They, you mentioned earlier in the show how like you've come back from injuries and stuff like that, but um, what do you do your first ride back? I'm actually thinking I'll be riding this week. Um, like that first ride back just to like kind of get yourself back in the sh- like zone of things and to get yourself back up to speed. Well, depending on injury, I mean, I don't know what you did to yourself, um, but for me, when I've had a, a pretty big you know injury, you know, a big bone or some internal stuff, I always just went trail riding for you know, three to four days just to kind of get my body uh, back used to it, you know, and go out for a couple hours, do a trail ride. And, and then, you know, you wake up the next day and see how your body reacts because obviously we can do all these other things off of the bike, but when you go ride, um, it's a different kind of soreness. So um, I would say if you have if you have access to it, try to do a couple of days trail riding. And then if that feels pretty good, then maybe hit the track and then go from there. But yeah, definitely just, you know, take it easy. All right, for sure. And then, uh, Mathis, you posted, um, I think, at A2, uh, Millsaps was, like, running the lefty fork, but I was actually there, and he didn't run it, did he? Like, what happened with that? I was really joking, 100%. I never thought someone would really think he was just running one fork. F and A. I thought that Bro. was, like, a new thing. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is it? Bro. <laughs> What's going on? What is this? Stay thing? on the line. We're going to give you something because that you deserve something for that. That's awesome that you really thought that. Nate, Nate, oh, Nate Dog and I were laughing, and I said, there's no you. way anybody will really actually take this seriously. And Nate said, I oh, bet you somebody God. does. Do whatever you do, so don't go in the chat room. Just stay away from the chat room. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Noah. Stay on, uh, well, they, stay they on hold. Content, we're we're going to give you something for your for your right. for your uh, for your actions. Um, stay on hold and the thanks, buddy. Thank you. Uh, all right, Jason Thomas, what's up, man? Welcome back. What's happening? Millsaps running that lefty fork. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the righty. <laughs> Poor Noah. Uh, all right, we're going to get to the BTOSports.com tweet at uh, Travis second in a segment in a second. Uh, but let's take this call right here and go to Gibbs. Gibbs, what's up, man? Uh, how's it going, boys? What's up? Are you in the Arctic Circle still? Yeah, yeah, I'm still up here. Well, well, how, long yeah. you, how long are you there for? I'm here for two months. I'm for uh, up northern denial. It's uh, yeah. I bet you're. In, I, I bet you're in denial. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a coalition with the United States Air Force. Actually. Oh, stop it! No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anybody who rags actually, on me, so anybody who rags on me for Canada's military, I can say that we work with the U.S. military too. Oh, all the time. I, I've, the amount of times I've trained with, trained with the U.S. Marines in my career is ridiculous. Oh, suck it. Suck it, everybody who makes fun of Canadian military. Suck it. No, actually, it's, like, if you look up into our uh, GTF2, like, um, I know JT probably interested in it, but just check out GTF2. It's, uh, it's probably one of the most regarded, best regarded special forces in the world. Oh, what do you know? Hey, are you, do, you, do, you, uh, do you direct the drones? Because I know a guy who does the drones. 
No, no. I uh, I work on like uh, power generation side, and I also work with um, like the aircraft stuff that stops fighter jets, that catches it on uh, runways. Do you see any uh, Eskimos or seals or walruses or polar bears up there? Yeah, there's lots of seals, caribou, reindeer, uh, uh, grizzly bears, polar bears. Wow. Canada. Okay. All right. I saw two bears humping in Canada Eskimos. once. That was cool. Eskimos, lots of Eskimos. Uh, alcohol is uh, severely repressed. Repressed. They're uh, yeah. Uh, what's your question, Gibbs? All right. So, um, Kiefer, I was just tuned in the start of the show, and then I had to go to work. But in fact, Steve JT, um, sorry, Kiefer said, well, James had been run. Why didn't he test all week? Why didn't he just come up where he the concussion symptoms came back? And, and I'm going to make a reference to tennis players. They talk about this when they're going for, say, a match point or when the game is close. They say the mental edge um, at that point is very – it's tiring on their body and it's, it's very – you know what I'm what what I mean is, is so James was battling against Eli there and that takes a whole mental edge and that's where the symptoms come back. You can train as hard as you want. Hockey players talk about this. They train and they train and they train, but as soon as they're in that game, there's a whole another aspect to the mental strain on their body and on their mind. Yeah, and I would believe that. James experience. Yeah, yeah well, that makes yeah. sense. You yeah, know, when absolutely. you're riding by yourself and you're putting in your 20 laps, whatever, you don't have people around you up your ass, you know, revving the engine and you know, trying to hold lines and all this other stuff he's probably experiencing when he's racing. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're just kind of bearing down. You're really thinking. You're really working hard. Yeah. Your hamster's wide open on the wheel. And things it, it's similar to, like, when I cycle and my heart rate's 180, which doesn't feel too bad. But when you race it and it's, and it's higher, you know, 180s, you feel like you're dying. So it's just yeah. different because you're thinking more, I guess. Um, yeah, all right. Good. Sounds good, Gibbs. Thanks for the call, buddy. And just one question. I don't have to stay on the line. Maybe you can just answer for the fans. I don't get when Chad says your bench is still left at Yamaha. Like, I don't get, like, what have these guys been doing ever since Factor Yamaha left? Like, I don't get what this shop is doing. Like, when they just sell the fucking thing? <laughs> no, it's a huge uh, corporate, corporate building uh, with road race and, and motocross, and it's where the, where the it's everything in Yamaha. It's all there. So... It's just in the back of the so, shop. Yeah. But what are these guys that work for Yamaha? What are they working on now? <laughs> I don't know what they've been doing for, for six years. Uh, Jimmy Perry was looking after the, the track, the week-to-week management of the Supercross tracks. Um, I guess Bob Oliver was dynoing stuff, Dino Dan dynoing stuff. Yeah, they helped. You know, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I guess you said that JGR and them don't work closely no, together. But, no, But I don't know. When I was there, I mean, Bob was me and Bob shared the dino room many, many times. So he's always dinoing. Yeah, I just yeah R and D stuff. I guess that's what they're doing. Yeah, Yeah. that's poor man. All right, fucking ass. All right, sorry, Gibbs. Sorry, sorry, not happy. All right, bye. Jeez, Gibbs is upset up there in the Arctic Circle. Think life must get lonely though up there. He says Gibbs. Gibbs dark probably twenty four hours a day. That's terrible. Yeah. Um. JT, how do you feel about Cooper Webb and the Aldridge move? Are you, I don't like it. And we talked about it, of course, on our Racer X podcast also. But, um, you know, Kiefer's kind of like, ah, these guys got history. They got history going back to amateurs even is what Kiefer's kind of heard. But I don't care. You can't put somebody on the You can't do that. Um, well, I guess you can because he did. But, I, you know, I don't think it was a smart move. There's nothing that Cooper's going to gain by doing that. So, I think it was kind of cool gotta, that Aldridge didn't really do anything after he got hit. He didn't freak out. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, start raining down then, blows then like pike. pike em. <laughs> start doing that. Um, JT also too uh, the MotoGP champion. What's his name? He was there. Jorge. Jorge Lorenzo. Lorenzo. He was there. Did you meet him? Did you yeah. talk to him? Uh, yeah, they were standing around talking to Burner, and everybody was talking to him. Um, I don't know him very well, so oh, okay. I didn't like jump in there like a weirdo. But uh, we were all kind of standing around for a while. But but you love MotoGP, so that dude is is gnarly. Um, yeah, and I've been I've been around him a bunch um, with Chad, so uh, dinner and lots of lots of times. So it's right. it's whatever. You know, they're they're no different than Moto guys. You know, it's like. When you're talking RV, you know they're just people, right? But uh, or Timmy. crazy talented. So. Or Timmy. Okay, sure. Um, I don't care, Steve. If Timmy's working with Davalos, how come you haven't been interviewing Davalos? Timmy sent me a text out of the blue like two months ago. Davalos doesn't like you. <laughs> and I'm and I'm like I know why. Well, I, yeah, I go absolutely. News. Yeah. yeah, I go. Yeah, I know he doesn't, and he probably shouldn't. I mean, congratulations for Marty. He's probably made three to four million dollars in his career. Really? Two, two million dollars, easy. Probably more. Oh shit! JT's just not chiming in here because he loves Marty, but I don't know how much he's made. How I much? Mean, do you, how much? Lot. How much do you think he's made? Career earnings? Three million? How many years he's been? Uh, this is his tenth year. Uh this is, is right? his tenth year. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I mean, he's got to be yeah. Three, two, three million. Wow. At least. Literally has completed an outdoor series one time mm-hmm. in his career. Are you kidding me? He's got three career wins in Supercross. Mm-hmm. He should have won that title. Now, right. let's be fair. Right. Should have won that title. After the top three guys all got hurt, he should have won that title. So No, that's not true. Baggett, Adam. No. What? Poor Adam. But, but Davos was... The guy before all that went down. No, he was winning. not the guy before that. Those guys were ahead of him in the points. Mm. Okay. Anyway. He's, he's never ridden anything but on factory teams. Right. Uh, if you want to call Star a non-factory team. So back you're stating there. obvious reasons. Very good bikes. Lots of money. Delivered three wins. Finished one outdoor series in ten years. I feel like I'm right to criticize him a little bit. But I get it that he's not a fan. Okay. I get it. Pulling for Marty this year, though. I'm really back on. Hopefully, Marty can make it happen. I really, really hope that he can. So, good job, Marty. Anyways, yeah, Timmy. Timmy's working with him. Yeah. So, told me he doesn't like him. It's another guy, Purcell, Purcell and Marty uh, LeBig. Not fans. <laughs> so, the Rockstar Husky guys. Jeez, um, Osborne a, likes me, though. Oh, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. And if Sleater race, he wouldn't like me either. But. Jeez. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> can we talk about Adam real quick? Oh, dude. Are we all sad right now, or? Yeah. Well, um, what are we gonna say about it? That he's injured again? Yeah, it's just, it's just. Now the panic button should be, be ringing for him. I would think. You know. JT, is that panic button worthy? Uh, I'm looking up the points here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now there's zero points for everyone, so I can already see. No, he's so until uh, he was second points when Adam got hurt at Toronto, and then he went to first. The what? next weekend, he won uh, and then, second at Toronto when Adam didn't race. He went to first. But he was ahead. Yeah, but they don't know shit. But he was, he he was, was ahead of everyone he else. He was ahead of Baggett? Okay. Yep, yep, he was ahead of Baggett. Well, Baggett was coming. We're still on Marty talk? Is oh. that what we're talking about? Yeah, he still wants to talk about Marty. What about Adam? Panic, Adam, button, JT? Oh, man. I hate to say it because I like the kid, but how do you not? You know, it's. 
tough. I thought this this East Coast was a big deal for him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's not even going to, you know, if, if he races, it won't be 100%. I think so. what we need to find out, too, JT, is like, like he won't return my text, but he sure returned Pookie's text right away. So if, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, Cincerillo, uh, go fuck yourself. Um, text, text Pookie right back, doesn't text me. But I think we need, we need to find out, like, what it, what in his wrist is broken. That means a lot of things, wrist broken, you know? Right. Navicular. Right. Dislocation. They said six weeks, so I don't think it's navicular. Navicular, navicular would be longer, correct, JT? Six weeks? That's what they uh, somebody, I think so. Somebody officially said that? Yeah, it said six weeks. Was that MXA or somebody said, yeah. like That was the PR release oh, okay. today. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. MXA said in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, MXA. That's so Jody can read it. By the way, MXA. <laughs> there's nothing douchier than attaching someone on Twitter and saying, We talked about you here, which is MXA's move on Twitter. Oh. At Chris Kiefer, we talked about you here. Right, right. Nothing douchier. But, anyways. Um, so, kind of need to know what kind of injury Cincerillo has. Well, but six weeks isn't that bad. Well, we're just saying six weeks, he's not going to win the championship, right? Right. So. They were on the outdoors again, so let's roll the outdoors. But like being how fast he was and what he was supposed to be, and you know he was on his way to win the championships before, and he got hurt, and now he's hurt again. I just, you all know, right. it's just not it sucks. Yeah, well, we all like Adam. Yeah, he's a good dude. All right, Angels and Airways fan too, so you gotta like him. Yeah, he's got to be depressed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. same thing goes for Dino. You know, those yeah, guys yeah, they yeah. go crawling. To Who a would hole. be more depressed, Dino or Adam? God, that's close. Right? It would be more suicidal. Adam. Adam, you think? I think Dino. Dino's Instagram was... Yeah, yeah it was... It was that was yeah. morbid. It was deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time translating it. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I did it. But Is he back, JT? Do you know? Is Dino back in America? Uh, not that I know. I have no idea, but I, I don't know. Well, he went I to, didn't say I don't he know. He went to Belgium, no right? Yeah, he went to Belgium yeah. to get a surgery or something, so... Because did, we have the best jo- surgeon over there. Did he get a synthetic uh, ACL? Does anybody know that, JT? I understand he did, but I don't know for sure. Okay. No. Not sure. There's people who tell me that those aren't as good, you know? But oh. obviously he th- he feels like he did it the right way, the other way for the first time. And yeah. First. This was a problem. So, you know, you know, people don't understand, like, these doctors that are fixing these riders. Some people love Dr. Ting. Some people love, uh, um, what's the other guy? The guy down, yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Down here, down uh, in SoCal. And not Anderson. Um, um, Alexander. Alexander. Alexander? Yes. I've heard dudes talk crap on both dudes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like both guys have, have negative people, too, as well as positive people. Um, but one, Well, everyone used to go to Dr. Murphy. Yeah, Murphy. Everybody started right. talking crap on him. Yeah. But I what, used to go to Dr. Augustine. You know what I mean? It's like everybody. Yeah. Uh, JT, you went with Augustine, right? Yeah, I always had Augustine do my um, But what people don't understand is sometimes, like, just like a mechanic or whatever, a doctor can not do something right. Like, and cost a rider. Red Dog's wrist didn't get fixed right either, yeah, you know? human error. Yeah, kind of crazy. Um, all right, let's do the btosports.com. Tweet it, Travis. Let's, let's get that let's get that out of the way. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Still loud. Still loud. Here's the tweets of Travis. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Travis? What do you think? <laughs> 
Um, that's a Swiss court job. Uh, yeah, like that's it? good. Are you? It's good. That's I'm okay with that. Okay. The I don't know if good. I'm quite that hillbilly, but we'll take no, it. you're not. <laughs> no. Why is there chicken? I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. I was, you said the banjo was your doing. If Osborne, I'm on the air. Stop texting me. He wants to come on. He's listening. Oh. Well. Um. Uh, BTOsports.com. Use code PulpMX10 when you're checking out to save yourself money at BTOsports.com. Proud sponsors of the BTO Sports uh, KTM team. And anything you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com has it. If we get a... If we get a... If we get a... Get a. JT, what was the number that I... If I got to get new customers, what was that? Do you what? remember? I told you this. My deal with them. JT, what? What are you talking about, BTO? Yeah. Sleeping. If I get if I get five hundred new orders in twenty sixteen, I get five grand bonus. For from oh, where? you never told me. You never oh, I didn't tell you that from BTOsports.com. No. Nice. Not repeat customers. So you need to order Heather, and you need LeBig, Travis. You did already, I think. You said. Uh, I might have been yeah. Talon. No, it was me. Huh. I'm just trying to think of when it was. I need a new. All right. If, you, if you haven't ordered. Okay. I'll order some Oakley air brakes from BTO. How's that sound? <laughs> I want to punch you right now. Uh, I get a five, this is the time we need cameras right here. I get a five thousand dollar bonus. So, same. All right. I don't know if I should talk about that on the air or not, but I just did. Um, all right. BTOsports.com. These are questions submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter, and Travis over there picks the best ones, and uh, he, he lets he gives us all a little bit of fun while he reads these. Pulpamex ten is. Uh, I'm trying to stall so you can answer that call. I'm gonna let it ring. Okay. Pulpamex ten is the code. All right. All right. Kyle Greenwald wants to know. Uh, any word on what Yosh, Team Yosh is going to do now? Like, what are they? Uh, what's their plans? They're just going to wait it out, or? Well, Baggett's back this weekend, so that's good. Mm. Stu, like I said earlier, I heard Stu back for Dallas. They've contacted a guy about filling in over there. Can't he, say. He may or may not be Schmick Schrey. Schmick Rhymes with Schmick Schrey. So we'll see. Alex Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens over there. I think Stu wants to come back sooner than maybe people think. The rider they may have uh, in contact that may or may not have left his Lifetime Achievement Award here in the studio. Oh. There definitely was not an Instagram post about that. No, there was no. not an Instagram mm-hmm. post about that. Nope. All right. Matt Marriott wants to know, uh, with AC Hurt, what does uh, PC do with them? Do they fill in the gaps? And how about his future? Well, Chad said something about Forkner on Twitter to me. He's Hangtown, right? Well, Did anybody hear anything different? No, yeah, but he's Supercross eligible now, though. Yeah, he. So, how does that work? If he he won the main event overall, so is that three points automatically? Dude, I, I think he got it the first weekend. Just however, okay. he did. yeah. All right. Good thing he's ready for Supercross. Thank God. Right. He went to Road to Arena Cross. Thank God he's ready. Jesus, if he hadn't gone there, he'd be a menace. God, that kid's. I think that okay. kid's. Okay, I'm gonna stop venting about if that. If he if he raced Supercross, he would podium. First race, first race, dude. He's pretty good, but I, I mean, I don't know him that. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, look great at the Monster Cup. I, I don't, I'm not that familiar with amateur stuff. But what do you think, JT? I don't know. It's, I haven't watched him ride. You know, other than Monster Cups, so, though. He's got some stiff competition. Mookie and those guys will not be going slow. Marty, uh, I would, I would assume that Mitch is probably going to evaluate him and and see what his options are. That would be my guess. Do you think they might do it then? You think they might? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. You know. I. I know you don't know. But... Thought. No, I don't even think it was a thought. Right. Until this Adam thing happened, but with you know, two full weeks or three weeks, I guess. Um, 
to work it out. You know, he's in shape. He's been riding Supercross, obviously, uh, to get ready for Arena Cup. I could see it, you know. I could see him looking at the option of it. I mean, why not? He's yeah. eligible. Right. He's yeah. really good. Uh, if he's ready, that would be the question. Mitch is that, and that's why I say evaluate him. He's probably right. bring him to California, have him ride the Cowie track and see where he stacks up, and then right. All right, what about Stroop? Bring that magic back. Uh, factory Husky. I know. All right, next question. Eddie O'Keefe asks, if Craig keeps starting in front of Webb and keeps being tough to pass, how long till Webb starts getting more aggressive and puts him in the cheap seats? I think it's already here. <laughs> I think he would already do it. Webb seems angry lately. I just think he's, he's very angry. Flustered, yeah. He's in his head. I think that's why I think Craig. You think he's in, in his, his head? head? I don't think so, bro. Uh, I don't, you're the racer here, but I mean, I mean, I mean, not in his head where he thinks about him 24/7, but he knows when Christian's in front of him, it's in his head like, oh shit, this guy is son of a bitch to pass. Right. Okay. Are they buddies or what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't get aggressive with them at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. He has a. I know he Cooper has a tight group. Um. With him, I know Seth Rarick. Somebody uh, needs to call Seth. And uh, flew out here to stay with Cooper, and he's kind of helping him with his financial stuff, kind of doing that. He's kind of heading that, that way, because I guess uh, Cooper had some problems with some other guys before, so he trusts uh, Seth, so I know. But I don't think he gets out much of him in a circle. Well, wow, someone needs to call Seth. Tell Cooper to stop taking dudes out on the concrete in practice. <laughs> All right, next question. Travis Evers wants to know, is Dungey the healthiest rider ever, and can you think of any other fast riders with less major crashes? Chad Reed? Eh, maybe not. No, yeah. God, Dungey broke his collarbone, right? Three yeah. years ago? It's kind of like an RC, though. RC really yeah. never got hurt, you know? RC yeah, got hurt. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, one year. ACL. Um, and, and Carmichael had some hellacious crashes. Good God. Um, he Dungey's got to be up there. Yeah, to me. All right, Oliver wants to know. I think you guys touched on this a little bit, but I couldn't really hear. Uh, who has the worst luck out of the three? Stewart, Cincerello, or Wilson? That's just too hard to pick. Not Stewart. I'd go Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, go, Wilson. I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd go Dino. I'd go Wilson as well. Yeah. Yeah, Dean's been pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe Adam. Dino had a, Dino's won a title. James has won a bunch of titles. Yeah. Cincerillo hasn't even got to race hardly. Has Cincerillo completed a series? He has not, has he? No, no. He he, he came in four races deep in his rookie year. He missed the last bit in his Supercross year. He came in last year, missed in Redbud. Now he's out again. So this yeah. is his third year. This is his third year. No, well, he came in. At, he came in at Hangtown and got hurt right away. Yeah. So third year of professional racing, though. Uh, yes. Okay. Right. Well, not full season because he raced raced outdoors of right. fourteen. But all right, yeah, hasn't hasn't been good. All right, Eric Breck wants to know which brand finishes off the podium first: KTM in four fifties or Yamaha in the two fifties. What do you think, Lebig? I didn't understand the question. Why? Because it's English and you didn't get it, or <laughs> I was not paying attention. <laughs> KTM's in the four fifties <sighs> or Yamaha in the two fifties. Which one will finish off the podium first? Ooh, he is facing towards this way. That's I don't think Ryan Dungey ever finishes off the podium, dude. Ever, <sighs> like ever again. No, it's like a. 
That's both hard to do because yeah. it's it's Yamaha's got solid 250 program, and then you got Dungey that's 95% going to get a podium. I don't think Dungey ever finishes off the podium in the rest of his life. JT's. I would say Yamaha for sure because I don't think J-Mart's a shoe-in for podium. Yeah. Do you think, JT, that um, that Dungey should bring a box of Wheaties and a bowl up on the podium? <laughs> Uh, well, he's going to have his riding gear on, all of his riding gear, so it wouldn't make sense. To do that. <laughs> Does he change into jeans and then bring the bowl out? <laughs> Dude, seriously, like, carry the monster, or carry the Red Bull drink, and then bring up cereal bowl. A ball of muddy Wheaties. And do like this with the target hand, and then go rock. Pour the Is Red he going to put water in, the, water in the Wheaties, like, you know what they do with the Red Bull? Dude, someone can carry the milk. One of his man friends can carry the milk. He's not allowed to have dairy. What? Yeah, you're not allowed to have dairy on that program. You oh. oh, you can't drink milk? No cheese? You can't have any dairy. Yeah, no uh, dairy. Um, Are you kidding? What about almond milk? Almond. Yeah. Yeah, that's not dairy, though. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. You can't oh, have the, the, the Wheaties. I'll, I'll with tell you the, what. I'm out if I can't have cheese. I'm, oh, I'm completely shit. out of that program. <laughs> All right. Who's eating Wheaties anyway? This thing is disgusting. I have never eaten Wheaties. <laughs> this thing is disgusting. He said. Are they, I mean, are, are I mean, they good that, or no? They're just a, not good. With, you can put sugar on it. They're good. No, uh, as a journalist, that's... Frosted that's, Wheaties? Oh, come on. No. As a journalist, I mean, when I got the box in Anaheim 1, uh, the first time, the first thing I did the, the next morning is to try them out. Yeah. Right. It's disgusting. I mean, if you don't put sugar... Yeah. Ugh. Is sugar it, and bananas and some and chocolate sauce. Yeah, it's like grape nuts go. without sugar. And chocolate. We need a thing. box for our studio here. We need a box for for our studio. Did you do it is Kiefer? No, yeah. I, I, they're not very good. No, he okay. likes uh, cinnamon life. Cinnamon, yeah, I like bad shit. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like healthy. That's shit. probably off Baker's program. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not on Baker's. Breakfast of champion. All right, next. Yeah, question. you like that? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Heather cracks up every time. Yeah, she That's does. Good. Yeah. Uh, James Fair wants to know, with Factor Yamaha back and maybe tailing Webb, is JGR being on anything but Yamaha actually possible? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. JT, you do too, probably, huh? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think JGR and RCH could would be switching it up. Yeah. When is their contract run out for Yamaha? This year. This, this year. year. Yeah. yeah. And RCH, same thing. Okay. So. Wouldn't the, okay, but JGR's contract with Barsha... Would it be for any brand, or would it say like? Cause, okay, Nick Way's contract with MDK was like, "We, you will ride a Honda 450 for us." Right. And when he wrote, when he switched to KTM, they had to pay him a shit ton of money to get him back on a KTM because he broke the terms of the contract per se. Wouldn't JGR's contract with Barsha say you're going to ride a Yamaha? No, because no? if if J, I mean, if you're smart business guy, you know that your contract ends with the corporation. No, I know, but wouldn't Barsha say, I, I, "I'm good with." Uh, um, I'm good with Yamaha. You yeah, know? I don't know. I don't know. Like, can, like if you, you sign with JGR, okay. Right. Um, and then they decide to take all the money and buy gas gas. Okay. <laughs> so now you're going to the extreme. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you're not protected. you got to ride a gas gas. I'm just, so as a rider's agent, you would be like, no, no, no. Right. Here's the terms. Right. Yeah, so. I'm sure there's a term somewhere in the contract that right. say, hey, I cannot go with gas gas. Okay. <laughs> At least. Okay. Great, now Gas Gas is not going to sponsor the Pulp Show. <laughs> Good job. That's what did it. Yeah. Um, and the last one, I'm kind of curious, too. What happened to Osborne's bike during the heat race? Anybody know? Oh, I got him on my text right here. He keeps texting me. I thought me. he just dragged the rear brake. He said, I said... Uh, did he stole it? He That's said, what I thought. I thought what he happened to, What happened to your bike in the heat? It just quit. No clue, really. Weird. I said, did you swap a motor? Not the motor, but literally everything else. I said, did Porcel's dog help? No. 
probably, so that, probably vapor lock. That was, that was my, my, my text to him. So. Yeah, and I guess the, the star guys ran the thing, the Cooper's bike on the dyno for 45 minutes after the race, and then nothing, it never replicated what happened. So they, they couldn't find it out what the fuck was wrong with it. So weird. Guys like JT oh, and Cooper, they're sketchy. They just hold the kill button down if they're getting tired. Larry Ward used to do that. Uh, I heard Ryan Huffman did that too in Primal Suzuki days. Yeah, Larry Ward used to do it. He's, when he would get tired, he would just hold the kill, hold it wide open and keep hitting the kill button. Yeah. That just splashes fuel into the top end, though, doesn't it? When you hit the kill button and hold it wide open? Well, this was on, this was on a two-stroke. Uh, it would just yeah. burr, burr, uh, and just fog. Hey, you don't have to do with fuel. All right, next question. That's it. Oh, that's it? Yep. BTOsports.com. Uh, tweet at Travis. I miss tits. I miss tits bad. <laughs> Do you really? You want him back in here? I see him all the time, so I don't miss him, but I know everyone else does. What about sleeping in, in your truck? Do you do that? No, absolutely not. I got a nice, comfy bed. Why would I? Yeah, you never in sleep truck? in your truck, even no. to try to save 40 minutes or whatever his rationale was? No, because I go into work whenever I want, so it's not like I have to get up early. Right. Okay. It's a rough life. Yeah. yeah. And where'd you do your mission again? You did it in a cool place. Peru. Peru, half yeah. Of, half of it, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Then you got sick or you I had a yeah. knee surgery. Knee surgery. Yeah. Uh, uh, tits did it in East St. Louis. That's awesome. JT, do you want to take these phone calls? You got to go. Uh, we can do a couple. Okay. Let's do a couple here. He sounds so tired. Dude. I know. He sounds like he's out of it. Um, I am tired. Brian, what's going on, man? How are you? Fellas, how are you guys? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for calling. Good. Martin Davalos, real quick. Um, Love him. <clears throat> I, I know you do. So, um, <laughs> thanks, Tony. Appreciate it, dude. Um, was he uh, was he hurt before the West Coast? Because <clears throat> sorry, if Zach's listening, but let's be honest, Zach has no shot of beating Cooper unless he can nuke him. Um, and but he does have a shot. But he would have had a shot at the East because good grief, that is for the taking now. But I'm thinking. You know, I mean, right. Davalos has him shot. Davalos, either, yeah. Either coach. No, Davalos, uh, <laughs> Davalos was hurt or sick or something before the West. Okay. Right, JT? Okay. Do you, did you remember hearing that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily okay. agree with all the things that were said. I think Zach's been riding really great, but he's going up against, you know, the best guy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. He's, um, riding, he's riding just fine. It's just, he's, unfortunately, he's got a face... He's got to face Goliath with all sorts of weapons, and he's got, you know, he's got a, a pocket knife. So I mean, well, he you doesn't know. get to choose which coast you're at either. You got yeah. into that. Uh, although, oh, hey, no, I, if you're Osborne and you see Craig win, that's got to chap your ass because that it, Osborne needs a first career win, you know, in Supercross. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I feel, really, I feel like Zach was really good in Phoenix too. I think he would have been. Uh, he was good. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just he's just a tick off. Yeah. No, I definitely realize he doesn't get to choose the coast. I was just wondering. Right. Man, no. how come Rockstar wouldn't do that? Because good grief, they would have a really good shot in the East. Cause, yeah, no, but I you mean, know what? A lot of a lot of teams There's like a lot of good guys in the East. I I think the East is pretty stacked, to be honest with you. Right, I agree. LeBay. But you're picking you're picking Jeremy Martin, right? Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know who I'm going to pick yet. I think. I mean, okay. when you start breaking down how many guys are over there, it's it's kind of a free for all at the moment. LeBay. There's a oh, lot of good guys. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. There's it's really deep. LeBig, uh, LeBig, Justin Hill, Mookie, Bowers, Tonus, J-Mart, Plessinger, McElrath, Hampshire. Who do you like for the East? That's fucking a lot. <laughs> Jeez, that's a tough I, question. I think I like... I think I like... I got my two. Though, I, think I think I like Mookie. I would say Bowers or Mookie. Yeah, I'll say Mookie as well. Can you really... Go, yeah. 
He's a big favorite of the French fans. I mean, they like it a lot. <laughs> well, that's a dumb reason to pick him, though, LeBay. I know, but... Because he's uh, popular on your, on your website. No, 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 but uh, uh. he, you know... He's fast. Yeah, he's fast. I don't think Lucy can hold it together that many races. This would have been, this would have been Shane here. I'm actually really good friends with Shane, and unfortunately, he's not going to race it. But uh, man, this would have been this would have been his year, especially now with with Adam going down. Um, is Shane's wrist is still jacked up. Yep. Yeah. Shane, who are we talking about? Shane. Shane McGrath. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brian. Pre- appreciate, it, man. See you fellas. Have a good night. Thank you. Really pulling for Marty to get the pull together this year. So. Uh, you know he's going to win heat races. Colin, what's going on? How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Uh, actually, since I've been on hold so long, I got a couple questions. Okay. Um, Sorry, bro. Jab, jab. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Um, how long does it take for these guys Don't like me to get off of uh, the payroll of, like Thor, Alpine Star? Or is that, you know, they get um, something as long question. as they're wearing it? What do you think, JT? you think RV's getting anything from anybody? No, they're done. His, all his contracts are fulfilled. The only thing would be, did he work out something with Cowie or No, that's what I asked. Like, that's, no, that's what I meant. So do you think he worked something out with Thor, Cowie to do whatever and wear that stuff? Uh, I would think probably no. I'm going to text him right uh, now. Look, I'm you're text you're him right telling now. me right now Thor's not paying RV. I don't know. I, I mean, what did they... RV's been, they're still plugging the shit out of his stuff. Yeah, but stuff. what's RV doing right now for them? It doesn't matter. He's RV. I mean, is he in any ads but, or anything? What about, like, McGrath? in any ads or anything? McGrath would still get paid, I would think. Have you seen, have you seen I mean, RV how many in any ads or anything? Has he switched from? Not print ads, JT, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't they use him, like, big time if they were paying him? Yeah, but maybe he's on like a downscale kind of a. a oh, you know. there, there's no way he's getting paid the same amount of money. No, I know yeah, that. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. but I think that I feel like he's still getting paid because, you know, he is, does stuff, and I see him on social media. And Thor, you know, talks about him on their social media still, and there he's still in the Thor loop. Yeah, I mean, he, on Instagram he put some stuff about Oakley as well. So Did he? he, Did he? To, yeah. Okay. So he has to be on the payroll at yeah. one point. I just think maybe it's just not as as big. Some sort of yeah, obviously no. Right. Yeah, there's you know, no sometimes on Instagram, I mean, you put something, you get a you bonus about putting a post. So right. maybe he's doing that on the you know. Okay. Know. No, I just got the answer right now. He says no, he doesn't. No. From Any, Thor. All right. Oh, from Thor. From Thor. That's wow. Oakley. I, I, I can ask him all this stuff. He probably doesn't even want to. Probably doesn't want him sharing that on the air. Well, that's good. Well, JT um, knows what's up. Okay, thanks, Colin. Thank you, man. Well, I had one more. Oh yeah, sorry, I my bad. Two more, but what I'll is it? Settle for one. All right. Um, last week, when you guys were trying to figure out what happened to Cooper's bike, you guys, uh, somebody brought up no valve seals. Yeah. What is that? Just lack of less resistance, more power. Exactly. Or? Yeah. No friction on the valves. Uh, it's. I know Chad Santa used to do that. Um, no valve seals on bikes. And then who was in here? Who was in last week? Oh, Big Nasty. Uh, he said a lot of guys, yeah. a lot of teams do it too. No valve seal. They don't have a valve seal, bro. Because his lifespan's short. Yeah, anyway. they're just free as hell, right? Would it pass oil, though? I mean, would it smoke a little bit? A little bit, I guess, but you're not worried about it. You're just like, whatever. It's not enough to yeah, but make they a don't problem. Know shit. So. So yeah, right. um, yeah. No, I I thought it was an eleven ten thing, but I guess like Big Nasty said, more and more teams are doing that. So who knew? All right, cool. Th- thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thanks. All right, uh, Tyler, what's going on? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Uh, just calling and asking how come uh, Dungey's bike was late in second practice. You know, 
I never asked anybody. I probably should have been a reporter. Did you ask anybody? I have big? No clue. Uh, yeah, I read it. Um, oh. They went and had to change uh, suspension settings. What? Oh. Yeah. That guy needs to do a class on how to keep calm when things happen. So it was on Vital. I read it on Vital. You're gonna change. You're gonna miss five laps or five minutes for suspension change? Yeah, they went and swapped out something real quick. And wow. They did last okay. minute deal, so yeah. he was just hanging out. Right. Okay. Oh, there we go. And I got another question too. Oh, um, okay. All right. How come? How come you guys never talk about Nick Schmidt? I mean, guy's like one of the only privateers making the last what four, four mains. Yeah. No. He's, yeah. He's um, good. Well, I guess we don't. I mean, yeah, we, we don't talk really. about. Alex Ray or anything like Nick's yeah Nick's been riding well he's been putting it in I probably should have him on the show at some point again we've had him on before he's got a good um, style yeah yeah rides good yeah um are you buddies with him no not really oh okay. I just wondered yeah no reason no reason at all I like Nick I said hi to him this weekend um and oh, yeah really? he, he's been good he's been he's been good it's tough to make the mains consistently like that so Another guy's yeah, been good sure. in 250 that we haven't we won't talk. Trevor Reese, he's like a local San Diego kid. I yeah. don't know him yeah, at all, yeah, but yeah. I just see him all the time, and mm-hmm. he's been in every almost every main event. Yeah. All right, thanks Thanks for the call, man. Cool, thank you. All right, thanks. Uh, all right, JT, thank you, buddy. Thanks for coming on, flyracing.com. Um, check him out, JT. Yeah, no oh, and the yeah. VIP program, hey, of course. And Friday we get a look at the gear, or we have to wait till Saturday? Uh... I will be in your office this week with it, but oh, yeah. the public won't see it until the weekend. All right. Well, I'll see you Thursday then. Hold on. Yeah, there you go. You're coming down here? That's I'm right. to California. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to lunch, bro down. Oh, I can't wait till the Kiefer ends up screwing you over again. Stop. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, JT. You Thank you, buddy. Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, phone call for you, Kiefer. Derek, what's your question for Chris Kiefer? Yeah, I do. Um... What I was wondering is where we see a lot of these guys now switching back and forth between suspension manufacturers trying to find the setting that they like. Um, I've got a setup where I tried to talk to you guys about it before with my phone cut out and stuff, but uh, I've got a 13 Cowie, and everybody kind of knows those aren't the greatest for forks, but I have an 08 YZF 450 sitting around that doesn't really have much hours on it. And was wondering about switching those forks into the Cowie chassis, but wondering if that would be a good idea, if it would, for any reason, not work good or whatever. I just had a good feeling on the SSS stuff. I mean, I've personally never tried that. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, you could machine some stuff to make it work, but I think you would have to have a different, you know, obviously clamps. You got the fork, and then you have, you know, it would be some work to do that, yeah, but I'm sure you could do it. Um and to say it's better, I mean, that's that's tough to say. I'm sure. I mean, guessing, yeah, I think it would be, but uh, you'd have to be uh, you'd have to take some time with that and do you'd it. You'd have to measure your stem, your yeah. your clamps, the width of everything. Um, it'd be it'd be a big big job. It'd be work, yeah. Okay. Well, I knew that like Race Tech, you know, they had the deal to convert it to a spring fork, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, just didn't know if using an existing spring fork like that that is well, a good fork would be any better or dude, race the, the, the tapers and the forks are different, so you just can't slide them up there. It's a lot uh, easier uh, yeah. to switch from, from the same manufacturer, like, you know, going from a, a 15 CRF 450 and putting, like, a 12 fork on it and stuff like that. That's easier to stick with Honda mm-hmm. Honda versus jumping from Yamaha to Cowie. Racetech.com, bro. Okay. Okay. Well, I will look into that. Then. All right. Okay. Thank you.
Okay, thanks. All right. Uh, going to take a commercial break. Our last one of the night here. Uh, the big, you going to stick around? No, I need to go. You're done? Yeah. Exotics Racing. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give away a random guy uh, for a drift drift session on there. Yeah, drift experience. Yep, drift experience. Uh, LA or Vegas. LA and, or uh, Vegas. Contest at publicmechshow.com. Yeah, it's a, it's a gift certificate, so it's valid for one year. Fantastic. So it's good. Go check uh, it out. LeBigUSA.com. If you're yep. French. If you're oh. French. If you're not, you <laughs> sorry. There's nothing I can do about right. that. <laughs> Google and you Translate. have to be a subscription. <clears throat> to sub, sub, uh, How much is it? It's a 19.95 euros a year. Okay. So 20, 22 bucks. Yeah. It's nothing. It's no problem for the Kiefer's. Dude, he has so many checks coming in from so many different places, he probably loses track of them. Yeah, you like Trust. that? Testing for everybody. Trust me, I don't lose track. Dirt Rider and everything else. Uh, one of the, my favorite uh, journalists in the sport, Stefan Legrand from the Big USA. Thank you Thank for you coming in. Have a good night. Appreciate it. We'll okay. take this commercial break. Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider will be back in. We've got a lot more coming on. Thanks for uh, listening, and thanks for slamming your headsets down while they're still live. All right, thank you. Hey there, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to 
access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV 
Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cams, unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. 
All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsap, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PulpMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559, VortexRacing.com, or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PulpMX show. And NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, 
Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels of Choice, the wheel choice of privateers and factories alike. W Wheels, great guys down there. Complete wheel sets. Michael Akaiden has W Wheel sets now. That's a, that's a cool thing you did. Or they did too. Yeah, that's real cool. <laughs> Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics and Ride Engineering. Kiefer tonight brought to you by RoostMX, RoostMX.net. Over 17 years in business, quick 48-hour turnaround. Anything you need, helmet kits, t-shirts, sticker kits, trailer graphics, and more. They have it, RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. They got a whole Pulp Nation website uh, section on their website. Uh, of course, proud sponsors of the Cycle Trader Rock River team with Colt Nichols. RoostMX.net. Check it out, everybody. Appreciate it. Chris Keeper in studio along with my wife, Pookie. Hello, hello. All right, so we're going to play the voicemails this week. We got a lot of weird voicemails. Yes. Uh, but uh, we've been waiting to play these for Kiefer for his next appearance uh, in the show. There's um, definitely um, – oh, yeah. we still got the Race Tech email segment coming up. Let's do that right now first. Race Tech. Uh, gold, want to experience the gold level advantage when racers like Privateers, Freeze, LeMay, Lalesi, Cody Gilmore get a chance, get a choice in suspension that choose Race Tech. Race Tech's gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottom resistance. They've got a, a quality engine program going over there too. Uh, precision engine services using the best equipment and processes in the industry. Racetech.com. Of course, Kiefer has been going on and on about how you can take how Racetech takes your uh, Showa forks and turns them in from air into spring. And KYB stuff is coming now or very out soon. Um, so take your air forks that you don't like and turn them into spring forks. And Kiefer will be very pumped on you. You'll be so, pumped. Trust me. Pulpamex. 2016 Pulpmex code saves you money at Race Tech. Get your oil suspension oil changed at least, please. All right, here's some of the best emails of the week from Keith. Oh my gosh, I just listened to the show with RV, Nick, and Big Nasty. That truly was radio gold. I really like Kiefer, Ping, DV, and Berluti. Watson, not so much. But Nick and Big Nasty are unbelievably good. I've been a listener for years now, and since my wife started playing, and my and since my wife started playing Fantasy SX, she's been listening too. We're both hooked, and we laugh and we talk about stuff we heard on your show. We can both only listen to archives. Sounds dumb, I know, but I think it's improving our already great relationship. Aww, uh, brain love together. The Pulp Show improving a relationship. All right. I think it's breaking ours. My are you kidding me? Uh, just like you and Kiefer. I married a way above my station in life. She rides a Race Tech Resprung <laughs> New Shock Fork Oil YZ250F and a Husky 610 Supermoto SM on the roads and trails. She's more knowledgeable of the sport than those dumbasses that don't listen, beating them in Fantasy SX. Thank yeah, you, you like that? Thank you, and good job on keeping politics, guns, and religion out of the show. Oh, I would love to talk about two of those. Unfortunately, our society is so divided on those subjects, it's a sure way to piss off just about half your listeners. I understand and get the humor in the F-bombs. Thank you, thank you for keeping them few and far between. Here's to wishing Pookie and you all the best. A big thank you. Keith and Boise. Nice, nice Keith. That was right. good. Thanks, Keith. Nice email. Dubers sent this in. Hey, Steve, <laughs> I just wanted to give you a big thanks for all the content, especially the Pulp Hockey podcast. Yeah. PulpHockey.com, a brand new podcast coming out. I know Keefer's a big listener. Catch the so fever, bro. Who do you got? Pat Elena coming up tomorrow. Oh, Pat. Who could forget about Pat? 30-goal score for the Jets <laughs> back in the day. Okay, I think I grew up pretty similar to you, Duber said. I grew up in Ontario. I'm the same age as you. My dad was my mechanic. A mechanic. I was a diehard moto fan. Raced in the summer. A Leaf fan in the winter. Sounds like me. Like life. you, I got my moto news from MXA and dirt, ride, and dirt bike and looked forward to the delayed tapes of the USB at Carlsbad. I'm shocked at your knowledge of hockey. Yeah, well. 
Only considering that you only lived under Canada for so long. Your hockey guests have been great. There's been a few guests that seem disinterested at the start, but by 10 minutes in, they can't stop talking. I know Wendell Clark is your guy. Oh, yes. Oh, does he know Wendell? And mine is Boyer Salming. Mr. Wendell. Uh, Brock Hepper one for Moto would be cool, too. I did a Brock Hepper podcast. Uh, check it out the archives. He's an airline pilot. He seems to have a lot of layovers in Vegas. Any suggestions to or for a place to rent a mountain bike? And what trail should I try to hit up at Red Rocks? There you go. Uh, go to Cottonwood. There's a bike shop at the town of... What the hell is that town called? Henderson? No. Red Rock. And then you go to the town. It's called uh, Blue Diamond. There's a, a bicycle shop called Blue Diamond in Blue Diamond. Do you know that, Travis, what I'm talking about? You mountain bike, don't you? No. Okay. We discussed this. I thought you mountain bike. Nope. It's good to know your employees, we Steve. We discussed this. Yeah, we discussed this. Drink one. Yeah, really, right? Really mouthy. That, that's a fine. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a fine. That's a back talk. Don't back talk me. Hey. <laughs> what, you, can't <laughs> take it? you can't take it? Uh, Blue Diamond. Blue Diamond Bike Shop. They rent it. So thanks, Dubers. It's a nice email also. Dubs. Uh, Mark sent this in. <laughs> Best show on the internet. Thank you, contributions. Uh, the 2016 season has been one of the most disappointing and frustrating seasons I've witnessed. Baggett, Bogle, fucking stew, all caps, and Barsha, Wiz Wilson, Tickle, Chisholm, Grant, Kennard. Um, Portray should pull the plug. Nothing goes right. He's a ticking time bomb. Uh, this is obviously a list of eight great riders, excluding the others, which are all right. And Shorty, too. He's missing also. This season, a disaster waiting to happen. Mathis, I can't thank you enough. Blah, blah. I love Watson. Please get that guy back in. He's the shit. Kiefer is super cool. JT money's inside his prices and DV. ODV, I love it when you troll people. All right. Um, this season hasn't been a disaster. It's been. There's, there's the thing. That is a lot of guys out, but it is. It's, at least there's multiple winners. It's dirt bikes. People get hurt. That's just how it is. Every year, it's the same. How many years have you ever seen everyone healthy through the whole time? It doesn't I happen. I went back and looked at the 1998 season because I remember it being really bad. Yeah. And I, I was working for Birdwell then. And I went back and looked at the 1998 season finale in Vegas. There was four factory riders. They started off in Anaheim with like 13. Right. And by Vegas, just, there was four. It's dirt bikes yeah. racing. It, people get jacked. No, it happens for sure. Uh, hey, Mr. Backtalk, uh, who's on two? Did you do that? Oh, look who doesn't have the answer now. It's Ed. We talked about this. Yeah. No, we did um, talk about it when I sent you the message about who's on two. <laughs> Racetech.com. <laughs> Papa Mex code. Uh, thanks to the guys from Racetech. Kiefer, if you had to do one thing from Racetech, I'm guessing you'd take your Air Forks and turn them into Spring Forks. <laughs> yeah. Air Forks are shit. Dude, the Air Fork people must really hate you. I don't really care. Do you get flack from them? From the OEMs? Not yet. No? But, I mean, if it's shit, I'm going to say it's shit, no, I right? I know. You're just going to get a lot of flack. Right. That's uh, right. <laughs> Andy, what's going on? How are you, Andy? Hey, I'm doing good, Steve. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for calling. What's your uh, What's your comment? I was just wanting to know if you've ever looked into putting a, a commercial on TV. I mean, definitely not for Supercross, but for the outdoors. It seems like you maybe could get one on there. I don't know about the expense, but have you ever looked into it? No. I don't no, know. not at all. Remember when we did that promo? Remember when they were going to put us on Mav TV and they'd shot a pilot in here with Watson and <laughs> That's I? That's right. I remember that. And I thought yeah, I was going to remember that. I thought I was going to get a Lambo, and they were going to pick the right. show up, and they never did. I've never right. recovered from that. Oh, yeah, bummer. So up. the TV thing is out then. I don't know. I should look into it, right? Well, right. I mean, there seems to be a lot of chintzy commercials on the on the outdoor series, so we maybe could. it wouldn't cost too much, and maybe right. get Kiefer in there with his beautiful face. No, get Heather. Know. Get Heather in there. Yeah, so don't put me. Don't in put there. Kiefer in there. Put All Heather. Right. In there. I think they would get the wrong idea if they seen <laughs> Heather. I don't know. Though. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. I get Heather and Pookie making out and there. then say Pulp MX. Listeners, quick. Like, you know uh, the GoDaddy commercials? Like, with uh, they yeah. always had. You're almost there. To yeah. find out more, go right. to GoDaddy.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, not a bad idea. Are we getting Lambos then? Look into it. I want, I want a percentage, though, just a small one, like yeah. a t shirt or something. We won't forget you. I'll break you off something, Andy. Right on. Thanks, bro. Thanks. All right, see you. Clint, the angry Aussie. What's up, Clint? Hey, you going, man? Good. How are you? Oh, I Good. Hate that uh, <laughs> um, Keith, are you listening? Yes, sir. When are you going to start this podcast? It's Steve Keith on pestering you about. Yeah, he pestered me over the break when uh, we were uh, hanging out. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have an answer for you, man. Every time I have oh, an answer, it's not, it's, not the, it's not the right one. Clint, lay into him like you did Josh Grant. Yeah, you got, yeah I will. Yeah, I will. You got to pull your finger out, because like, <laughs> I, I like Enduro and like well, yep. GNCC. Dirt riders all about it, and you're letting this whole market down. You could get what's your boss's name, Denison, could sponsor you. Come on, man. You, there's a whole avenue of cash that could come in. More no, checks. I, the thing I, is, man, Clint. That's what I'm telling you. Kiefer must hate money. Right. He must just hate money. He because, hates it because there's <laughs> he hates it. He, there's companies that want to give him money to do a podcast, and he just says, "Hey, companies." Fuck you. I'm busy. No, and it's coming when we move to Colorado and it's snowing and then, he, and then he can do yeah, it. Later. I'm going to shut your mic yeah. off. <laughs> no, we're moving. We're moving. We're it's going to happen, man. I have the stuff. It's already there. I just got to get on it. I've just been super busy and it's hard for me to do it. What not having the time, but you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I have, I have no comeback, bro. I get these requests for people who want to get the off-road guys on. on no, the, and on that's podcast. what mine, yeah. I would be. I would have more, right. definitely more off-road stuff than you. Yeah. Because I like just dirt bikes in general. Right. Off-road, moto, anything. Trials. Mathis. Um, all right, Clint. Yeah, I'm trying, buddy. I'm trying, too. So. Uh, hey, I, I, gotta, I don't know why everyone's a fan of Watson. You know, he, the show is so much better. Okay, for your, between you and DV, you, you two are my favorite like hosts. Thanks. But, but Watson, like you called him up on the, what's your wheels called? Your, your, your cold call thing. Gear, gear alloy and cold call. Talks, yeah. yeah, gear alloy cold call. And he talks shit on you. Like, Steve, I reckon you've got to start blowing people out of water. Like, Sleater picks, you know, Sleater picked on whoever on, or says shit about people on right. Instagram or whatever the hell. Uh-huh. Blow him out of the water. Like, because he obviously he listens and it all gets back to him. You don't give a fuck what they think. The, like, oh, let, him, let him fucking have it, both barrels. Like, the, yeah, but there's a cops the, need to be called out, and and you've got enough fans that wouldn't give a fuck, and you'll get the money. You, like, I'm sure you're not going to blow out sponsors. No, hey, get this, Clint. Clint, get this. Remember, I called the guys at Bell assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want they want to come on the show now. Good. Yeah, I called them assholes because they got too many fucking flex stickers over their helmets. I know. Dude, we got it, you fuckhead. The guy's like, "Hey, let me know about rates and shit." And I'm like, "I called you assholes." He's like, "Yeah, I know." Because <laughs> yeah, he probably got a bunch money. of tags from it. That's why. <laughs> Here's the thing about Watson. There's a superhero. I think it's Green Lantern. That the more uh, uh, of his of his shit that kind of takes his powers away. Travis might know the superhero. He's into this kind of stuff. But there's a superhero where like. F you, dude. He takes his uh, he, that's back talk again. Um, he takes his um, whatever's negative, and and it makes him stronger. Right. And you can't you can't defeat him. It just makes him stronger. That's Watson. Yeah. Oi, if I were to blow Watson crying. up, he's, oi, he's probably crying and he misses the breath. Like seriously, Watson. I used to think he was all right, but the more like the, as time has gone on, he's a bitter fool like his best friend Carmichael. You know. 
Like, he yeah. just needs to fucking swallow his pride. Well, I like Watson. Yeah, so do I. I think... Like, you can like him, but he's still, he can be a fuckwit. Fuck you. Yeah, I know, he can be, but he's, but he's Watson. He calls, you, he calls you out, Steve, and you do nothing but, like, for us, uh, you know. funny. I'm just a pleb that likes, right. motor, you know, motocross and whatever. But he, he, call, he belittles you, and most of everyone probably, oh, I'm, I can't say everyone, but a lot of people think the word of you, like, you give a lot of entertainment, like, you put out... Love this what, guy right five here. Five hours. No, you put out like over seven hours of content a yeah, week. Yeah, fuck right. Watson. <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, yeah. This is, <laughs> all those people in the chat room are 95% dildos. That's his only fucking good effort, uh, thing to the show. He put that, he started his little podcast with all the fucking losers of the sport that are hit oh, drugs. Holy shit. And then he shit. gets DV and calls him out and Kurt says that shit and abuses DV. Fuck him. I'm, I'm with DV. DV, like, DV calls trolls people, but DV's, there's a lot of truth to his trolling. No, DV's real, right? man. DV's real. Yeah, real. Like, he's fucking awesome. He wouldn't let Kenny run that podcast still. <laughs> <No, he wouldn't. laughs> he said to Kenny, lose my number. <laughs> yeah, good. Because he That's doesn't so respect awesome. fucking, he doesn't, you know, you don't disrespect. And look, there's a language barrier. And how, like, Villeman's, you know, English is your second language. But he fucking understands what you're saying when he's on the line still. What, yeah, no, you do. Could have said, could have waited till he hung up and then fucking said, oh, that sounded fucking shit. But no, he fucking says it while he's on the air. Well, fuck him. And I, you know, I don't, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if he calls out Australians and says we're fucked. You know why we're not fucked? Because we're better than you. Because we don't have to have guns in our culture. Cause, and that, that cocksucker that whinged about the swearing, fuck him. I've blown that out of the water. Yeah, fuck um, that guy. Are you drinking coffee, Clint? Who? Yeah, man, I'm all, I'm all amped up on coffee. <laughs> he, 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 it's <laughs> in the morning, Ozzy, so it's got to yeah, be it's coffee. It's not day right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Clint, you're right. Yeah, fuck Watson. Well, seriously, Steve, I know I know you're probably just, like, giving the jerk-off symbol. And, like, but, no, you you really do a lot of fucking good for, yeah. like, ordinary folk that, you know. No, I appreciate have it. Thanks. The fucking, Thank you, Clint. Have the knowledge no, or whatever the ability. We listen, we love, I love listening to your stuff. But, I, I, seriously, you need to blow these fucking assholes that call you out. You've got a bigger well, platform, you know. You don't fucking start people that buy ink by the. You don't dude, start fights with people that buy ink right. by the barrel. No, and you've got, I, I know. You well, buy by the barrel, bro. I mean, I called the Bell guys assholes, and now they want to give me money. This is great. Yeah, but power. Fucking small time. Like that's that was like a backhanded insult. It wasn't, you know, like no, yeah, it wasn't serious. There was no right, malice right. to it. Yeah, Sleeter's Whereas not. You giving really money. need to call out Sleeter. You need to call out like. I don't know. Whoever you got beef with. Well, dude, like, don't I kind of do that? Don't I do that? Yeah, he kind of huh? does that. We just talked about. No, no, you got to get fucking down and gritty. Like, get fucking nuts. <laughs> get personal oh, on their asses. Like, get like the girls would get. Cause they, and do it, like, facetiously. Like, you know how they Fuck get really bitch. nasty? Like, girls, girls destroy other girls. Yeah, you got to be like, yeah. you got to get feminine, man. Yeah, get some estrogen up in like, you, man. Want to Fuck that testosterone. I need, to, I need to get Travis on that. Write me some, write me some insults down, Trav. Oh, I got a, I got right. Travis. Travis, you got one thing you're doing too much. Too many drops. Okay. Too, too many. Too many. Back, right, it, we'll back it down a little bit. Yep. Hey, back Clint. It down, but it's all good. It's fire! Good. All right, Clint. Hey, we're going to run. Thank you for your call. Always entertaining. Thank you. See you, man. See you, Clint. See you, Clint. All right. I hate that one, guy. I like Clint. He's, he's pretty. Uh, it's Watson. I know what he's saying about Watson, but it's Watson. Yeah, that's just how he is. And he's half kidding, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's half kidding. I'm a quarter kidding. Like when I walk by his truck and he says, "Everybody, please listen to the best internet radio show out there, <laughs> DMXS." Please. See, that shit's funny to me. No, I know. Right. 
So, all right, uh, 702-586-757. You can leave a voicemail anytime. Um, here's some ones that were specifically made for Kiefer over the last few weeks that we've been saving up. Oh, they shit. need your help, Kiefer. They need your advice. Yes, let's do it. And, uh, all right, let's go. Let's play these, Trev. Oh, boy. Paul Bemex, what's up? Calling from uh, rainy California. Had a uh, suspension question. I don't know if Kiefer, Baluti, uh, anybody would probably be able to help. So I have a uh, KTM, it's a 14350, and I have the uh, 4CS forks. I'm springing them. Um, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to revalve them. I'm kind of in between a C and a B rider. And I, I was just had, had a question on what guys are doing uh, to these forks. I've done a lot of research. A lot of people don't ri- like them for moto. They're more of an off-road fork. Um, and I just wanted to see what you guys had to say. Um, yeah, so... Hopefully you can uh, clear that up for me. Take it easy. We start. We start. We start. With serious yeah, questions. yeah. Let's break it in a little right, bit. Yeah. yeah. So you hate these forks. Yeah, the four CS fork is a cheap fork. Um, out of all the spring forks, there's only this and the SSS. It's uh, it's pretty bad. So. Um, well, SFF. SSS. No, but SFF on the character. Yeah, but that's separate. I'm not talking. I'm talking about dual. Well, it's a spring. Okay, you're right. Anyway. A lot of guys, yeah, they're, they're obviously they're going to revalve them because the stock stuff's not going to hold up, even for like a uh, a C rider. I don't know what you weigh, but um, I've had a couple companies that did good work. Factory Connection did some good work. Um, I haven't had a chance to have Race Tech. I know Steve's about to go there, but I haven't had a chance to have Race Tech do those. RaceTech.com. There's a company in Arizona that knows that fork really well. It's uh, Stillwell Performance. And Alan Stillwell does a lot of off-road and moto with that fork. So a couple settings that I have tried that um, that 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 guy knows his stuff pretty good. So racetech.com. Um, so there you go. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you got to revolve that thing. That, that that thing's no good stock. And real quick, the WP Air Fork is actually better than that. And you know how much I hate Air Fork. That's saying something for you, right? Yeah. Hey, Pulp Show. Have a funny story for you. Watson once talked to a trucker a long time ago about bringing extra socks because the trips get lonely. And Kiefer talks about pre-gaming. <laughs> so here's my little story about that. <laughs> my girl was in the shower. She was getting ready for me shaving and whatnot. I figured it'd be a good idea to pregame beforehand. Good. Keep in mind, I've had a lot to drink. So she comes out of the shower and catches me passed out, finished pregaming, by the way. The pregame was great. (laughs) Finished that. I was passed out with a sock and another utensil in my hand. We'll just leave that up to imagination. Utensil. Passed out on my bed. Fuck. <clears throat> Everything in my hand. <laughs> Just thought that was funny, man. I thought Kiefer would get a kick out of that. <laughs> I, I took his advice. I didn't want to. I, I thought I would last a little bit longer pre-gaming it. And I took Kiefer's advice. Fucking pre-gamed it. And, <laughs> and put himself to sleep. Time. Needless to say, my girl was not happy when she got out of the shower. She was very pissed. Wow. So, I don't know. You probably won't play that on the air, but I thought that was hilarious. All right. Props to Kiefer and Watson for being great. Hey, uh, Kiefer. Um, so, 
Well, I mean, first of all, he's he drink. You can't drinking go the way. Like I've no, I've I don't drink, but the times I have drank, my dick doesn't work. It's not as good as it is when it's sober. Yeah. Okay. The other guys go the other direction. Other yeah. guys get whiskey dick and yeah, they go for days. Some dudes are heroes. Mine's right. opposite. Mine right, shit's right. a it's yeah. a wet spaghetti noodle and it doesn't go in. I have to right. pinch the base of it to, to hump it with three inches that I have on okay. the top. All right. Okay. So. He messed up, you know. He it's shouldn't. his fault. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't drink whiskey and pregame. You got to sober pregame. One or the other, bro. And then, yeah. After pregame, and then then kick back some alcohol. Then right. you're good. Okay. But, so, but you don't like after showered. I don't like anyway, after shower so sex. It's probably better anyway. Because this, you know how the skin's kind of like it's not soft. Squeegee. It's kind of like rough a little bit because it's like clean. So it's like <laughs> it's like that kind of skin. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. All right. Next one. For this question's for you. Uh, I got a bit of an issue. My chick, she wants it hard and fast. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I can't last as long as I want <laughs> if I'm doing that. So, like, she wants me full throttle, like, pin, fifth gear pinned. And I don't got that. I cannot last. I do admire the honesty. Like, I'm dying. I'm dying, Keeper. So I need some help. I need some, uh, I need you uh, to spread some love. Help me out here. Blue pills, blue uh, pills. I just need some help. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Steve. Uh, uh. Oh, Steve, love you. Uh, love the show. Aw. Uh, DV, I love too. Uh, yeah, God bless. <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> fine. What are you? Awkward. All right. Kids, you got to turn down your radios because this is going somewhere. Okay. Come back for the NFAB uh, JGR check-in. So Heather's the same way. She wants it to go fast, fast, fast. God, I hope my mom just turned down. (laughs) Mom, turn on the radio. (laughs) I can't do it either. I think the doctor yeah. cut me too close back in the day when I came out of my womb. It's it's you it, know it, what? It's too sensitive, right? Yeah, like sorry, bro, I can't be but like a jackhammer. Here's the thing here, the guy right. can do. Right. Tell your lady to shut the frick up, okay? Because you can fifth gear tap out wide open as long as the girl doesn't moan and say shit to you. Because the woman will say something to you Put and a you're socking it, maybe. Just, just don't say nothing. Right. Don't go on. Uh, don't, don't yeah. moan. Don't yeah. do nothing. Yeah. Okay. Because then you're visualizing what you're doing. You can concentrate. Yeah. But if she's saying stuff, you're thinking about how good she's enjoying it, and it's going to get you off quicker. Yeah. So you got to just be quiet. <laughs> just rail it for a minute. Take it out. Chill out a little bit. No, no, that's not going to work. That's not what the guy wants. That's nope. not what she wants. Hey, well, she's going to have to meet halfway. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Fifty-fifty yeah. deal. Right. You know, rail it for a minute, wide open. Go back in, rail it. You got to chill out, but she has How to be quiet. How long do you chill for? 10, 15 seconds. That's all okay, you need. All right. You don't and need that long. And then she's still quiet. You got to be quiet when you're railing. Because <laughs> you're wide open, you yeah. got to chill out. Because yeah. if any noises that you make, it just makes it worse for us guys. Guy in the chat room says you got to know your pump number. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's your what's your PN? That's amazing. What's your PN, bro? What's yours? Yeah. yeah. PN for me is about a thirty five to forty seconds. What's your PN? Which is about thirty five to forty PNs. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're doing Ooh, one like PN per second, right? <laughs> what, about, what about the motocross drop? Do we have that one? Yeah. I just want to hit a motocross drop. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, right. There you go. So keep her quiet. Keep her quiet, keep man. Her because I, if you're like me, face buried in a pillow. Not really. Just just don't have her say stuff to you because when girls get sexual to us and talk dirty, because we're not used to it, right? Yeah. And when they do that, it gets us fired up. So you got to calm down. Okay. Bring it down. Dude, I think this chick's into me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, there we go. And know your PN. Know your PN. Know your good PN. call yeah. the right. chat room there. All right. All right, that's been uh, the uh, Ask for segment. <laughs> don't have a better, I don't have another name for it. Um, some technical stuff, some technical no, yeah, other ways. technical each way. Lots of technical this would be a good, questions. See, that's why I kind of would like to get my podcast going, because this is the kind of shit I would well, love But yours would go like... No, I would keep it. This is good. Listen, like maybe it. we can make this a regular thing. Call in with some relationship slash bedroom problems. It could be relationship advice. I'd love to help you. 702-586-PULP. We'll save them all up and we'll play them for Kiefer every <laughs> month when he's here, however long he's here, whenever he's here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, know your pump number and uh, right. and don't let her talk. Yeah, don't say nasty do you, stuff. Do you, what if she does? Do you tell her to shut yeah, up? Yeah, you say, just got to calm down, baby. I'm going wide open for yeah. a bit. Yeah. Calm down. So I'm going to rail it. <laughs> I'm going to rail it for a minute if you just calm down. Um, okay. Uh, and we're gonna f- no, we're going to follow that right into NFAP. <laughs> he doesn't know where to go now. If you need some steps for your <laughs> cheap trucker SUV, uh, n-fab.com. Uh, we do a thing every week now this year where we're checking in. NFAB is a huge part of the JGR program, JGR Yamaha guys. So we're checking in with those guys every week. I want a little bit behind the scenes. Of, uh, of what goes on at the JGR team. Kind of bring you the spotlight uh, for the different guys on the team. And uh, so this week, uh, head suspension guy, Johnny Oler. Uh, talked to him a little bit after the race about uh, the night the team, the night, uh, the night that it was for the team, as well as, um, you know, general suspension questions. N-Fab.com, you want a discount from NFAB, use the contact form on pulpmex.com. And if you have a Jeep truck or SUV and you want to get some gear alloy wheels, um, then you can uh, also get some NFAB parts. All right, let's go. Johnny Oler, suspension check. This is the NFAB JGR check-in. I talk to one of you jerkies every uh, weekend, trying to switch it up, get the story. Uh, first of all, not so much talking about the, the race tonight, but it's been a tough start for your team. It's no secret. But I guess for guys like you, you just uh, put your head down and just keep working and try your best, right? We have experience in finishes like this. Right. So, yeah. Um, we take a licking and keep on ticking, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um no, we've had a we've had a lot of uphill battles in our time as a team, um, so uh, I guess it's fairly normal. We need to we need to get to the other side of the spectrum and start having some great success to where this is a, a real bummer. It's not fun to have this. Weston just said bye to me. I think Weston loves you. Does he act like it? No, he didn't like me at all. Hey, uh, you yourself, chassis, suspension guy. Uh, you've got the swing arm mod we talked about a little bit on one of my columns and suspension-wise and all that. How's how's the end of your things going uh, as far as the testing and prep for 16? Uh, things are getting better all the time. You know, uh, that's always the battle, I think, is feeling like you're prepared going into the season and then finding out you're not. Uh, I guess there's a couple guys out there that found, that out, happens. They, found out that they were on point. Yeah. We, were, we were not necessarily. So... Um, getting better. Suspension setup is getting better. Uh, we're trying to evolve the chassis at the same time. So, you know, sometimes you take a couple steps forward, one step back, you know, that whole thing. But um, trying to get the bike to corner better, trying to get to go through the whoops better. Uh, tried the, the new swing arm idea that uh, uh, Febra tried this last year. And uh, there were some interesting benefits to it. And it's... 
it's made us continue on with it, but of course that also means that we need to adjust different parts of the chassis and suspension for that. Yeah. So um, it's always a balance of things. And again, I think we're we're probably the best we've ever been, but uh, now we need to get some starts. Yeah, I thought you'd beat him tonight with the long start straight, but not so much. Hey, uh, last question yeah. for you on the NFAB JGR check-in. Pike's uh, been a long-time privateer, probably not had access to a lot of parts in his life. He's now rode RCH, now he's with you guys. How is he as a tester? He seems like the type of guy to be like, screw it. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I think if, if things aren't the best, he's good enough as far as um, not being jerky about it to where he will just he'll muscle through it, as yeah. we know he can. Yeah. Uh, but he, I think in his time, he's had to make his bike better. Uh, he hasn't had all the all the give-me's that you know a lot of teams yeah. have. And so I think he's learned how to adjust the bike himself, and so he's given us some good direction, and I think he's actually pretty good to test with. He uh, requires quite a bit heavier settings than anybody else, and so he's punishing these stiff settings that we have on the other guys, and all of a sudden he just goes out and punishes the heck out of it. So that's a challenge, but um, that's going good, and the NFAB is killing it. And Tommy, Tommy over at MFAB, he Tommy. kills it. Tommy. Oh, Tommy. He's my guy, Tommy. I'm going to start calling him Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell work. him I said so. Right. All right. Thanks, Johnny. Yep. Thanks. N-Fab.com, JGR checking with Johnny Olner, suspension guy to the uh, to the stars over there at the uh, JGR team. So, interesting guy. Yeah, Johnny's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Smart guy, too. So. Voicemails. Yeah, this guy said it's his first show, first time listening to the show on Twitter. Um God, I he came in the wrong time. time yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. 702-586. Pulp calling time. Leave voicemails. We haven't played them the last couple of weeks, but uh, here's this week's anyways. Uh, and again, we can call them anytime. Let's hit it, Trav. I like big-ass titties and the Pulp and Mag show. Okay, bye. Yeah, there we go. And uh, Thank you. That's our listener, everybody. So who doesn't, right? All right. All right. What's that Pulp and Mag? It's Bo in Louisiana. Steve, uh... It might be a little too late to get on tonight's show. It's uh, 5.30 in the evening here. But uh, I was just wondering if you guys think that uh, Ken Rockson might be looking back on his decision to leave KTM and uh, and if he's regretting that right about now. Anyway, that's about it. Um, I'm not sure how close you are to making a decision, but uh, my vote would be to keep Travis and Talon. Basically. Mm-hmm. Folks seem to do a really good job and, uh, you know, just rotate them through like you guys have possibly talked about doing. Yeah. Keep up good work. Talk to you later. Maybe if Travis keeps back-talking us, we will rotate through them. What do you think of that, Travis? I'm not worried. Exactly what he just said. Confidence. All right, let's go. Hey, Mathis. This is Kyle from the 808. What's up, Kyle? So I got the ultimate proposal for Shaka. you for the most highest, soon-to-be-highest-rated show. Get your finger ready. Put it on the sound drop. Great radio. What you got to do, West Kane's got to pull through to get Vanilla Ice on. Then you go and get Matt LeBlanc also on. So now you have a star-studded cast going. You guys cold call J-Law for your cold call segment. And then you, you finish the show off by interviewing Robbie Knievel and his, what he thinks about Supercross because he probably doesn't really give a crap. But anyway, I was curious to see what is the highest – Listen to episode that you've had in pulp history. Um, I would assume Tony Alessi's got it right up there. That's a classic one. Thanks for the show, guys. Have a good night. 
Yeah, without a doubt, the Tony Alessi uh, Lasergate uh, post-Washugal yeah. show, it crashed our servers. We had to upgrade our servers, which we're still at, actually, by the way. And uh, just multiple listens. The YouTube video got a lot of views. Like, yeah, just that was it. People love that last week's show, though. They really thought that was pretty cool. I wonder how that one will do. But honestly, like, they all do about the same. Really? Whether I have Stu on, an RV, or if I have, uh, you know, Justin Brayton or somebody like that, like... They, we have our loyal core listeners. Each one is between 18 and, 18 and 20,000 listens. The Alessi one, I want to say, was 32,000. Um, but basically, they're all the same. Like, I've kind of done some experimenting with guests and co-hosts and seen where the numbers are, and like, I can't really tell. Really? Otherwise, unless we have a meltdown like right. Tony did, you know? So. Unless there's some really drama going on yeah. to get that guest. Have you, have you talked to Tony at all? You yeah, I talked to him. He's doing fine. Yeah. You, see, you see, he complimented me on his, on his Yeah, media. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, you're the what, the TFS? Of? Yeah, yeah, maybe I can try to get him back in. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe Tony likes me now. Should I throw that out there for him? See what happens? <laughs> no. You don't want that? I don't think I want that. He's threatened to, to, to beat me up twice. He, you know, hates me. So I'd rather, I mean, it'd be good for the show. I think it'd be good just to bury it too. Good mm. for the soul. All right, see what you can do. All right. Hey, man, I just wanted to shout out to my boy, Will Hahn. He's the best rider on the track, and he will win a Supercross main this year or next year. But it's going to happen. Like the confidence. Okay. It's good. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Travis from Maryland, about 15 minutes from Bunch Creek. Uh, I was calling to ask a few questions about the 2016 KX250 with the uh, Showa, the separate function force. I just had some questions about that with uh, the setup and how Cowie's going to develop those if they're going to plan to go to Air Force anytime soon. I know they focus a lot on the 450s. All right, thanks. See you. Um, the Cowie 250F is the only one with that spring, Yep. right? Yeah, still. I had a suspension guy tell me, and again, Take this for what it's worth. This is one guy's opinion, so I don't want anybody to get freaking out. He told me that that single-sided spring fork is the worst suspension idea ever. Really? Because the spring is way too big hmm. than what you you know what you need to do for that fork. Right. Um, what say you? Um, I'm not a big fan of it, you know, but it's not horrible, horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I do. I do feel sometimes it favors when it's under load. It, it when it's compressed, it will pull to the to the spring side. Really, huh? Yeah. Someone just, else told me that too, and I, I'm like, they felt like when they came in, their wheel was off. Well, just when you compress on D cell, when it's something's mm -hmm. really hard, yep. it, it you will feel it pull to one side just a little bit. Hey, one of the things I've heard that the KYB air forks, you know, they're they're two air chambers, right? Yeah. That they change a massive amount during a moto. During a Supercross main event. KYB Air? Yeah. Okay. Have you experienced much change? You notice it at all? And apparently it's only noticeable in Supercross. I mean... I mean, I know you don't race Supercross, but yeah. have you noticed... Production forks, I mean, when I did a 30-minute moto, mm -hmm. uh, it's three and a half pounds. Do you notice it, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, psh. within... Yeah. Halfway to 20 minutes, yep. it's a different feeling. So you're starting fork. to get washing in the front. You're starting to get pushing. It's harsher. Yeah. Um, it's not as, as much comfort. Like you said, the front end pushes. That's why I hate them so much because you don't have a constant feeling. Yeah. It's just different. Right. 
and then they cool down, then you get that same feeling a little bit, but it, it's never as long. It's right. 10 minutes. Right. So. so you pull out, you wait. Pull out. Wait. Little air out. <laughs> little air out. Then get back at it? That's right. Okay. Get back in the game. All right. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Um, I just was wondering uh, if Cobra was owned by oh, this uh, Suzuki, Cobra Moto, like the little bikes. And my other bike, or my other question was, what's the difference between OEM and aftermarket pistons, like quality and stuff? All right, thank you. Um, the the piston question, you will get as many people arguing with you. I think right, it's forged and cast different ways they're made oems are cast weiss goes are forged um nicks nicks uh are um what about vertex vertex are forged i think i think they're forged too but you'll get as many people telling you that the cast is better than forged and forged is better than cast um yeah it's i mean do you know i mean what side do you stand on i guess i've heard the fitment is better with cast uh performance is better with forged they're lighter Heat related forging is better. I mean, I've ran um, JE pistons mm-hmm. that lasted a long time. I've ran a Vertex piston that people said, "Oh my God, that's worst piston ever." I've ran it; and it was fine. Um, yeah, it's just like you said, it's it's like religion. You get dude, it's crazy. People <laughs> yeah. will be like, "Never buy a forged piston." Other people will be like, "Always buy a a forged piston." Yeah, you know. Back it, in the day, like I always ran just stock pistons, like I just because right. I was more comfortable with right. that, but. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things, and I think if you do research, you'll find out that it's the same thing. People, you'll never find a clear definition of which to use, but that's the difference. Forge is lighter, cast is heavier, cast fits maybe fits a bit better than forged. Forge lasts longer, probably. I don't know, maybe cast. I think cast would last a little longer. Oh, okay, all right. Just listen to the archive and and uh, listen to the RV portion of it. And man, I'm so glad that guy retired because he is a hundred times better on your radio show now that he's retired. But I do have to say one thing about everybody talking about Ryan Dungey and how his intensity's up. And now that he's with Alvin Baker, you know, he's just so much better. If you think about it, look at every time that Ryan Dungey lost a championship to RV. Most of them were just mechanicals. Like, for instance, the race that. Our, our Ryan Dungey had to start a lap down and almost came back and caught RV. I think RV got fourth and Dungey ended up with a seventh. If you look at all those championships that RV won against Dungey and you take his mechanical and give, oh, what, what does Dungey normally get on a bad day, a fourth or fifth, he would have smoked RV. So, yeah, RV came out on top. Okay, I mean – scoreboard but if you really look at it it wasn't that dungy crashed it wasn't dungy threw it away and pulled the stewart and knocked himself out um it was just the fact that he had a shitty suzuki sorry berluti and the thing just wouldn't run oh yeah and it ran out of gas that one time so um so we should actually look at that a little closer and now that we have travis that's running all those stats run some stats on that how many times did yeah travis ryan dungy actually dns due to a mechanical and Run if that he would have gave him even like a fourth or fifth, which Dungey is always capable of getting, how would have those championships turned out? And thanks. And bring RV back. That was awesome. Well, I think uh, the caller's got a point uh, when it comes to the two outdoor titles that RV won. He won two 450 MX titles. Yes, Dungey ran out of gas in Texas. 
And yes, Dungey couldn't get a bike started in um, in Southwick, and he had to come back. The year that he won the Texas, the, the year of the Southwick incident, RV I think had it pretty covered, even if those points, even if he had given Dungey some points. But the Texas one was a DNF, and definitely helped Ryan Dun, Ryan Villapoto win that title by a lot. Right. But I would, you know, those Supercross titles that RV beat Dunn straight up in, that was no locks involved there, right. you know. So he's got a point about Dungey, you know, maybe being able to get two more titles. Just but. remembering those years outdoors, though, I just remember RV still was, to me, was faster, clearly. Yeah. Travis, you were going to say? Or are you just going to back talk some more? No, I was just oh. going to say, you know, watch for that on Twitter. I'll, I'll be sure to run that down. Uh, Nick Way liked your Will Haunt stats. You I, told, gave him? I told him I'd get it done. I don't know if he did anything with him, but he yeah, did appreciate well. that. Yeah. No, he hit you back with a thanks or something. Yeah, he said thanks, good yeah. info. All right. So. Look at you just mingling with the stars of the sport now. Right. I'm just trying to weasel my way in. Are you going to be like tits and start calling for free stuff? <laughs> no. Okay. Have I asked for anything free yet? No. Yet. Just wait till I see that word show, yet. It was yeah. the key word there. Tits, was going <laughs> tits wasn't even bothering to ask me. He would just, just straight up ask dudes on his own. Oh, yeah. He called me for an cross tickets. He Thank got you. Some. Thank you. Hey, yo, Kiefer. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Gentlemen, very rare does Nash solicit the after-hours call-in line, but upon news of hearing RV could possibly co-host the show, I will supplement some revenue for Ryan's plane ticket to get him there for a Hulp MX show. Oh, my gosh. After that power hour that he just threw down with you guys with Nick Way, Big Nasty, please get RV in. Please, please, please. It would be Christmas come early every time RV comes on the show. Thank you, and I will do whatever I can to assist in this, which is probably nothing. <laughs> Cheers. I like the honesty by Nash. Uh, RV's not coming up here. We joked about it. Right. He's not coming up here to host the show. He ain't that bored. No, no. <laughs> I could barely get him to do that that one right. segment. Like. He was like, "How long? No, I don't. I had to buy coffee for Cowie, and then after twenty minutes, uh, I tried to let him go, and he stayed on for an hour. But right. it was only, I think, mostly because Nick Way was on, and he's only chance maybe you have is if he's here for some reason, yeah, and he's hanging out, and he's like, "I'll come by for an hour." Uh, he, he, and again, uh, Nick was a big part of that, getting him in there, right? So, uh, Ride Engineering, uh, Adrian Ride Engineering, um, they're they're a place to go for 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 triple clamps and offsets and. Uh, handlebar mounts on those kind of things. You you work with Adrian a little bit over the time. Uh, on top of all that stuff, they have brakes as well, a billet brake caliper. Um, I wonder how much he sells of these. Is people put I them don't on? know the price offhand, but I know it's got to be up there. I'm sure they're huge but, on Cowies. I know that. Yeah, it's it's got a it's got a bit more travel than the lever. It's more progressive brake feel. So uh, check them out. Also, two braided front steel front and rear brake lines as well. And uh, the triple clamps are uh, are pretty good. Six hundred thirty five bucks, complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and the poly cones, which are cheaper than PCs and extra. And neck, neck, necking, necking, necking air one. So, um, yeah, and he's got all different kinds of colors, and yeah, that's cool. Um, and plus, what he does, he buys which several. Bike, which bike needs an offset the most? Honda, I would think. Honda, yeah, right. Honda would which be. Which way would you go? I would go out more. Out more on the Honda. Yeah. Okay. So I think stock is 20. You yeah. go to 22. All right. Rideengineering.com. Check them out. There's a code too. Pulpomex saves you, I think, 10%. So that's good. Hey, me. You love this guy. Dude, he's so rad. Stroke, Mathis. God damn, you were fucking stuttering like a motherfucker. Dejectable. Slow down. Think before you speak. Anyways, love the new new co-host or anchorman or whatever the fuck he is. Devin, Christ sakes. What a jam up. 
fucking ice pick my ear. <laughs> Glad he's gone. Hey, Steve, just call. What's wrong? I really like that Kiefer guy. What are you doing? It's still playing? Oh, Travis. Da, 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 da. Just calling, wondering if, uh, if, um, have you ever had Ryan Dungey's mechanic on? I don't know if I've ever heard him on the show, and would hell, you be interested no. in having him on? I would be. Yes, Carlos. Carlos. Who? Carlos. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I would do it. Hey, Steve. Epic show uh, this past Monday. Actually, I think it is hilarious that neither you nor RV got it right on his titles. Well, he did. He said he had nine, and then you said 250 Supercross doesn't count, but but he's got nine. Three 250 Outdoor, four Supercross, and uh, two 450 Outdoor. So, um, anyway, just thought it was funny that yeah. he didn't really know for sure, and uh, you didn't know either. But, anyways, um, I think that squarely puts him second, so... Just want to let you know. All right, bye. Yeah, I would probably. I I couldn't think of the top of my head. Where would you put RV at all time? We had debated this last week on the show. <sighs> I like to say that JS was better than him only because I was hoping he would start swearing and ranting at me. Oh. I truly don't believe JS uh, seven belongs ahead of him. I would go RC MC RV. Yeah, I would. I know MC because it's Supercross, but man, I think I'm looking at well-rounded all-around rider. So I would go RC. Um, RV, JS, MC. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like you should get out of here. Well, right I mean, why, MC, what, one title outdoors? One outdoor title. Yeah. Didn't compete in that many years. Took I just think, off. like, he at least have two, you know? He should have had two. He yeah. blew that one at Millville where he hurt his ankle. I mean, I know James. How many James has outdoor? Uh, three? Three. Four. Four? He got two 125s or just one 125? And then two 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 four fifties. I thought he had. I don't he went twenty four and zero for one. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many guys have done that? Two. Right. You got to put him up there. All well rounded rider. All right. Okay. Fine. I don't agree with you, but whatever. What's your three? Uh, RC MC RV. Yeah. What do you think, Travis? Your all time riders. And James fourth for you. Probably. I think I would go. Yeah, probably RC. RVMC. All right. Guys ain't giving Stu any love. Hey, Mathis, play this, play this on the air. Uh, Christian Craig, he just won his first uh, main event. I'm loving it. Listen, you got to do a couple of things for me. One, Christian Craig, get him on the show. Get this guy out there. Uh, he, you know, I know you do your best for him anyway, so, but nonetheless, get him on the show. Also, get bopping on the show. Bopping needs a little bit of uh, just just give him his time. Give him a little bit of give him a little bit of time. You know, uh, give 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 him a spot on the show and uh, get his voice out there. Third, whoever's coming to Toronto uh, for the Toronto round of uh, the series, listen. Drinks are on me that night. Whatever you uh, whatever. Yeah, that's it. That's that's how that's how it ended. Just yeah. it. Drinks are on this guy. So find that guy in Toronto. Drinks are, Drinks on, are him. on me. Yeah. Heard that Tensorillo got hurt again. Such a bummer. He needs to like just 
riding the trails or something. I know you hate trails, but dude keeps getting hurt. I mean, he's got supercross skills. He just needs to ride on a figure eight track or something so he doesn't get hurt or put on the football pads like the lefty dad did. <laughs> uh, East Coast is going to suck now. All right. Love the show. Bye. I wouldn't say it would suck. Mine no, just got a little good. bit better just because he's not there. All right. Dude, please quit eating on the air. If you insist on stuffing your face in between the breaks, just mute your mic. It's disgusting. We can hear you smacking in the background and then trying to talk with your mouth full. I just have to skip 15 minutes ahead because it just, for some reason, it's one of those things that grosses me out and it just ruins the bit. You can wait until a commercial break to stuff your face with cookies. Stop. Beat it. Quit it. Stick stuff my face with cookies if I want. Damn it. Yeah, I don't really. I don't hear it. I don't hear it that much. I freaking was trying to eat and then threw it to. I was telling those guys. Yeah, say I heard so, that part. Yeah. Say something. I'm eating and they just looked at me with. It's just, amateur hour when you got those guys in here though, man. Come on. Not a pro like <laughs> amateur <you>. hour over <laughs> here. What was that? Wow. From what? That was that was from Pingree for oh, was it? Uh, it was oh, a while okay. back. Yeah, uh, they're not professionals like yourself, so it's tough. Uh, last question, last call from the night. Benny. What's up, man? How are you, Benny? Make, make it quick, Benny. What's going on? Oh, no problem, guys. How are you, mate? Uh, I haven't heard the show. Not all the Aussies are as angry as yeah. Clint. Clint Clint's very angry. I like Clint though. The L and the I clearly joined together. Mm-hmm. At the moment, yeah. That's, anyway, technical. Listen, no, no, just on the track on the weekend. Uh, when they went outside and then they come back in, they tripled in and a little tiny double, what looked like a real nasty little kicker. I just wonder what your thoughts there. Was it possible they could quad that or not? Oh, yeah. We, we talked about that in the beginning of the show. We really did. Um, and we asked, we asked Roxon well, about it, and we asked Roxon about it too. So, um, yeah, just because of the speed that they hit it at. And yeah. And that next little double was nasty, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, no, cool. Well, I mean, you've covered it. No problem. Yeah, t- take a listen to the not archive. Not all of us are as Aussie. Yep. Not all of us are as angry, mate. It's a beautiful day here in Bondi. And Just come over for lunch. Yeah, we'll we'll cook you some mate. sandwiches. Are we like Hauser's. Are you on a walkabout? <laughs> not at all, mate. We live like you guys. Maybe Clint's just jealous he's not living in the state. Oh, Dude. stop it. Bro, send me a kangaroo. They're everywhere, right? I want <laughs> one for do. a pet. Mate, we hope you get down here one day soon. You guys, I'm do go- your math. It's always welcome. I'm going to Manjimup. I'm supposed to go to Manjimup. I hear, I hear that. Yeah. Are you on the other side? Never been that side. Are you on the other yeah. side? No, no, no. I'm on the east coast. So yeah, um, right. Sydney, Sydney side, New South Wales. Well, if I go to Manjimup, show up, drive over there. It's not that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, Keith, you two, well, you and Mrs. Keith are welcome as well. All right. Thank you. I take you up on that. We'd love to know. have you guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. Good on you. Have it. See you. Nice fans tonight. All right, everybody. Uh, Kenny Roxon, Andrew Short, LeBig, JT, all in the show tonight. Jimmy uh, D. Jimmy D. I forgot about Jimmy D. Yeah, Jimmy D. Thanks for picking up. Appreciate it. Um, Heather, thank you. Or congratulations, Heather, on the uh, Broncos Super Bowl. I'm really super pumped for you. Thank you. Thank you. Really I'm happy for very you. Very happy. Yeah, it's really great. Great job. <laughs> Don't be a hater. I'm not a hater. You can take your Raiders and shove it up your ass. Wow. I mean, they're terrible. They are terrible. F you, dude. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Sponsor deals on com. Next week, Pingree and Denny Stevenson in ah, studio. That's going to be good. McGrath is agreed to come on, too, so that'll be good. That's going to be great. Uh, Kiefer, uh, Kiefer Inc., 
keeperinc yes. at hotmail.com. If anybody has any questions <laughs> Thank for you, you for doing that. go ahead and send them to you. You're not busy at all. I answer. I end up answering them anyway. So. You probably do. I do. He does. Oh, my God. So if, if you email me, give me some time. Don't freak out if I don't get to you in a day. If you have some questions for Kiefer, relationship questions or you know anything else, 702-586-757, we'll, we'll c- uh, compile the best ones. Yes, compile. please. Compile. The best ones. I love those. Um, thanks to uh, Moser and SwissCore for their help with the show tonight. Of course, uh, always appreciate. Trav, thank you, bud. Thank you. Thanks Good for job, uh, thanks for talking back tonight. Thanks for bringing no stats. <laughs> I'll come better prepared next week. Uh, are you going to be weird with Ping and and Danny Stevenson or? Uh, if I can keep my eyes off Ping's arms, I think we'll be good. Oh, but, they're huge, dude. Yeah. Wait till you see these things. Yeah. They're just guns. Wait till you see the drops I pull from that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. We will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.